Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Uni Tanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Get ready for an all-new experience in information exchange and beer culture. Your only source source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers from around the globe right to your home. You're not just listening to broadcasters. It's the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Session and the Brewing Network. I think everyone was expecting a brand new intro, like I had said. They're already talking about it in the chat room, Bebo. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my voice guy's on vacation. That dick took the holidays off, so I couldn't get it voiced, and uh, we have to start the show with our old intro. The one where you're actually happy about your life and your job? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the new one's going to be much more miserable. <laughs> the new intro will say something like, uh, here we are. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Hey, hey, wake drink. up. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, my fault. The guy went on vacation. He didn't get a chance to voice it for me. So I don't know. Hopefully next week I'll see him. I know he's back this week. So maybe a brand new intro for 2008, a week into it. It's kind of BN style, you know. A, say we're going to do something and then wait a long time to do it. <laughs> and B, like B, always a week late on things. Yeah, well, you know. We like to pretend we're always first. But really, we're always like a week well, late on We stuff. were first once. Yeah. And then um, that's enough, I think. <laughs> I think that is enough. Hey, remember that time when we were first on the one thing? When we were first on things? Yeah. On things and stuff? That was a good one. Yeah. Well, welcome back to the show, everybody. Took a couple weeks off there, as we always do around the holidays, to uh, regroup and, uh, well, dick around a little bit. It's always needed. Uh, JP doesn't dick around sufficiently for the year. What? He gets, uh, he gets a little irritating. I mean, irritated. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I thought you meant that I was not... Right. <laughs> but uh, happy to be back in the studio. I actually kind of missed this whole gig there for for a little while. You know, about eight minutes of my time off. I was like, wow, yeah, missed doing the show. But uh, that, that passed real quick. And uh, I did miss being here, and, and now we're back, and we got a great show planned for you. Um, Shat effed up the new Glarus show. <laughs> my bad. 
but we have an awesome replacement for you. It's actually going to be a really good show. Not only are we doing the second annual Brewing Network Awards today, which are, are very exciting. I think everybody should be stoked about that. We've got some good uh, categories for you and uh, a lot of good contributions this year that deserve awards. So we've got the Brewing Network Awards. But we've got Jason Brett from Lodi Brewing Company hanging out with us. Came in on short notice, really bringing it strong. Gave him, what, three days notice uh, to come out and do the show. Yeah. Doesn't live anywhere and near half, us. I think, yeah. yeah. And uh, a brother came out to, to hang. And let me tell you, lest you think that this is some uh, slouch of a replacement for our New Glarus show, uh, this guy is, <laughs> he is a, I mean, I've met some some homebrew uh, uh, geeks before and some guys who are excited about brewing. A new level. Yeah, but this guy is excited <laughs> about brewing. Uh, let me tell you, uh, we're going to have lots of good things to talk about. Uh, not only is he the head brewer right now for Lodi Brewing Company, you're going to be blown away at how many awards this company has won in 2007 alone. Not only that, he is already in the process and getting ready to uh, start his own brewery. He, he's, he's got the wheels in motion. So we're going to talk about how you do that. It's kind of a real uh, ground-level uh, insight, I think, into how to start a brewery because that's right where he's at, just kind of acquiring things and, and getting started. We're going to talk about that. He's going to talk to us about being a home brewer because that's what he was uh, in the heart of things. Still am by far, though. Is that what you oh, do? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Always home brewing? I'm always home brewing, yeah. There's a, uh, always something going in the fermenter, definitely. Okay. So he's going to talk to us about that and then obviously bring it to a commercial level. But on top of that, a, a great sort of off-air conversation we had was, uh, you know, what it means now to be a commercial brewer uh, when you make a bunch of mistakes <laughs> as, a, as a commercial brewer, how to fix them. And that's something we always talk about it as home brewers. And we certainly talk about, you know, what makes a, a really good brewer is, is not being able to brew, you know, one good batch of beer. I mean, hell, I've done that. Uh, it's how to know what happens when you uh, – I think I think there was one somewhere. Oh, yeah. When you screw things up or, or things go wrong, and uh, Jason's got some some cool stuff to to, to talk about us uh, with. Shit us. happens. Yeah, and how to fix it. Yep, yep. Got to know how to do that. Definitely, especially you know you're dealing with you know six eight hundred gallons worth of beer. You got to make sure that you know it's always uh, consistent and get it up to where you need it to be. You can't screw up six hundred gallons of beer. I mean, it's just not, not a good thing. You got to figure out what to do. So we're going to talk about that, and that's going to be real cool. On top of all that, we got a bit of an all star cast. Um, we're going to be talking a uh, little surprise later. I'll, I'll I'll wait for a little while to make sure it's all going to happen. But we got a surprise guest that you all know and love. Uh, is oh. going to be calling into the show later. You guys have been asking for him since a show uh, back in 2005, actually. Whoa. And uh, he, he's going to be on today. You've said that we screwed it up, and now, and you've been waiting for him to come back since we <laughs> screwed it up, That's uh, what the, you listeners have said. So a uh, little surprise guest later in the show, and uh, lots of good beer. Bevo's back in the chat. Hi. Helping you out today. And Doc... Is not in the studio. Aww. I know. The question on everybody's mind, where is Doc? Yeah, they want an update. <clears throat> okay. So, Doc's not with us today. He just had surgery three days ago. And uh, he, he they had to drill a couple of uh, bolts into his heel that he broke on our uh, beloved stripper pole behind uh, Schumann there in the studio. Uh, if you've not been following the forum, if you've been wondering what's happened since our last show of the year, uh, Doc actually, he, he broke his heel, um, during the show. He, uh, officially fell off the back porch, uh, at some point during our last show of the year. Right, Bevo, you were there. You That's saw right, it. That's right, yeah. So That's it what happened. happened. And, uh, cracked his heel open, 
not not the skin or anything. We thought for sure it was just a spring, and by we I mean me. You. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, Doc, nothing's broken. You're fine. I, in fact, Trust I think me. I even told him to stop being such a pussy on yeah. the air. Uh, it'll be fine, Doc. Quit your crying. <laughs> yeah, he cracked that bone. So I uh, had to have surgery on it. Uh, it j- like I said, it just happened three days ago with the, with the surgery. They had to wait for the swelling to go down. So uh, he is in a lot of pain right now, um, but also thoroughly sedated. He's uh, taking care of himself um, in uh, body and mind. <laughs> Doc's not anywhere right now. <laughs> yeah. Remember, kids, brewing's dangerous. Yes. <laughs> so... He's hanging out at home. He actually wanted to come out and and do the show. We were going to go pick him up and bring him out. And him and I kind of talked about I actually had to discourage the guy from coming to the show because he, he really wanted to come out and do it. But the second he um, puts his foot down, you know, from being above his heart, he's supposed to keep it elevated. He's in a ton of pain. It's bad news. I figured we could set him back, you know, a week just in recovery if he was hanging out here for three hours doing the show. Yeah. So uh, he's hoping to be back next week. He's at home. Uh, the good news is we got a call in scheduled with him for later. Nice. So he's going to call in during the Brewing Network Awards uh, later in the evening. But he is doing okay. He just is in a little pain, bunch of time off work, which he's not too happy about, and um, and his wife officially hates my guts. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, <laughs> so if there was ever a chance. Yeah. When Doc died, for you to kind of go, just go on in, in there, there. ain't going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. The thing is, it used to be that I could call for Doc and at least have a bit of small talk with Karen. You know, hi, how are things, what's happening? And, and she would humor me. Yeah. Well, I called yesterday just to check on the little guy, you know. <laughs> and I get through to her, of course, because he's, he's laid up. He can't get to the phone. And uh, hi, hi, Karen's Justin. Um how are you? I'm fine. And then I go on with my next sentence. I, I I don't know. I was just making small talk. I'm in the middle of a sentence. And she goes, you want to talk to him? <laughs> just cuts me off right in the middle of a sentence. So now she won't even exchange uh, <laughs> pleasantries. No. Uh. <laughs> so she just cut me off and handed the phone to Doc. So I think I'm officially banned from the Lothamer household. Uh, not too good there. You're on parole anyway. I was already, yeah. yeah. But like I said, at least there was like some uh, niceties in b- between us. It's all gone. <laughs> so, Shu, you and I actually, we have to go there tomorrow and help Doc uh, do some stuff around the yard. He's, he needs some work done. Absolutely. I told him we'd help him out. <laughs> I'll help bathe his kids. I'll do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's your Dr. Scott update. Hopefully he'll be with us next week. Uh, that's the, that's the plan. And, uh, you, you know, wish him well. If you guys, uh, there was talk in the forum about sending cards and, and things like that. You gotta send them here to, uh, the BN studio and I'll, I'll bring them to him. Um, or have Schumann bring them to him. <laughs> since he's allowed over. Uh, I'll bring it to him. You can't send stuff to the house. You know, I don't want anybody sending like the wrong card, you know. I'll bring it real Like, good. sorry, you broke your foot on the stripper pole card? Yeah, anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking for those at Safeway when he hurt his foot. Really? I had a hard time finding one. I'm sorry your wife doesn't really know what happened to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hallmark. I'm sorry you have to lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's your doc update. Uh, but fear not. I, there was a lot of talk like, oh, that's it for doc. He, he won't be back. Uh, he's now banned from the show. Uh, you can be sure that doc wouldn't give up this show. No. I, I, 
I hate to say it, he, he might uh, give up his marriage before he gives up this show. <laughs> Doc, he loves it. Doc always says, pick your battles, and that's definitely one that he would pick. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so we'll hear from him later. If you guys want to talk to him yourselves, uh, just hang out. Uh, I think we're supposed to get him on the air uh, between 7.30 and 8 when we start the BNAs a little bit later. So, uh, Sean Paxson just joining us in the studio too. Uh, brought some good beer, saucer full of secrets, and uh, we're gonna be talking about that a little bit later too. So hang on for that. Uh, hope everybody had a good Christmas. Uh, a couple of things I just had to mention. Uh, wanted to thank Push and Sven for a very butchered Christmas, uh, 2007. They do an annual Christmas show and they did it this year. Um, wasn't really as funny as it was last year. I got to say that they were drinking with John Palmer. Palmer was on the show with them. Yeah, they were getting hammered. Those three. Yeah, and Palmer, uh, Palmer and booze kind of don't really make good radio. <laughs> it was okay. It was a good show. <laughs> I uh, I knew it could be trouble when you know they're about five minutes into it and uh, push you know turns to Sven and goes so. What's new with you? <laughs> and whenever you do that in radio, like, I mean, who gives a shit what's new with Sven? Let's face it. That's true. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to talk about that on the radio. But they did a good job. And then, of course, there was the, you know, the tributes and uh, people calling in. That was good, yeah. Leaving like messages and stuff. Bevo left a message. He yeah. did. Said Merry Christmas. I did. Sh- Shat didn't even return the phone call. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, push. Bastard. Yeah, they left her a message like, hey, you know, we do this thing. You should give some well wishes to the listeners. Shat asked me yesterday. What was the date yesterday? The 5th. He asked me on the 5th. Hey, uh, was I supposed to call Push and Sven back? <laughs> oh, Sorry, Push. Chad's not that good at returning messages. I'm yeah, learning. I'm in a doghouse with Bevo, too. Yeah, yeah, I called him asking him for... um. McDowell's phone number so I could call him and ask him yeah. for his address so I could send him a wedding invitation. Yeah, that was like two weeks ago. Yeah. I called McDowell today. Two weeks? Come on, like two days. No. Two days? <laughs> no. Oh, a two-day call. I know. Okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Chad's kind of been slacking in general. Yeah, I called him earlier today, too. Chad, you're jerk. <coughs> <laughs> Did you? This is going to be the... Uh, we're starting 2008 with a lot of shat hatred. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I do still love you, though. And another thing, you smell bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, weekend. 2008 is going to be a good year. Actually, Shat's got some great guests lined up for you. He has. Uh, he's working on rescheduling uh, New Glarus. Uh, the guy was real bummed he couldn't do the show and uh, really wants to come on and do it. Definitely. So, he's really stoked about it. Yeah, he wants uh, to get it. So he just had to send him another Excuse date, me. and he'll make it available, Definitely. right? Definitely. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. It was just this one. It just something came up at the end there. Yes. All right. So we're gonna throw him another date. Uh, I'm. If I had to guess, because I think you are, you might already have January booked. I don't remember. I would. I would guess February is when he's gonna be on. Probably. Yeah. So. Um, you know, just hang in there for that. We got a lot of good stuff happening for you in 08. Uh, maybe a new show coming out. I don't know. Whoa. Stay tuned. We'll see. Uh, so lots of good stuff, and and glad to to have you with us. Uh, Schumann and I went on a little road trip uh-huh. over the holidays. A little honeymoon? On our hogs. <laughs> Took our hogs. <laughs> and your motorcycles. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, we have Japanese bikes, so we're not really allowed to call them hogs. We, oh. we took our motorcycles to the bars to find hogs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Well, we had this brilliant... Uh, Schumann's been wanting to, to take a ride across the desert. I don't know what it is with him in the desert, but he's been wanting to do that 
He was watching Thelma and Louise one day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sounds like fun. So I can never do it. We're always got shows going on. We had the GABF. I mean, all this stuff. Um, but over the holidays, we take a little time off. So I said, all right, if you want to do this, we can do it now. Uh, not the best timing on earth because of the weather. Uh, this huge <laughs> storm, storm. Uh, turns it, uh, like turns up here. So we left last Saturday. We were supposed to leave Friday, but it was pouring rain. So we left Saturday when it was pouring rain instead and uh, drove all the way down the coast um, to about Santa Maria, if you guys want to look it up, on, if anyone gives a shit, on Google, and uh, cut across the mountain then into uh, the high desert to pay a visit to Push. Push lives in Lancaster, and then all the way out to Joshua Tree to spend New Year's Eve and then back, um, although it didn't really work out like that. That was the plan. Uh Schumann crashed in the desert. <laughs> went down like a bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like a six-year-old girl with a skin knee. Yeah, he cried. <laughs> He's laying there with the bike on top of him. Uh, could, hey, uh, could you help get this bike off of me, please? Justin, my foot's kind of hurt. Uh, I can't feel my toes. Uh, this sucks. <laughs> you know what's funny about that crash? Is all the writing we did leading up to that crash. Yeah, we rode through like fog and rain. There were points on the road. We had to go over this mountain coming from the coast and getting up to the high desert. I don't know what the mountain's called. Don't ask me. It's on Highway uh, 162 or something. 166, yeah. 166. We get to the top of the mountain, can't see three feet in front of us. Uh, just a fog comes in. And I, I stop. I pull over. It's a windy two-lane mountain road. I pull over, I look back at Schumann. Uh, Shoe, this really isn't good, man. I can't see anything. He's I'm following, you know, the yellow line on the left and the white line on the right, and that's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm following a little dot that is his tail. <laughs> <laughs> so and I've got a gas can strapped to the back of his bike. Back. You know, in case there's a, we only have so far you yeah. can go on the small tanks. Right. Yeah. I was like figure. a suicide bomber on a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> we figure it's a fair trade. You got Schumann behind us. He could get rear-ended because you can't see. Yeah. Car could just come, you know, so he he get taken out that way. And since I'm leading, I could easily just drive right off a cliff. I mean, I, you cannot see what's happening. Yeah. So we figure that's a fair deal. Uh, you know, if he sees me go over a cliff, he knows to stop. Yeah. If I see the explosion behind me, he just keeps going. I know there's a car coming. <laughs> you know you're out of gas. <laughs> then I'm screwed if I run out of gas. Exactly. Oh, no, but we make it through all of that. Uh, we have to then go over the grapevine. You know, Highway 5, you got to get over the mountain again. It goes up to about uh, 2,400 feet, I think. Again. Oh, no, it goes up to like 4,000 feet. Oh, is it that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's only 2,400 feet like when, before we started. Oh. I was like, <laughs> like, yeah, don't worry, Schumann. It's cool. You know, just 2,400 feet. <laughs> Details, hence the extra gas. Yeah. <laughs> it's raining, fog again, traffic everywhere. Luckily there, it's only going, you know, we're only going like 20 miles an hour because all the traffic's... Uh, uh, kind of slow, but we're surrounded by semis and uh, I mean all, just all sorts of stuff. Make it through all of this, and actually had a great time. All of these things are fun to me. I'm smiling as we're in the fog, and I'm smiling as I'm about to be run over by a truck. This is all a yeah, blast. But you have a death wish. You guys are really yeah. fortunate. Like you could have died. We could have died easily. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, we would have. I would. I would have died with a smile. They would have pulled off the helmet. Well, I'd have good. been smiling. I was having a good time. Or your face would have been mangled and unrecognizable. That could have happened too. Thank you. No for, problem. Uh, reminding me of that. It wasn't until we got to the desert that, that it was just like f this. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Thirty degrees <laughs> down a lone desert highway, and it's about eighty miles to Push's house. Uphill through the snow. Oh, it was ridiculous. Uh, uh. 
But we make it through all this stuff. Not a big deal. Schumann going five miles an hour around a turn into our hotel parking lot in Joshua Tree crashes his bike. Like I, hit, a, I hit gravel. Like a douche. <laughs> I hit gravel. The tires just went right under. I don't believe you. No. So you, so I, think you I think you saw some dude. <laughs> you looked the other way. Whiplash, yeah. So we pick, up, we pick the bike up off to him. The bike jacked. Effed up the whole front end. Oh, and uh, shoe's a little shaken. After a little while, you know, a couple hours go by, we get a beer in him. You know, he looks at me and he's like, hey, uh, yeah, be honest with me. You'll be up front. Uh, you know, that was a real stupid kind of a rookie mistake, wasn't it? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, uh, no, no, Schumann. No, riding through gravel. Come on. Everybody, uh, not everyone knows that the bike's going to fall out from underneath you when there's sand on the road. <laughs> So yeah, shooter, you're a total douche. Yeah, <laughs> that's my mom. It's my mom's words. Yeah, stuck in Joshua Tree for a day, getting the bike fixed. Uh, his, his forks are all twisted up. We end up getting it fixed. No big deal. We head home, make it uh, to the coast, to the L.A. area. Crash again. Headed up the coast. Now it's another beautiful day. It's Thursday. We're riding home. We know that Friday, the storm of the century is pulling into the coast, right, uh, out here. I mean, just torrential rain. So we figure, let's get as far as we can Thursday. We make it to Oxnard, which isn't even halfway up the coast yet. It's an hour out of L.A. <laughs> it's not far. <laughs> and Schumann's bike starts squirting oil all over the road. And we don't even know it. We're riding down the, we're riding on Highway 1, and some car pulls up next to Schumann. Hey, man, you like spraying oil everywhere, dude. <laughs> That's what it that sounded up. like. You got to pull that thing over, man. It's an oil slick, essay. <laughs> so I'm playing Spy Hunter in my head. <laughs> so now we're stuck in Oxnard. And a Walgreens parking lot. You mean we get to stay in Oxnard? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. The trip ends with a U-Haul and two bikes in the back and two broken down heroes in the front. <laughs> and uh, but you guys were warm. And one box we of Kleenex <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the tears. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> so the way I yeah. see it, you know, we left Pacheco men and champions. <laughs> we came back defeated and and douches, <laughs> douches <laughs> in a U-Haul. And anyway, the whole point of the story is that was a, a very brewcastic holiday. That's how we spent the holidays, me and Shu. We rode into the sunset So and never looked back. So wait, maybe you said it too fast, but really you just you left and yeah. you came back. Yeah. You didn't really make any changes, no life no oh, did you want to know that stuff? No, uh, no, 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 I don't really typical give chick a shit. Stuff. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So did you find yourself or what? <laughs> yeah. No, no, My no, no. Feelings he says, you found he, himself underneath a Honda left, shadow in the gravel. <laughs> he said they left champions. Yeah. Yeah. But really, I mean, come on. Well, I, we felt like we were champions. <laughs> oh. You know, because we were riding out on our hogs. Yeah. <laughs> now listen. Hogs. No training wheels either. My bike's 24 years old. Like, it is old. It's leaking oil all over the place. i got to fill it all the time. Not a problem. <laughs> was fine the whole way. Shooter's like, what's your, 95 or something? 93, yeah. 93. In my book, that's brand spanking new yeah. as far as motorcycles go. <laughs> and that thing did nothing but break down on the poor bastard. Well, you broke it. Maybe if it. he didn't crash it. <laughs> then it would have been fine. Sorry, Shuman. Yeah, why don't you ride it? <laughs> you wish. The motorcycle. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, so that was our holiday. But I don't know. It was a good near. Uh, you know, we were stuck in the desert for New Year's. And yeah, we got to see Push and Sven. We stopped by their house. Yeah. 
I uh, them. Sven's whooped. Want yeah. everyone to know that man is as whipped as they get. Well, his wife is like uh, pretty prime with child, right? I don't care. He lives two minutes away. <laughs> like uh, Push and Sven, they live two minutes away from each other, right? So at any given moment, he could be there like uh, before her water hits the floor. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Um, and he's over the house and he's hanging out with us, having a beer for like an hour. And he just gets up. He's like, "I have to go. Bye." And he and he storms out of the house, and we're thinking, "What well, did we piss him off? Did we say something? We don't know what's happening." Uh, so we give him a call right. at, at his house now, a few minutes later, which is always a good move. And he says, "Well, I was given an hour, and I was there a little longer than an hour, so I had to go." <laughs> Ouch! Yeah, and he's got a two-story house, like bedrooms upstairs, kitchen downstairs, and Push says, and he's kind of whispering on the phone with us when we're calling to find out what happened. And Push goes, "Are you hiding downstairs right now to talk to us?" Uh, no, no, I'm just, I'm just in the kitchen getting some water, getting a beer. Yeah, downstairs hiding from his wife. So uh, great to see them both. Spends a big. Uh, he's whooped. That man is the most whipped man in the brewing network. I'm just going to say right now to, to Sven, so he knows. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Sven. All right couple of announcements. The donation page is up and running. You can sign up for a monthly subscription with the Brewing Network, and it helps us uh, quite a bit. Uh, It's easy for you. You just sign up. You can go anywhere from $2 all the way up to, like, ridiculous amounts of money. And uh, you sign up, and it just keeps on going. Keep in mind, I had a couple cancellations uh, over the holiday. Not that people canceled. They kind of wrote to me, like, hey, why did you cancel my subscription? And I didn't touch anybody's subscriptions. If you don't keep money in your PayPal or if if you... I don't know, make changes to it or something. It cancels your subscriptions. So uh, don't write me if things get canceled. Believe me, I'm not saying don't send me money. <laughs> Got to check on yourself. Uh, but it's really just a good way to help. If you want to donate, if you guys have been asking how to help, that's one way you can do it. Uh, another way, of course, is to go to our store and a bunch of items in there. you got hoodies. I think we're out of the double XLs now, but I'm about to order more, so they'll be there soon. We've got extra large and large uh, BN Army hoodies. They're sweet. Everyone likes them and uh, been been selling real well. So get there while they're in stock, and then all sizes of BN Army black T-shirts are in there. There are signed book specials. You can get How to Brew Right Now by John Palmer. That's a personally signed copy. Uh, you can also buy, if you want a signed copy of uh, Jamil's Classic Styles, buy them both. If you get How to Brew and Classic Styles together, Together as a combo, they are both signed, uh, and that's the only way to get a signed copy of Jamil's book right now. So do that. The other thing you can do is sign up to be a member of the American Homebrewers Association through the Brewing Network store. It's the same price as doing it through their website, but it helps us out. And uh, this is really probably the best thing you could buy from us: the AHA membership, because you get Zymergy magazine, you get discounts at pubs, you get discounts to all the AHA events like the Great American Beer Festival and the National Homebrewers Conference. All of those things, it's a different price if you're a member. So um, I think most people in this room are probably AHA uh, members. I know McDole is. Are you a member now, Shat? Did you sign up? I have. boy. Haven't gotten the card yet. Still yeah. waiting. Okay. Jason, you a member? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. See? Professional brewer there. I know Paxton's an AHA guy. Jason, are you a member? Oh, so like everybody but me and Schumann and Bevo, I'm actually not a member yet. I'm about to sign up. Um, so you guys should do this, and you can get it through us. Just go to the Brewing Network store and uh, click on the memberships, and you can. I'll send you a gift card. You, if you want to buy it for somebody else, it works that way too. I send you a blank card, and it's free shipping. It's a thirty-eight dollar membership, just like through uh, the BeerTown.org website, um, except through us. You can give it to a friend, and you just go online and register it, and uh, then you're a member. It's easy to do. So uh, 
That's that. If you have show ideas, send them to our producer, which is uh, Shat, of course. You can go to Chad at thebrewingnetwork.com, C-H-A-D at thebrewingnetwork.com. If you want to send anything to JP, don't know why you would, yeah. but you can get him JP at thebrewingnetwork.com. Hate mail. And, uh, <laughs> all, he's nice. <laughs> all feedback should go to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Keep in mind, if you send it to that address, it will most likely get read on the air. So if you don't want to be read on the air, just send it to me, Justin, at thebrewingnetwork.com. And even then, I'll probably read it so <laughs> nothing safe <Yeah>. okay <sighs> i think that's it for announcements everybody can relax can we get another time. couple weeks off yeah, you after take... this show oh you, you want to you don't want to start now yeah we can start now it'll be <laughs> fine <laughs> we are back on our three shows a month rule oh good well we got off a little bit because yeah, uh <laughs> with the gabf and stuff um we ended up just doing a whole bunch of shows all yeah. the time. So uh, I think we're off the last week of this month, right, yep. Chet? Last oh, week. really? Yep. Yeah. So, I didn't know about that rule. That's awesome. Yeah. No, you still have to show up and be in the chat. Balls. Yeah. It's generally a three shows a month rule. Um, it's a loose fitting rule. So sometimes if, if, if a, a guest we really like or really want on the air can only do our off week, we'll work it. We'll, we'll have to work. So I think we're off the last uh, Sunday of this month, though. So that's that deal. That is correct. All right. That's awesome. Oh, my God. You've got mail. Kick ass. Let's get to the feet. So, as you can imagine, a couple weeks off, lots of stuff came through from people. Hey, what's this note? Uh, Madtown wants to know if I got the package he sent. Thank you very what much, Matt Town. Do we get it? New Glarus. He hooked us up. Ah, we got a bunch yes. of New Glarus. Look, don't look at me. Let's open it. Sorry you had to rush it, buddy, but thank you. Yeah, so here's Is the deal. Cold? So we got this fridge full of cold New Glarus, and we can't drink it. How torturous oh. is this? Oh, piss we can't. Well, because he's going to reschedule. The dude's going to be on the show. Well, can bring more. Yeah, Matt Town will send us more. <laughs> yeah. Just get more. Part of the he rushed gig. it out here, paid some bucks. Thank you. Did he overnight it to he us? He did. He did. Overnight oh, us man. here. That's pretty. So that it would be here in time for the New Glarus show. So we're going to save it for New Glarus, everybody. In fact, Chet, you might want to put it away now. Oh, it's, it. it's away. These boys are like vultures. You can it's, see it in their eyes. It's yeah. deep. Especially it's deep Paxton the over there. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks, Madtown. That was real cool. All right, uh, here's what we got. Jay, catching up with the archives and heard you talking about a guy who wrote in and said he was listening to two or three shows a week to catch up. And you said that would turn you into a psycho bitch or whatever it was that you said. Well, in Jamil's voice, he wanted it done. I listen to your session archives while I'm at work for eight hours a day. So that's two or three episodes per day, five days a week. Crazy. Yeah. He says, what does Dude, that... what kind of a loser listens to you three, five days a week all day? Hey, don't call our listeners losers, Bevo. I'm what sorry. What is missing? <laughs> but, a, but a good question it is that you ask. Um, so he wants to know what that makes him. And then he says, uh, P.S., I'm coming over. And if you're on your way to the airport, F you. I think that's a crazy bitch reference right oh, there. wow. That's the kind of message she leaves you, Shad. I like it. Yes, people. I have a message from Madtown saying, drink it up, he'll send more. Oh, oh really? No kids. Good stuff. I guess we're having a little new Glarus party later nice. tonight, too. All right. Uh, this guy says, also, if you take down the meltdown section of the session, I'll personally make sure I never listen to your show again. Or at least I won't admit to it. And I'll also make sure no one else listens. Skin suits for everyone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then a question that comes up often, I have to address this every quarter or so. Is there any way I can get a list or link to the beer-related songs that you play at the breaks? 
wants to make a CD, blah, blah, blah. That's from Beer Punk. Uh, no, can't do it. Cannot give you links. Cannot tell you where the songs come from. In fact, as far as I'm concerned, I don't know what you're talking about. We don't play songs at the breaks. Uh, I, I have no idea what anybody's talking about when they love the music that we play. See what I'm saying? Check the form. It's the beer talking. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, Shivan? I don't get it. The only songs <laughs> that we play are from Cold Hot Crash because the artist gave us permission to play those songs. <laughs> Actually, we don't even like it when you play our songs. Too bad. <laughs> so, In fact, while you play my songs, I'm going to look through your couch for spare change for re- residuals. <laughs> <laughs> residuals. I already left some residuals on his couch. <laughs> oh, good Lord. If, for example, we did play really great beer music at our breaks, the best I could suggest if that happened was for you to listen in, try to figure out the title, and Google it. None of these things would be very hard to find if they existed on this program. Right. Well, and if we were to play them... That's a big them, if, though. You could also... There's a thread in the forum that says beer-related there's songs. There's like 800 threads about the, about the yeah, same Yeah, and most of the, of the titles are there, but uh, that's the best I can do for you guys, so... Sorry about that. And and I, and I appreciate it if you'd all shut up about it as well. Thank you very much. Next one. Justin, I enjoy reading through the BN forums just about every day. They're very clever, uh, funny people who frequent it. To kill a few minutes during the workday, I like to read some of the new posts and hop over to the Brewing Network homepage, click on some of those ads that rhyme with frugal. Thank you for doing that, by the way. And check for a rare lunch meat archive. Sadly, though, all of that has to end. JP is a frequent enough contributor that I can't avoid seeing his new avatar when I read posts in the forum. Uh, so this avatar is like you in a, it's like you in a skin suit, basically. <laughs> it's a disgusting skin uh, suit. Yeah. It's, it. and it's a big fat skin oh, suit. Oh, dude, that was you. Let me oh, find man. It. Yeah. yeah, I saw that one. It was at my show mom's house to, earlier. Show that it to me. Nice Bevo. work there. So now he can't go in there. He says, it may sound like I'm being a little sarcastic here, but really, I'm not. JP's new avatar is effing disgusting, and I'm not going to read your forums again until he changes it. I haven't worked out how I will know if he changed it or not, but I'm not going back until he does. And that's from Chad, don't call me Shat Anderson. I was hiding my mother's eyes. It was really bad, right? I didn't need to see that. Thank you. So I have two thoughts about this uh, particular email. Uh, Yes, I think you're right. It's totally disgusting. In fact, I'm looking at it now. Not necessary. At all. (laughs) However, I don't really do well with threats or like authority figures or things like that. Sorry, Chad. So when you say to me things like, I'm not going back until he changes it, I'm really inclined to tell him to keep it. (laughs) Because I hate threats. Threats are the worst way to communicate with people. If you if you don't tell me to change it, I'm leaving. <laughs> or I don't know what I'm saying. So JP, I think it's hilarious. And, and a listener made it for me. Really? So and that was me. You know, showing. I don't change see it in a couple months. I don't see how that's more disgusting than Bub with uh, lipstick all over his bare chest. No, yeah, you'd rather see Bad Rock's or happy Bad trail Rock. around his fat belly button yeah. than than uh, you in a skin suit. Yeah, than me in a skin suit. Yeah. <laughs> So. With an ass hat on my pecker. You know, it could be worse. <laughs> yeah, it, it could, could actually be me. It could me. just be JP naked. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, be happy hey, he's got a hey, suit on. you weren't complaining last night. Oh! Oh! It's terrible. Yes, right. I was. You just didn't hear me because you're already asleep. That's good. Okay, uh, another email that came through. Hey, what happened to part two of the Christmas party show with Bevo on the stripper pole? Yeah. I haven't seen it posted for podcast. Yeah, it's not in the actual podcast portion. Um... Where did I put it? You put it in the form. 
Did I not put it on the regular page? No, you decided to put it in the forum. It's just in the forum, it's right? It's a secret one that you have to find. I made it a sticky, though, didn't I? Is it at the top? Yeah. So go to um, beer rate. It probably says 121607 part 2 download, dumbass. <laughs> Listen to Bebo. If Bebo can find it, you can find it. She's angry in 2008. That's retarded. (laughs) So, those of you listeners... uh, (laughs) Get them, Bebo. (laughs) Is that like a retarded (laughs) R2-D2? That's my R2-D2 on low batteries. (laughs) So... If you're only a podcast listener and you don't read the forums and things like that, uh, you won't find... I may eventually put it in the podcast. I just think it's not necessary. It was kind of an extraneous show, and, uh, you know, professionals frequent this program. and, <laughs> and oh, They tell their families. We had Schumann <laughs> stripping on a pole. Yeah. I thought for sure those of you who really wanted to hear that, it's not that hard to find. Go to the yeah. forum. Click on Beer Radio. It's a sticky right there. You may have to do... Listen, oh. I know this is difficult. You may have to click on it and then press <laughs> Save Target As and then drag it into your iTunes so that it's there with all the rest of the programs. I know. I know. That's I'm a asking lot a lot here. But uh, Talk slower. They're not getting it. If you really want to hear this show, and I don't recommend anybody listens to it, by the way. It was tons of fun in the studio. Not really good radio. I listened to it. It wasn't that bad. I actually had fun listening to it. There's video all naughty, Bevo, yeah. on the pole, though. Yeah. People like that, Beavis. And on the stripper pole. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> nobody liked Schumann on the pole, though. No. I did. Yeah. Oh, you like Schumann on the pole? Well, it made me more comfortable, because yeah. I knew that I didn't look the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Schumann. <clears throat> all right, here's a cool email that I got from a dude who's over in Iraq. I was like, when we get these people just kind of passing the time over there. Uh, Hey, guys. I've only recently started listening to your show via podcast within the past six months. Thought you might be interested to hear that I listened to them while flying the unfriendly skies of Iraq. I'm a civilian contractor flying on a surveillance aircraft for the U.S. Army's task force, uh, ODIN. O-D-I-N. Uh, lately, I've been flying four-and-a-half-hour missions doing counter-IED route surveillance. It may sound exciting, but most times it's excruciatingly boring. I'm the sole operator on the aircraft, so listening to your archive shows keeps me awake when there are no bad guys to call in airstrikes on. <laughs> He's like the guy that says kill them. Yeah, that, how awesome would that be to have that job? That's pretty cool. You have a bad day. You know and what? Bored. You're gone, you're gone, and you're gone. Here's the cool thing. He says, I am not even a home brewer, but I loved craft brews and imports, and I'm an especially big huh. fan of Rogue and have two cases of their Santa's private reserve yeah. waiting for me upon my return home. Nice job. I listened to your show with John Meyer during a mission over Baghdad back in November. And there's no beer out here, save the near beer that they have in the chow hall. So listening to John talk about their brews made me awful thirsty. Just wanted you guys to know I appreciate the work you do, and you're all fucking hilarious. Sometimes I laugh out loud, and the pilots wonder what's going on. <laughs> yeah, keep up the good work. That's from Aaron. I uh, just like killing people. Over in Baghdad. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's, that's cool, man. I think it would be kind of weird, you know, like, don't they have those masks on? So as soon as you talk, like, it goes over the radio, and He's there just cracking up laughing. What are you laughing at? Ah, oh, nothing. Strike here. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Uh, glad we're helping you pass the time, my brother. Be careful and safe over there. Let us know when you're home. Uh, all right, here's another one. Hey, Justin, just sent you $10 for Bevo's stripper pole effort. Woo-hoo! 
Yeah, I got to cut you a check for that stuff. Yeah, though. you do. You didn't make very much. I'll be honest. <laughs> I know cheap asses. I thought they were going to go crazy with those donations. Yeah. I Wasn't Sully giving Schumann like twenty bucks? Yes, five, five bills. You made about forty bucks in the uh, in the donation page. So I got to cut you a check for whatever. That. It's forty more dollars than I have. Yeah. Well, in all fairness to you know me, uh, she, only she took off a bathrobe. That was it. So he says I donated yeah. ten bucks for Bevo. $10 a month for your show. That's cool. So we sign up for the That's donation nice. thing. Make and sure Bevo gets her serve, if you know what I mean, he says. And nothing for Schumann? Nothing for Schumann. <laughs> <laughs> Not a thing. That ain't right, son. Yeah. The pole's polished enough. It's very shiny. Right. In fact, somebody else said, oh, yeah, here's another one in relation to that. Justin paid my 10 bucks for Bevo. So that's 20 right there. But I'm wondering if I should pay Doc's HMO deductible. <laughs> <laughs> He says, great show. You had me with Bevo, lost me with Schumann, and got me back with Anklegate. <laughs> yeah, they're calling the fall Anklegate now. It's, it's like a conspiracy theory that I lubed up the pole and uh, was looking for some death in here. Oh, man. Uh, that was from Andy I appreciate P. everything they gave. That was really nice. That was cool. What else do you got here? Um, just had to mention to all you of the Brewing Network, and especially JP, that your musical choices have improved my life as well as my brewing. In particular, you've helped my bar conversation. As a contractor, I have to spend a lot of time in bars uh, that are in strange neighborhoods. One bar in particular has a weekly trivia contest in which the hostess routinely recites the rules, which includes no obscene or suggestive team names. So what he does is use team names that nobody knows about that are suggestive that he gets from our show. Um, he says, I can thank the show nobody admits to knowing about. That's your show, JP. Oh, um, thank you. When she announces teams um, la- uh, titled The Rusty Trombones. Um <laughs> <laughs> So he later joined another trivia-playing couple under the condition that he could name the team, which, of course, was Eiffel Tower. (laughs) (laughs) He says, I continue to find ways to suggest team team names such as the Cleveland Steamers and Hot Lunch. And that's from Scarecrow PA in the forums. All right, having a question. Uh, here, what was like feedback where people want to know some some brewing knowledge? Jason, maybe you can help out with this one too. Sure. Says I have a uh, uh, question for an upcoming Sunday session. Uh, thanks to the BN, I've entered. I've uh, been entering my beers into local competitions starting in August. Uh, you know, just for feedback. And even though I've been doing quite well, taking medals, no best of show yet. I've been seeing several comments about oxidation in my beers that should be fresh. This tells me that something isn't quite ironed out in my process. I try not to get too much splashing when the wort is hot, but I do sometimes have to blow gently into my louder ton because the manifold gets stuck at first. I don't have a CO2 system and don't purge my carboys before racking, but shouldn't the yeast eat most of that O2 when they're conditioning the beer? Um, Are those O2 absorbing bottle caps worth anything? Do you have any suggestions on fixing this problem? Thanks for the help. Yeah, good question about the uh, the O2 uh, bottle caps. You have to soak those in warm water to activate those. I don't know if a lot of people realize that. Was oh, so that right? That's uh, something that is a tidbit actually for my neighbor who um, – so uh, actually his brother um, is one of the co-inventors on that actually, believe it or not. So okay. that is something that he told me about those. I had a bunch of those, and he one day said, hey, you know, my brother helped to kind of invent that. And you have to activate those in warm water to get those to um, actually absorb oxygen. So, okay. That's yeah. a great tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I don't think a lot of people know that. Okay. No, I've always heard just water. Yeah, it's has, well, warm but water it has to, to get warm. it to activate. Yeah, so from what I've heard. Okay. Wow. Which, you know, just make your sanit- uh, sanitation water uh, warm, right? Sure. Yeah. Because yeah. you got to sanitize those things anyway before you yeah. cap. Yep. It's best. 
How about anything else? Any other ideas? Just, you know, maybe some quick tips throughout his uh, process like that he might be oxygen getting. Oxygen in the bottle, possibly. Depends on how you're, you're purging that out. But I would imagine that, you know, if you're using a counter-pressure bottle filler, you know, those things can be real tricky. It takes some time to really get... Uh, a good swing on learning how to use those things. I had a, you know, a hell of a time when I first started trying to use one and, you know, it takes some practice. It really does. And once you learn to get those things down and purge all the, the, uh, oxygen out of the bottle and get it with CO2 and you're getting to fill up nicely, you know, more pressure really, uh, is the best with those. Okay. Um, you know, and another trick too in, in filling bottles is soak your bottles in, um, an ice water bath along with your sanitizer and get your bottles as cold as possible. Um, that's going to help uh, retain CO2 in solution and going to help those uh, those bottles, rem- those beers remain a lot of CO2. Okay. Um, so that, that helps also. What about the carboy thing he's talking about where he's, you know, he's not purging his carboys when he transferred? When he that transferred sounds his... unnecessary. That's yeah. a bit much. Yeah. I, I, he doesn't yeah. need to? I would probably skip that. Yeah, you wouldn't worry, worry, worry about I mean, it's going to be helpful, of course, but... You know, if you still have active yeast in solution, you know, it's going to, yeah, it will absorb the oxygen, so it should be fine. Okay. McDonald, anything else you're seeing here in the process you want to, or is that about cover it? Well, it sounds like he doesn't have CO2, otherwise you'd be using it, I would think, too. Yeah. So he's probably not flushing his bottles. If he can't flush the bottles, then at least make sure you're capping on foam to, you know, if he's got a real still pour, he may want to stir it up a little bit to get that foam to... Sort of fill up that dead space. Okay. Yeah, there's CO2 in there. Just get it to break out. Okay. There you go. Hope that helps. Um, what else? Oh, he listens to lunch meeting. Wants you to know, JP. I love him very much. He's <laughs> he's my best friend. And that's from Patrick uh, Jazuski in the forum. Jazuski. And he says, "P.S. I hope Doc's wife didn't kill him after he slipped off the patio." Um, another guy uh, just wrote in. He wanted to thank us. He had a three-day trip to the Bay Area and had a great trip because of all the suggestions we've given on the show. Uh, you know, we went out to Russian River and uh, Beach Chalet, a couple different places. Got to try Moose Drool. Yeah. That he found on tap out here, I guess, which he was really happy. He says, holy shit, is that a delicious brown? It's a good beer, man. Yeah. So he says, thanks for making my New Year's great. The classic part was driving over the Golden Gate and not giving a shit because I knew we were on our way to some great beers. So he didn't even care about our... Uh, you know our national monument here. That's awesome. Well, you'd have to pay five well, bucks. Yeah, for doesn't the it privilege. cost a ridiculous amount of yeah. money? Yeah. He also says, I, "I must also add that I got the chance to listen to Stern since he moved over to satellite radio. I guess he was listening while he was here. Maybe his rental car had satellite or something, and was pretty excited to listen to Stern in my buddy's car. And ultimately found out I'd rather listen to an archive show that I've heard probably fifteen times already. What?" So, which is just ridiculous, dude. Uh, he says, so I tossed in a CD that had an MP3 of your show and think you that he got us, uh, three new loyal listeners because they were brewers and hanging out listening to our show in, in oh, the car and now they could, uh, they yeah. stick around. And he says they're also already on their way to checking out our sponsors. Yeah, which Stern, they heard during the show. Stern has enough listeners. Yeah. Give us some. It's true. That's you. Uh, I'd much rather listen to Stern, i got to point out, everybody. With that, thanks for the show and all the great information and brewing in general. And that's from uh, SoCal Surfer hanging out with us there. Nice. So thanks, brother. So a lot of good feedback um, over the last couple of weeks. I hope everybody had good holidays. Thank you for dropping us a line. Feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com is where you do that if you want to get uh, out of word to us. And we read almost everything as long as it's not uh, um, unfunny or, or just plain mean. Although I do like the mean stuff if it's funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows that. 
Uh, and that's the way that that works. All right. When we come back, we are going to start talking to Jason Brett from Lodi Brewing Company, and we're going to talk about all sorts of things. He's a well-educated brewer, a home brewer turned professional. So we're going to get all of that out when we come back. 888-401-BEER if you got questions. Hang in there. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on The Brewing Network. Uh, Jamil John Palmer book, Brewing Classic Styles. If you've been waiting to get your autographed copy, that's it. They're out. They're gone. Did you miss your chance for a signed copy of Brewing Classic Styles? Well, this holiday season, the Homebrew Book of the Year meets the Homebrew Book of the Decade. And they're both signed. That's right. Brewing Classic Styles by Jamil Zanishev and John Palmer and How to Brew by John Palmer are available for a very limited time this Christmas in the Brewing Network store. How to Brew is the book for first-time brewers and brewing veterans alike. Brewing Classic Styles is your recipe roadmap to a award-winning beer with specifics on every beer style in the BJCP guidelines. This limited package is now the only way to buy a signed copy of these legendary home brewing bibles. Get your package before this offer runs out only at the Brewing Network store, your home brewing home for the holidays.
that you can not only order from More Beer online at morebeer.com and receive free shipping on most orders over $59, but you can also shop in person at their two retail locations located in Concord and Riverside, California. In fact, the Concord facility has grown to over 15,000 square feet to fit all the new products, expanded showroom, and new knowledge center classroom. And now, in conjunction with the Brewing Network, More Beer is making it easier than ever to keep up on what's happening. Download the More Beer monthly podcast by clicking podcast at morebeer.com. You'll learn about More Beer's history, sales and discounts on More Beer products, get to know team members, and hear ways to save you money. They're also launching a brand new website soon with more features and a better online shopping experience. So go to morebeer.com or call 800-600-0033. That's 800-600-0033. This Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, 888-401-BEER. That's our phone number if you want to call in and ask questions. we got Jason Brett from Lodi Brewing Company hanging out with us today. Thanks for having me. And we're going to start talking about that. You can also, of course, enter the chat room by hitting the chat now button on our homepage. And don't bother registering or putting in a password or anything like that. Just enter a name and press enter. Any name doesn't matter. Uh, just put one in there and press enter. Uh, if the name hasn't already been taken, it will let you right into the chat room where Bevo is hanging out and taking your questions. Rumor has it that Doc is possibly in the chat room. Have we deciphered whether it's really Doc or not? Not yet. No? Have you, are you asking probing questions to figure out if he knows what's happening? There's two questions that only Doc would know. Okay. You said probe. <laughs> All right, so we're checking all of that stuff out. I think you have to dance on the pole now for doing a he said joke. I don't know. Uh, I I didn't know if it was going forward or just for the last show. I mean, I'd hate to injure another brewcaster with the uh, with the rule. Has he failed the test? It's not Doc. Okay, we've tried uh, questions only Doc would know the answer to, and he's failed. So I guess it was just a strange rumor about the chat room. But you can join us in there, and uh, as always, that's how we get questions uh, to our guest from you folks. So if there's things you want to know as the conversation goes on, 888-401-BEER, or hit the chat now button on our main page. And uh, Jason is pouring us beer right now. What are we well, starting cheers, with? Thank you. Uh, i got an IPA that I brewed at home here. Okay. Oh, this is a homebrew IPA. Yeah, yeah, brought some homebrew also. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, you got consider that technically sure. Pyramid Growlers is that just a coincidence? Like you happen to uh, have those? Yeah, g- a good friend of mine actually that I graduated from uh, brewing school with is uh, one of the brewers at Pyramid, and has been there for about four years now. And, okay, what's his name? Uh, uh, sorry, I'm gonna. Uh, you don't know him. Oh yeah, no, no, no. You don't sorry. know his name. <laughs> no. Oh man, he's a good uh, friend. Can't remember his name. Yep, good old uh, Mark. Uh, he's uh, a good friend of mine there at the, the brewery. And, okay. Uh, just we know a couple of them there. I just was curious <laughs> if we know, but I don't think we know a Mark. Not Mark, yep. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Not sure. Okay. Oh, very cool. So this is your IPA we're starting with right here. Sure. Yep. Cheers. And, and uh, how long, you, let's start with this since this is a homebrew. Uh, you know, how long ago did you start brewing, homebrewing? Uh, I started brewing back in uh, 2000, so uh, not a very long time, you know, to uh, compared to a lot of other people, but... 
Um, it's something I jumped right into and just uh, I've just got the hook completely, you know, full line sinker. Um, I you know I just can't get enough of you know brewing and, and being able to share it with people. You know that's the big thing. Yeah, you know being able to share uh, beers with you guys here is what it's all about, and being able to share my beers with other people and getting people turned on to you know stuff maybe they've never had before. That's you know that's really what it's about. I love. Uh, Giving an IPA actually to somebody who's never had an IPA before, yeah. um, and seeing that expression on their face, or maybe a wince, or they're just like, "Oh wow, that's a, <laughs> that's a strong flavor." Um, that you know, that's to me, that's so fun right there. I just that that yeah. really makes it right there for me. I think it's kind of what sells a lot of people is uh, the community around it, and, and certainly yeah, sharing absolutely. and uh, mm-hmm. bringing new people. And one thing you had mentioned to me before the show too, which. Uh, I think uh, we talk about on the show, and everybody really likes is when you get somebody in who says, uh, "Well, I don't really like beer." Yep, yep. I had like some neighbors of mine, you know, but when we moved into the neighborhood, oh yeah, we, you know, we really don't drink beer, but you know, they had like my raspberry wheat, and just wow, you know, that's just a great beer or honey pale ale, and they just, you know, they bring their you know family when they come to the house over to the house, you know, got got to see my neighbor's garage and yeah. um, try his beer, and you know, that's really fun right there, you know, when people we become a freak show exactly, <laughs> pretty much. Yep, it's on. Yep, it's a, the tour starts. It's it like is, a circus. It is, Doc. Oh, it he is just it? doesn't know the color of his chair. <laughs> oh, something's happening with your microphone. I'm going to figure Sorry. that out. Um, so it is, Doc. He's hanging out there, sitting on the sitting on the couch with his yeah. foot up in the air. I guess. <laughs> what color? Did, we asked Doc in the, this person who said he was Doc in the in the chat room. What color the chair is that he sits in? I, oh, it's, don't say his name. His he wants to remain a lurker. Okay, fine. Uh, because it ends up because the chair is different color than everybody else's chair in the studio. So yeah. I figure he's the only one who would know that. And he got it wrong. He got it wrong. Yeah. What did he say? What was his answer? Black. <laughs> What a dope. I don't know. I just sit in it. I don't look at it. How did you end up figuring out that it was Doc? Hang I on. asked him what the shirt said what, what the shirt said that he got me for Christmas. Ah, okay. And he remembered that. Yes. All right. Very cool. Very cool. And, hi, Doc. And uh, is Sully hanging out in there, too, somewhere? Sully is somewhere in here. He is he also hidden? Hi. or uh, What's no, with the lurkers? No, Sully. Okay. You think Sully Maybe. would ever miss the chance to tell everyone that he's here? That he's there. It's me, Sully. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Sully. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sully, I love you. <laughs> Why is he not here? He should be here for the first show. He had uh, child care issues, he ah, said. I see. And he's watching his kid. I told him to bring his kid down. Chain him up in the closet. <laughs> Where's he going to go? Hang <laughs> out with Biscuit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, have Biscuit play with him. <laughs> All right, so you've been homebrewing for a while. And then um, at what point, uh, Jason, a- after y- y- you're homebrewing for a little while, do you decide, uh, you know, maybe I'll go to school for this? Yeah, it was after probably about two years of just brewing like crazy in the backyard. I would brew, you know, 10, 20, 30 gallons every other weekend in the backyard. Um, I, had, You know, I was really lucky. I grew up right down the street from Beer, Beer, More Beer. Okay. And they, it was just, you know, I couldn't have gotten luckier. Um, it's such a great place, great group of people down there. Um, I just really wanted, you know, just to be every part of um, what they have going on down there. It was uh, started brewing like crazy, um, having lots of barbecues. You know, friends, neighbors knew I was brewing every other weekend. Yeah, they would come by and you know uh, bring the you know the food to barbecue, and I'd had all the beer they could drink, and we'd just have a great time and. You don't have a you know fire pit in the backyard, and someone bust out a guitar, and we just have a good time hanging out in the backyard, drinking my beer, and enjoying good food that people uh, made, and Very it just nice. became kind of a routine thing. It was a lot of fun. Kind of took over for you. It took over. Yep, I yeah. started brewing more and more, and just what from, were you doing as a job then? Uh, at the time, actually, I was uh, cleaning carpet, working for a, a company in San Ramon, uh, uh, cleaning carpet, just uh, hating you know, life, working my ass off doing that. Yeah, working long hours, just you know, doing my best to. You know, uh, keep above it all, and sure. Um, 
just home brewing though is you know I, I when i when i started doing that and being able to acquire more equipment you know it takes a while in the beginning you start to get a little bit more and you start to kind of you know pr- progress and learn learn more from it learn how to be cleaner and, and really understand uh, the difference in sanitation and that sort of thing and yeah um it just it, it just became so much fun just to be, sh- be able to share beers that i made with people and allow them to try something they never had before that's really the big thing it's so it's like music in a way you know you can hey, hey listen to this you know this is you know this is some great stuff and you know people uh gravitate towards it and that's uh, you know i i've really always enjoyed that about it it's yeah. It's uh, not like anything else I've ever really come across in, in the world. So You know, people talk about uh, – you, you just, I think, made an excellent point about how I, you know, I got more into it. I got more into to figuring out the sanitation part of it. And there are professional brewers out there – I won't name any names – that say, you know, what you people do as home brewers – and they literally say it like that. What you people do <laughs> as home brewers is very different than what we do as professional brewers. And it's not the same and, – and, 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 and I'll grant him that in, in several ways it, it is very different. But if you think about it as a hobby, we do become more professional – even as hobbyists, and and that's Absolutely. part. Of, that's really what this show is about. I mean, the reason that teaching professionalism. Yeah, I mean, the reason yeah. that we it ask more about uh, fermentation techniques and mm-hmm. more about sanitation techniques, and the reason we ask about all this stuff is because we want to become closer to what the professionals do, and we we want to have a better process. And mm-hmm. so, really, even though it's a hobby, for it's a fine uh, line. It's still, you know, what what I do is, at home is the same as what I do at work and w- what I do for a job. Um, you know, except at home, you know, I have a $150 pump, you know, at work, I have a $5,000 pump, you know, right. and I'm moving much more fluid around, you know, yeah, so usually, you know, it takes me to p- t- pump, you know, 20 gallons, uh, you know, 15, 20 minutes, you know, at home, at, at work, you know, it's 45 minute, an hour gig, you know, it's just, it's all about, it's the same thing, it's just a larger process. Right. Scale. Yep, exactly. It takes a little bit longer to grain out. Okay. So, as you're a home brewer and you're, and you're learning more and more about home brewing, at some point you decide you want to go to school, and um, you ended up going to the uh, American Brewers Guild. Yes. Yep. Uh, great choice. Um, Where is that? Uh, right now, it's actually in Vermont. I think it's Salisbury, uh, Vermont. Okay. It's, um, uh, Steve Parks is the owner and lead instructor of the American Brewers Guild, and the uh, head brewer for uh, Wolvers and uh, Otter Creek Brewing Company. Yeah. Um, many, many great brewers have come through the uh, American Brewers Guild, so I just wanted to follow suit. I, you know, I got to a point in home brewing that it just. I needed to know more. I knew that I'd, I'd acquired enough knowledge and tried to soak in as much from just talking to people down at you know at B three and and bugging them, having them taste beers and talking to them, you know. And you know, I, in so many ways, it became my second home. And, and you know, B three still is my, like my second home. Yeah, I you still, teach classes there. Now, I teach classes yourself. down there. I, it's my first Saturday of the month. It gets talking about uh, brewing out of my system so my wife doesn't have to listen to it and all my friends and neighbors. <laughs> yeah, um, you can go home and shut up yep, about I beer. I can just finally. get out of my system and, you know, and just, you know, and blab about beer and, and yeah. how fun it is to be a home brewer and to get people excited and get people just enthused about, you know, having a hobby that they can share with friends and, and family. It's, you know, it's different than you know, you can be into, uh, you know, hot rods or fishing and hunting. You know, you can bring your catch back and share it with your friends, family. But, yeah. you know, having this just, an, you know, an ungodly amount of beer at your house in so many ways. Sure. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't to be able to share that? with people is a great thing. It's, it's it, you know, um, I remember the first time I saw uh, a beer, beer, and more beer van um, in town, you know, driving around in Concord. I thought, wow, you know, that's 
I didn't realize it was even about homebrewing. You know? Okay. I thought they actually, you know, delivered kegs of beer to people's houses. And how cool that would be to have a keg of beer at your house. What a, you yeah. know, I can't wait till I'm at that point. You know, and to realize that, wow, you know, th- these these guys are showing people how to brew beer at home and make great, you know, ales and lagers so they can share with people and just enjoy and have a hobby that they can, you know, really get into. And, you know, you learn about science and, yeah. you know, biology and all these great, you know, aspects of life that... So many times, you know, it's just over, you know, missed in our in our big busy lives, and it's a great weekend getaway. Oh, absolutely! Really is. So you then ended up looking at uh, at Seville and probably Davis's program. Yeah, I checked and the American all. Brewers Guild, and and mm-hmm. so what made you? Was it the names that came out of the American Brewers Guild, or? Uh, well, I think just the convenience of being able to do it in online correspondence. Okay, um, I was able to continue to work full time and. You know, be able to study uh, brewing on a, a just a greater depth. You know, I could come home from work, go into the backyard where my kegerator was in the shed, grab a pint, go back, and you know, pop a tape in, and just you know, absorb like a sponge everything that was being taught. And I see. How long was the program? It's a twenty-eight week course. Okay. So uh, basically, um, at the time I took the course, uh, they would send you like uh, man, I think it was fifty-two uh, VHS tapes. They were all anywhere between uh, three and four hours long a piece, mm-hmm. and they would be talking about you know you have water composition and yeast microbiology and um, you know brew house calculations and you know all these you know very you know thought I mean it's 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 a great program you know it's part of um, in so many ways it's a branch of uh, the UC Davis program they we use a lot of the same material and there's a. Uh, uh, just a huge resource of knowledge, and being able to have that as a resource has helped me out to be able to have a question about something. You know, I can go onto the guild website and ah. post it and say, "Hey, you know, I I can't find this right fitting for this certain valve or something." And you know, boom, 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 and I get it. You know, real soon I can get information back, and you know, we take care of each other. It's a great, it's a great program. Okay, now the big question people always have when it comes to formal education in brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, brewing is one of those things where uh, there's not much substitute for experience. And uh, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and you even, got to get your boots wet. Yeah, and, and even radio is the same. Uh, I tell uh, sure. people, uh, interns Come a long stuff way that are around the radio station. started back in, you know, in, in the beginning of this show. I mean, this is you know, now, you know, you guys I'm, it's a big honor also. I haven't gotten a chance to say that but thanks, you know, guys, again, for asking me to come out here and talk with you guys. No you know, worries, I man. really appreciate that. I'm um, happy to have you. I'm glad to see, you know, how well this you, this show is taking off. You, like you guys said, you guys have so many people all over the world. We have like three and, or four. You know, that are listening to this. You know, it's great. You know, and that was a fun thing. I think when I first started brewing, you know, I'll never forget the day when um, Olin at, you know, Beer, Beer, More Beer asked me, to, you know, to be in the, the catalog. I thought, you know, wow, they're asking me that they want one of my beers in, in the catalog. What, sure. What's that all about? And Kind of a cool achievement. How cool that was, yeah. And, you know, his mother tried my beer and really liked it. And really? Then, you know, the next thing you know, they wanted it in there. And um, You should put that on the bottle. Olin's mom Olin's liked mom it. Olin's mom says good. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's and a good so, way. you know, it was really fun, you know, to be able to... Um, Basically, have a beer that uh, a beer kit that's sold internationally. You know, to think that there's, you know, doctors in Japan and people in Costa Rica and in Texas and in Vermont and all over the the country and world that are perhaps brewing a beer that I brewed in my backyard. That's pretty cool. I came across that. You know, all my friends and neighbors just loved and were able to think, hey, you know, that's what a great beer. Yeah, that's a pretty cool. And thing. That's what's fun. Yeah, it's a lot. So. I, what I want to know, and what everyone knows before they go forking out money for school, oh yeah, well, yeah, is 
you know, is it worth it? Do you feel now that you needed to do I, that? I, you know what? I wouldn't have my job right now at the uh, Lodi Beer Company if, you know, I wasn't a graduate of some type of uh, a formal education. Okay. It's very important uh, that a brewer have some sort of background in biology and an understanding of microchemistry. And, I mean, there's... There, there's a lot to know. There's so many things that can go wrong in brewing that you have to be on top of it. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a stress day, you know, brewing day. It's, it's a stressful day. You know, it's, yeah. um, you want everything to be perfect, you know, and we, as people try to be as perfect as we can. And, you know, there's a lot of circumstances that will come across you. Um, you know, I, actually I was brew, brewing a, a batch of IPA on Friday during the storm. And we had the lights flickering, and I'm thinking, oh, man, well, gosh, you know, do you really want me to brew today? You know, if the lights go out. What are you going to do? You know, that's like six, you know, 700-plus gallons of work that could be totally shot because the power goes out. Yeah. So maybe we should bump it, you know, but we were getting really close to being out of IPA. So it's just like, you know, let's do it, get it done. And, you know, it's Went for it. extra stress. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I love it, though. You know, it's... it's uh, Well, it's, we had a conversation uh, before the show, too, about the stressful part of brewing. I thought it was real interesting that you brought it up. Uh, Jason said to me, you know, I think something that a lot of brewers don't talk about is the stress of of, of a brew day. And I mean, I and I stress out of the home brew. My wife would come knock well, it off. Sure. What are you? What is your problem? And I would I'm running around the backyard too. freaking out, and she's like, "What are you doing?" But ten this gallons is that you screw up, you. big deal. If as a professional, sure. you screw up six hundred gallons, a few thousand dollars worth yeah, of yeah, that's a big mess yeah, up. And yeah, and you don't brewers, look good. They don't sure. talk about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you put out mm-hmm. a bad batch of IPA that no one wants to drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's that bad, you can't put it on tap because oh, sure, those sure, sure. people will never come yep. back. Yep. Well, yeah, and you got pride in your name and everything sure. else. I mean, that's a big part of it. So that is interesting. I think that you talk about this. I mean, it, we certainly talk yeah. about the glory of brewing and what a great gig it is. Sure, and it's not all that. You know, I mean, it's you're not complaining. I'm not complaining. Plenty, yeah. no, but there's, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a, working in a pub, per se, is, you know, is a very labor-intensive uh, gig. It You are constantly moving material yeah. um, by hand, by yourself, um, which keeps me in great shape, you know. I mean, I, I, I get a great workout from work, you know, that's something that's an added bonus. And, you know, I have a great a great time doing it, great customers. It's, you know, it's a fun, it's, it's a lot of fun, you know, on top of, you know, you don't, Get me wrong when you know we're talking about stress of you know brewing job you know don't get sure. me wrong but it, yeah you're not uh, pulling <laughs> yeah. your hair out yeah 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 no but I just when you mentioned it I, I just at least at, at least I had thought you know on brew day it is something you can't yeah. screw we up we strive for perfection so you know. we don't want you know yeast management is a big a big deal I want to talk about this IPA of yours we're drinking real quick sure. yeah thank you uh, it, it's a really nice one. And one, the first thing I noticed um, is the color of it. Okay. And the only IPA that's hop that's hoppy like yours is too, that I've ever seen this light in color. I actually got in Canada. It was a Canadian IPA. Canadians. I, I wish I could remember the name of the company, but they it sure, was sure. on tap and they poured it. And I looked at it and I said, "Well, that you must have poured me the no, wrong beer." Yeah, I got. Oh, God, I don't want to pay a little. But yours is a really light color. Okay, thank uh, you. Almost a, a. It's not quite as light as a lager, but it's real golden. Thank you. And yeah. not quite that. This is amber. unfiltered. This is a. Uh you know, I, I brew at home on a, a 2050 tippy dump. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of you guys are familiar with that. And, and Jealous Hub, yes. Right. Yeah, and Jealous yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, great system. God, you know, that I, I love that thing. It's a You use a lot of beautiful. crystal in this? You know what? There's not very much crystal in that. No. I was going to say there's not. No. Um, Do you taste that sweetness, though, McDowell? I'll tell you what that is. That's um, brown sugar, actually. I love to brew with brown sugar. No kidding. Huh. So that's brown sugar. So yeah. you actually put that in? Got four where? pounds of brown sugar in a 20-gallon batch. Where do you put it? 
Uh, right about the like, last two minutes of the boil. You do? Okay. Yep. Uh-huh. Hmm. Same What's thing your... with honey and, and that sort of thing. I always uh, put that in. Like the last minute, you put that in at knockout, um, you know, right as you're turning off the heat. Um, it's going to stay sterile. A lot of people are concerned, probably thinking, oh, you know, oh man, you know, i got to let it, you know, it's got to, you know, get sterilized. It's going to sit in, in the kettle for a good amount of time that it's it's going to sterilize. Plus, high sugars like that, Yeah. Um, it... Uh, a high sugar content is going to inhibit a lot of bacterial growth. I think a lot of people kind of miss that and misinterpret that. Exactly. So it's actually pretty darn sterile. I mean, it really is. So, you know, throwing that in at the end is, you know, you keep the aroma and it helps to transfer into the finished product. So when you're putting brown sugar in this beer, are you doing it to boost the gravity or for sweetness as well? Both. Both. It's all around. It's all around. It's a full gambit. You know, it's uh, I want some color. I want that sweetness. I want a little bit of residual. It, you know, it's... I hate to say it, it's we're trying to uh, follow up a, a Pliny the Elder type of uh, mentality. Yeah, it's 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 really in that that same kind of uh, you know thought process of about thinking about using a cane sugar as a you know uh, as an adjunct or however. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know it's it, it it's a good part of brewing actually to be able to learn how to use certain types of. Uh, uh, refined sugars, it's, sure, um, especially know, to a certain a, content. You know, I mean, it's really a good idea, actually. We think of uh, helps in the dryness. You know, it helps. Uh, you don't want it to be too full. I hope you know it's not too the mouth feels and um, too over the top. And but yeah, it's got a good aroma. It's got it's got a really like you comment, commenting on the color. Um, you know, it's got good. Uh, you guys can't see this here in the studio, but you know, it has a decent uh, legs to it. Uh, lace, I'm sorry. It does, yeah. Um, I've st- in fact, my beer's gone, and I've still got the lace on my yeah, glass, yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. really nice. It's a, yeah, it's a good beer. It's a new experiment. You know, lots of uh, Amarillo and uh, uh, Centennial actually in the end. In the finish. What do you think with. of this, Tasty? This IPA. I, I like you are I, you're our IPA guy right yeah, now. Yeah, Mike's not saying enough here. I got <laughs> the IPA. You know, and Mike is uh, definitely a. I'm a big fan of all his beers. He in the beginning, I remember tasting Thanks, his beers, uh, uh, coming on on a bus trip with a you know with a homebrew club, going to Anderson Valley. My first trip to Anderson Valley. Uh, the um, I was an American Brewers Guild uh, student at the time, and I, I brought my brewing you know books to read. You know, while I'm you know on the bus, and seven o'clock, we haven't even pulled out of the parking lot yet. You know, they're pouring beers, and oh, you got to try this and try that. And we're like, oh man, you know, you got to pace yourself. There's, you know, we got all day right on. Okay, I'm with professionals now. So, you know, and, and trying his beer, man, you know, it just, it really got my mouth watering to see what, what I was going to get up to, you know, at this festival. And yeah. like I said, you know, it was the first time I'd been up to Anderson Valley, and that was just, you know, it's magical. It's, it's such a great festival. It really it is, is a great fest. Mm-hmm. You like this IPA, Tasty? Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. It's uh, it's nice and dry, you know. Yeah, but, it is, and that's I the brown like that. sugar. See, that's that's yeah. the trick right there. I'm getting but the dryness still, out But still, to me, if it was too dry as an IPA, I wouldn't like it. it no. The sweetness that's left, which is the, finish, the one right. thing yeah. I think, uh-huh. uh, yes. that's why yeah. I think it's still... Uh, it's certainly not too dry. It's just good. It's good. Paxton, like, yeah, enjoying good old that? English it's yeast. It's awesome. I, I mean, love English yeast. You know, that's one of my uh, main ale yeasts at the brewery, and so, you know, it's got lots of yeast, so I can pull, you know, a nice, you know, vial home and... And pitch that into my fermenter. You know, I've got a 24 gallon externally cooled fermenter. Uh, you know, sitting in the corner that you know I, I love to always keep something in. You know, it's very nice. Now we're getting into winter time, so now it's time to start developing loggers. I've got a lot of new ideas this year for loggers, and um, yeah, just running with that. You know, I've got lots of new people that want to start brewing with me, and great. I've um, got a phone call today from someone that 
had five or six people at his house that oh man i was telling them about you and they got to come by and see your garage and you know they want to you know learn how to brew beer and i do have pictures of his garage here in front of me we'll have to uh, figure out a way to get those oh, cool. to yeah. in the forum yeah. because it's got part a crazy it, garage also uh, the it, listeners uh, never fail me the beer i was talking about from canada that um, I, I was <laughs> comparing the color to yeah thank you guys all right alexander okay. keith's okay is the yeah, ipa rings bell. Right. and uh, here's the thing it doesn't to me, it doesn't really taste like an IPA. It does have more bitterness than a lot of the beers you'll mm-hmm. find in Canada. Yep. Uh, Sands, the, 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 there are great craft brewers in Canada now. Uh, back when I was there, there really weren't, but now there, there are some better ones. But Alexander Keith is a major brewery there, and... Um, it does it. Their IPA you order it comes out looking like that. I was convinced they gave me the wrong beer, <laughs> um, but it did have some bitterness to well, it. Thanks. Yeah. Not quite like this though. This is something else. I like it. Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. You know, it, thank you. It never gets old. All right, I got to take a quick break. So let's do that. We're going to take a break. When we come back, some interesting things to talk to Jason about. Um, he's using a brand new Japanese hop out there at Lodi Brewing Company. And we're not only going to talk about that hop, but uh, kind of a hot topic for us uh, right now is how we experiment with new hops and how we figure that out. And you guys are still in the experiment phase with this hop, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. You um, I, I Actually, I got to use a, a good load of it on Friday in my new IPA, so I was real excited about that because I think it's a great hop. I'm, I'm real excited about it. It. Um, this is, um, you know, I almost believe in so many ways. It's going to help give me an edge for this, you know, upcoming year. Um, Being able with to everything, yeah. This is a great new hop. It's got a great um, a lemony kind of a, a yeah, citrus uh, I, I end of, it, of the end of it. So it's a nice hop. It's it's fun. Yeah, yeah. it's. I've gotten some good feedback on it already. So. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that when we come back with Jason and uh, how we can experiment and figure these kinds of things out. Lodi Brewing Company. That's our guest today, and Jason's hanging out with us. We'll talk a little more about dealing with brewing errors, and uh, don't forget the Brewing Network Awards coming up a little bit later too. So stick around with us. Eight 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 four zero one beer or uh, into the chat room by hitting chat now. Hang in there, kids. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. <laughs> oh, crap. It's the hop shortage. He's in the basement. Oh, please. My triple decocted Imperial Pilsner. It's all gone. We'll never brew again. Damn this hop shortage. Damn it to hell. What is this? Hop shortage? Who are you guys? Ich bin Doppelbach. Ich bin Kirsch. Und ich bin Münchener Helles. We don't need a lot of hops to be delectable. Now brew something. Malzi. Use less hops, brew more beer. Northern Brewer has kits and ingredients for dozens of worldwide beer styles that don't require a lot of hops to make a great pint. Like the cool blonde Kolsch or the ponderously bottom-heavy Doppelbach. Keep drinking great beer. Order at northernbrewer.com and get flat rate $7.99 shipping anywhere in the contiguous U.S. One beer kit, $7.99 shipping. One million beer kits, $7.99 shipping. Together we can beat this hop shortage. Mm-hmm. Now get blowing! Whenever life gets you down, keeps you wearing a frown, and the gravy train has left you behind. And when you're all out of hope, down at the end of your rope, and nobody's there to throw you a line. If you ever get so low that you don't know which way to go, Come on and take a walk in my shoes. 
strings Never worry about a thing Got the world on a string Cause I've got the cure for all of my All of his blues <laughs> I take a look at my enormous penis And my troubles start a melting away I take a look at my enormous penis And the happy times are coming to stay I gotta sing and I dance when I glance in my pants And the feeling's like a sunshiny day I take a look at my enormous penis And everything is going my way Sing along at home, why don't you? I take a look at my enormous penis. It's not that hard. And my troubles start melting away. Just Bob and Tom. I take a look at my enormous penis. And the happy times are coming to stay. Yeah, I got great big amounts in the place where it counts. And the feeling's like a sunshiny day. I take a look at my enormous penis And everything is going my way I'm Bob and Tom now Everything is going my way Hey, look at these goobers Everything is going my way Hey, Chihuahua Everything is going my way Yum Bravo, oh, bravo. Did you know that every day a brewcaster goes to bed hungry? Did you know that that brewcaster is silently calling for the help of people just like you? Do you know that every day the unicorn and the rainbow have to blow sailors for loose change? For less than the cost of a half-calf, quad-shot, venti, extra-hot, soy milk, triple-pump, hazel, low-fat foam, double-cupped macchiato a day, you can help starving adults in Pacheco. Your love can be felt for as little as seven cents a day. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate to sign up today for as little as $2 a month. Private first class in the BN Army. Buy your way up the ranks as corporal, sergeant, ranger, or colonel with an easy-to-do monthly donation that keeps brewcasters alive and your favorite internet radio station broadcasting. No donation is too small to help those in need. Can't you find it in your heart to share your love with a brewcaster? In return, you will enjoy the wealth of knowledge that comes with every episode of the session. The Jamil Show and Yes even that other show. Thank you for listening, and please sign up for your donation at thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate today. What's funny is, brewers will say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. Sports beer. The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a 
time. Thing works on. This thing's terrible. That's I so love it. We awful. gotta get you a real voice. So, <laughs> I could barely understand it. I don't know what you said. Something about being a, a, a beer machine. Oh, that one's better. Give us an all your base belong to us. I'm a beer machine. <laughs> People are like with headphones on everywhere, screaming right now. <laughs> Listen to Jake cracking himself up over there. I'll put it down. (laughs) All right, welcome back to the program, everybody. We are with Jason Brett from Lodi Brewing Company. And uh, by the way, you can go to uh, LodiBeerCompany.com, LodiBeerCompany.com, and check it out. It's actually a pretty nice website and a bunch of stuff going on there. You can check out the beers and uh, a little bit about the company, the whole thing. And I just want to announce right now, I think I'm going for Drunk of the Week this week. Really? could be the first time in history. All right. (laughs) You better fill up that glass. Doc's gone, and yeah, we got Porter going. Yeah, well, right well now. without Doc here, exactly. Uh, well, here's what happened: like, way early in the day, it's like one o'clock. I'm in here working on the BNAs and doing some different things, and uh, Shaq comes in and is like, "Hey, uh, McDole gave me a bottle of uh, Schooner's IPA, and we all love that IPA, great beer." So I was like, "Well, yeah, pour it up." I've been drinking since one. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and I know that once uh, Paxton's saucer full of secrets comes out, no. it hides it well. You know, ten point two percent. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I might uh, award myself drunk of the week. Sorry, I forgot the ice box. The show goes. Oh. Yeah, Jason. Oh, I know. Blew it. Said ice yeah. Jason, damn it! You have to come back. You I won know. The award okay, for that, that's right? good. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good actually stuff. good because Doc uh, <laughs> made a great ice box uh, out of a beer that we brewed. So won a uh, well, if you guys we'll ask me back, back, I'll bring it again, and yeah. we'll compare. We can compare. We'll bring then. some Sammy Claus too. Absolutely. Oh, very nice. Oh, Ooh, bummer. What are we? Dr- oh, I'm still drinking the IPA. Oh, yeah, catch up. They were arguing with me about uh, the uh, Alexander Keats whether or not there was an IPA, weren't they? Yes. Shame on them. There, the bottle said Alexander Keats IPA. So, Must be uh, a blonde, though. It can't be an IPA. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to move on and uh, talk about some more of... Talk about beer. Jason's beers here, because he's pouring us another one. What are you pouring us now? Uh, porter. Nice porter. All right. This is another uh, gold medal winning porter at the California State Fair. Okay. Uh, this is uh, a best of show, actually. Uh, another. Uh, oh, so this is uh, well. not a homebrew, but this is from Lodi Brew. Yep, that you, yep, you uh-huh. brewed professionally. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, since you brought it up, let me just mention a okay. couple of these uh, things. Sorry. These guys cleaned <laughs> up at the California State Fair in 2007. I mean, I am that, holding yeah, a stack of awards. Gold medal barley wine. Gold porter. Is this the porter? The yeah, pol- that's the porter. Yep. Mm-hmm. Plowshear porter. That's what we're about to have. Yep. Gold hellas. Nice. Yep. That's, that's uh, uh, my uh, most popular beer, actually. Big selling beer. It's called right? Lodi Light. That's what the name of it. Gold icebach. Gold. Uh, wait, no. Here we go. A silver doppelbach. Did you make your ice box from the Doppelbach? 
No. Oh, no, no. You did no, totally no. different beer? Yep, totally different beer. Uh-huh. Okay. We don't freeze it, though. So Now, tell me about this one. Silver for low-dye light. Part of me wants to, to uh, uh, chastise you for having a light beer. <laughs> tell me about low-dye light. What's the deal Keeps here? the lights on. Yeah? You just oh, water, no you watered down a Pilsner, didn't you? Oh, no, no. It's it's. Uh, <laughs> we're using uh, uh, American premium lager yeast, so... Um, well, what's the gravity? Come on, well. spill the beans here. How are you getting a light beer? It's a good light beer. People love it, man. They they freak out if we don't have it. That's no deal, man. Right there. Now, what? It, Our biggest what is, selling beer, three to one. Is it just a low gravity beer? I mean, what yeah, makes it's it a 1038. light beer? Yeah, it's ten thirty eight. Ten thirty eight. Oh, shut up! Mike's your hydrometer goes down that low. Come on! Isn't that like a beverage Damn. at that point? Mike's laughing just at yeah. it. Seems like face. a like you're violating the beer light. Just like a root beer light. You know, that's a starter for me. Ten thirty eight. I know I get harassed eventually. <laughs> is it? Like but you know what? It's a be- you know what they suck it down like it's going out of style. Low yeah, calorie, they or love something. it. You know, it's a it's it a is. Beer. Isn't it? It's a low. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's like three two beers. Yeah. <laughs> Can, I um, had five of them, and I'm getting a buzz. But it finishes at point nine eight, so there. Yeah. Can we? No, it's good. You know, I use a lot of Pilsner malt, so that helps. It's got a really good flavor. I mean, it, it likes. You know, it won a gold medal at the state fair. It also, you know, it also got silver. It's, a, silver, you know, yeah. it's a great beer. Can we put Shat on a low dye light diet? Yeah, sure. And bring him a keg, uh-huh. and we'll only allow him to drink low dye light for one month and see what happens. We, we like can super research. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Brewing is about research. Uh, there it is. Right. We can put this beer yeah, to the test. Experiment. By putting shat on we hang him from the stripper pole strictly I, for one month. I did it, and so can you. <laughs> Would you be into that shat? There's a, there's I a am book? in. Thirty <laughs> days. Only beer you're allowed to drink is Lodi Light. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm down. All right. Like, uh, what's his name? All right, I bring Subway. you a keg, Jerry. There. Get a keg of that. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I'm, I'm coming back down here next week to teach my class. So You'll be like the Subway guy of beer. There you go. Be like super size. Yeah. We'll take before and afters we're, the whole bit. We're on to something. I think we should try this. Should we allow him to have a porter every once in a while? No. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's quick. That's a treat. Nothing yeah. satisfying like so that. So what are we talking about? Feel the love. Feel the love. So calories. How many calories in that light beer? Oh, man. Yeah, okay. Let's get technical. We can find uh, out. You know we what? It's not, it's not a like an ultralight, you know, but it's it, it's pushing that threshold. Here's what we're going to do. We got a buddy with a lab. It's not 5% alcohol. Give us the beer. We're going to find out exactly what the makeup of it is, and then we're going to put Shat on the low-dye light diet. For thirty days, we're busting out the spectrograph. Have one. He's got it. We have got one all that. Lode light for breakfast, uh-huh. a delicious one for lunch, <laughs> and then eat a sensible meal. Oh, it sounds like the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you to change any of your other habits, chat, because that's the only way we're going to know if the Lodi light works. Wait a minute, we're going to start a beer pong league. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you shall be champions. <laughs> all right, uh, Lodi export stout silver in the. All of this is in the California State Fair. I haven't even gotten to the other ones. Uh, Sherry Bach. What's mm-hmm. that about? Yeah, uh, we took the ice box and we um, aged it in a sherry barrel. And no kidding, uh, we were starting. You know, we, were, we didn't know it was going to happen, but we, you know, we went with it and silver it medal. Yeah, you got out of that good uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. Orange blossom wheat. Yep. Are yep. you putting now, that orange had, uh, peels in there? Fresh or? tangerines. Yeah. Uh, we put some honey. What honey, part honey of the tangerine are you putting in there? Uh, ju- the juice of the of a tangerine. Well, you are fresh squeezed tangerines. Yeah, absolutely. And what else did you say? And some honey. We put honey in that as well. Okay. Uh, customers love that. You know, talking about that beer right now uh, in the summertime. That beer just reminds you of hanging out by the pool, yeah. going on the boat fishing, being down by the river, the lake, whatever body of water. Um, just yeah. a nice uh, citrus aroma, Bikinis. and uh, it, it's just a great beer. Yeah, people really love that. 
Lodi Pale Ale. Speedos. Silver Certificate. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah. Uh, Lodi Mild. Is that a nice English mild? Yep, sure was. Yep, our bitter. Bronze Certificate there mm-hmm, in the, mm-hmm. in the uh, California State Fair. What else we got? Uh, Western Pacific IPA. Yep, yeah, thanks. Yeah, IPA kind of. Not, not, as, not as good as we were hoping, but, you know, we'll take bronze. That's all good. We love it. IPA is a tough category. Oh, man, that's the biggest entries of all categories. Bronze for sure. uh, Lodi Wheat, bronze for Lodi Amber, and mm. uh, finally, oh, yeah. very Real nice. proud of my Amber, yeah, definitely. Uh, do you have somebody here tonight, the Amber? Didn't bring the Amber. Uh, you know, if I knew you were oh. going to be here, Mike, I would have definitely. Uh, your Amber, yeah, it's not, I don't know. I think it, Mike, Mike's Amber, uh, he yeah. just wants to p- compete his against mine. <laughs> yeah. Of course he does. Yeah, he'll win. Any He's day. got a badass um, Amber. Yeah, I know. We, he, he knows it. That's why, that's why speaking up, well, I find yeah, it, hey, I'm curious. glad you're finally chiming in over there. That's there good. There you go. And yep. finally, a bronze for your Meritson as well. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. You got yeah. You got Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we do a lot of loggers. We're actually right. known for our, our big loggers, definitely. And then you yeah. also took a bunch uh, at the Amador County Fair up here too. Uh, first for your Meritson in this one. Yeah. Thanks. First for your Porter, robust Porter in this one. Uh, the same one we got here. Porter started hitting early in the season. Uh, we got a third place at the West Coast Brews Festival on that, and I kind of the Porter creates a frenzy at beer festivals. Um, even my mother can uh, pretend to that. I mean, she she has got to help that pour a, a beer festival, and everybody just pour it, pour it, pour it. She always talks about my porter whenever I'm around. Make sure you know, come into my house. Oh, bring the porter because my neighbor oh wants to try your porter, and it, yeah. they love the porter. I mean, it, it, your it's neighbor, huh, Yeah, yeah. Everybody loves the porter. Mike signaling for porter. Here we go. Yes, definitely. Thanks, man. Enjoying that. All right, let's spend a little time talking about this hop thing you're doing. Yeah, here. sriracha. Sriracha hop Whoa. is this brand new Japanese yep, from Japan. Hop. Mm-hmm. It's stuff. a high alpha hop. Yeah, fourteen percent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, how did you Beautiful. find it for for one? Uh, well, just I mean, I, I'm not allowed to refer to it as a hop crisis because you know. Fires down south, that's a crisis. You know, we got New Orleans. Yeah, we've talked about it. It's a hop shortage or an outage. I call it a a hop outage, personally. Um, I like to say hop fucked. Yeah, or hop. (laughs) It's a hop outage. Um, We, you know, we we just just, came across everybody, you know, the whole industry right now is uh, hoarding right now. uh, But it's all going to. You know, it'll we'll start to reach our hands out to everybody here soon and say, "Oh, I got you know some pounds of this, and I'll trade you the pounds sure. of that." And so you're oh, you got Simco. Okay, well, I'll give you a bunch of this and that. You know, so so you're uh, trading. But your distributor came up and said, "Hey, I got a new one." Or yeah, what? we we were online and we you know got some uh, Sirachi Ace, and they said, "Okay, you know what? We were able to acquire a good amount of a uh, poundage on some Sirachi Ace." So I'm real excited about that. So and you've been experimenting with been it. doing a lot of five gallon batches with that. Yeah, okay. we we do a lot of home brewing down in the basement you know it's a at the at the brewery yeah oh yeah yeah i got my little 10 gallon uh uh gravity fed you know tiered brewing system is that a b3 system you got down there too no it's it's all right you could say what but i brought my 2050 down there okay yeah so here's the part i'm interested in and that i think um our home brewing listeners want to know too because we're all going to start experimenting with new hops um and you know we're just going to make beer and and then and then drink it uh but you you're trying to figure out how to use this hop for for your recipes yeah so what is the how do you start what does the process start with we just kind of take our our normal base recipe and you know, try to build from there. Okay, this is, you know, we're using Chinook and, you know, maybe some Cascade. You know, Cascade, good luck with that. You what, know, like a pale that. ale or something? What do you uh, mean by You know what? We jumped straight into IPA. Okay. Uh, truthfully, you know, we were like, okay, you know, let's do a good, you know, 10, you know, 1070 beer up in that range. We, you know, we want to see what the aroma is going to be of this. Mm-hmm. Um, aroma hops right now is what the shortage is about. 
Um, there's a lot of good bittering hops out there still. It can be acquired. We have a good, good um, bank on Chinook. And we use a lot of um, Chinook in our IPA, uh, my red. Um, so, we, you know, we've got a good amount of that. Um, but trying to build off a brand new hop that nobody's heard of. Uh, yeah. You know, you get on probrewers.com and, you know, talk to people about, hey, you've heard of, you know, Sriracha Ace? You know, there's, oh, yeah, okay. I had like two or three people that talked about it. Wasn't very many people. Yeah, I know. Sure. You know, and uh, you get a lot of, you know, lemon pledge and a lot of lemony flavor. And But, you know, we found it to be actually a little bit uh, more mild than we were expecting. Uh, that those first couple of five gallon batches I did, ah, you know, let's bump it up, bump it up. But it's a citrusy. Um, it's lemony, yeah. It's not like as much like uh, you know the grapefruit end of you know like a lot of the Amarillo and uh, um, you know Summit and higher alpha acids. But it's but more a, it's lemon than more orange. lemony, yeah. Which yeah. is kind of a, a different, pleasant like you know drinkability. It's something new right now. It's yeah, uh, I can see making a hefeweizen. I see a good. Ah, oh, yeah, you know wet. what? I used it absolutely. Um, one of one of the pale ales that we did. Um, tastes like half. Really? And I was really kind of thrown by, back by that, you know, like it was supposed to be a pale ale. Tastes like half. And, and you feel the hops moved it in that direction. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The, the lemon flavor of that, you know, and I joke so much with my customers, you know, that's a, the fun part about working in a pub. You can see a lot of people that, you know, on a regular basis and you get to, you know, kind of, you know, we get to jab each other a little bit and sure. Um, mm. Uh, you know, they're asked for a hef, you know, and if you want the lemon in that or not, you know, and I, I'll, I, you know, I'm not afraid to tease them about, oh, well, you know, if I thought lemon should be in that beer, I would have <laughs> brewed it with it, lemon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, and I like, I'll tell them that. I'll yeah, joke nice. around. That's pretty yeah. funny, you know, and they, oh, well, you know, and a lot of people, you know, they like to put orange, you know, in yeah. their, their hef and that sort of thing, so. Okay, let, let me stuff. slow you down a little bit. So, uh, so you're taking just an IPA here, and, and, and let's say your base recipe for an IPA, and, and I wish I would have brought some. Are you using like a pro mash or something? What do you use? We do. You know okay. what? Actually, yeah, you called it. We we do use pro mash. Um, so, and you take maybe your base recipe, and mm-hmm. you'd pull what your normal hop, mm-hmm. your uh, normal hop would be, and you put in this uh, sriracha. Well, we go back to the roots. We just go back to let's. What? How would I brew a five gallon batch of this? And we go right back to you know. Thinking on small scale, okay. um, which has been—it's actually been a new uh, shift for me. Um, you know, for the last you know, man, five six years, I've really been accustomed to brewing twenty gallon batches. So you know, I've got this really great, efficient—you know—you know, twenty fifty tippy dump that just I know what it does. You know, I can—I just I know how she works and sure. Um, you know, switching over to what we have at the brewery, doing uh, five gallon or ten gallon batches, it's a big—it's a big shift on in the mindset. It's uh, you have to really learn how to kind of recalibrate everything, go back and do the math, and, and kind of figure. Because uh, your, even your though you're doing up. it on a small system, you have to be very consistent if Absolutely. this experimenting oh. is going to work for you. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. You know, and I get ready for that. You know, I'm, I'm, I admit, I'm not always the best note taker. I mean, I take my good notes, but you know, some things get jumped. I get, you know, I have a lot of stuff going, and sometimes you're I'm, getting drunk, aren't you? Yeah, well, up, down yeah. in the basement. Yeah, that's what they like to think. You all <laughs> yeah. think that's what we do. Yeah, I know. I forgot everything. Yep. yep. So you know, there's there's times where you know we. You know, we we really try to stay focused on it's it's got to be exact. I mean, I uh, maybe like the fourth batch or so I did, the gravities just didn't hit, and I dumped it. I was like, you know what, I'm screw it, I'm out. You know what, I'm start over. You know, I didn't hit my gravity that I wanted to hit. Yeah. We had w- not enough grain in the mash tun, and so we just decided to scrap it and start over. And yeah, so a little bit of time lost, but but now you're nice. used to it, and you're yeah, you know what, like I said, it it getting back to going to five gallons from yeah. Uh, 
stepping it up for doing 20 for so long it makes a difference. Yeah, you got to learn how to scale it down. Okay, so the first time you do, you're all dialed in. You use the Sirachi for the first time, and mm-hmm. and what do you find? What do you end up changing? What happens? The first time we did it, uh, we weren't satisfied. We're never satisfied. I mean, that's part of. I got to think that's part about being brewers. You know, it's hard to be satisfied, but we're definitely not enough. With aroma, aroma wasn't there. You know, we got to bump it up and let's add another ounce. You know, and, let's and get it. Did up. you only use that hop all the way through the recipe? We did. We okay. did actually because we wanted. We want to learn what the bitterness is about. Yeah, we want to learn what the flavor is about and how that effervescence is going to come out with the aroma and you know having the correct uh, co2 involved you know in the equation is a big part of you know the whole sensory evaluation calculation you know just breaking it down and trying to figure out this new it's a, it's like a new friend in the business and right here you are and let's you know let's That's uh, the most see what you're going to do yeah so how, was it just the was the bitterness fine did that bit, work very out well? mild okay. um, yeah for everyone who's interested in uh, a sriracha ace uh, it has a very pleasant, good, mild bitterness. It's uh, very similar to a Magnum on, on a good low level. It's not a, an assertive hop at all. Um, like we were talking about a second ago about it being like tasting like a hef. Yeah. You know, we did a pale ale, and it tastes like hef. It really had that lemony kind of, uh, and almost a clove flavor, too, in a way. It really did. I don't know where it you know, came from, and, you know... I'm always the first to second guess myself, so I'm thinking, oh, you know, I, I wasn't clean enough. I got picked up some off flavors. You know, what is this? It, this is not what I was expecting. You know, and that's a part of uh, you know experimentation. Is just, yeah, that's uh, the sometimes fun part, you're blown away. Yeah, you're like, what? Well, okay, then oh, there it is. And you know, you learn something, and that's what it, that's the fun part of it. So it lacked in in sort of the kind of green more bud oomph. IPA aroma mm-hmm. you were looking for. Is that what was kind of missing from this? Yeah, we were thinking it was going to be a little bit more. On, yeah, on the skunk, sure. sure. Okay, so mm-hmm. you ended up at that we just point. Bumped you it just up. bump it up. Right? I bumped okay. it up. Where are you going to go from there? More. How do you, how do you figure out how much to bump it up? You, is it? It's just trial and error. It's well, it's not as much trial and error, but you know, we like you said, we go talk about pro mash. We go back to calculating okay. it on you know and have precise measurement and. I, I'm sure a lot of listeners out there, you know, use ProMash. I have ProMash at home. Um, it's a good program, um, but taking it, there's a lot. I have, you know, I have my own thoughts, of course, you know, about ProMash, and there's a few things it misses on the end of the calculations of trying to understand aroma hmm. um, in the bitterness scale of it. It doesn't do a very well good job on knockout, and so you have to learn how to compensate that. So if I have um, an aroma knockout. Um, hop bill that I'm scheduling at the last minute of the boil. Yeah. Um, on the calculations for the computer program, we'll hook it up to do maybe ten minutes or five minutes because uh, ProMash won't calculate it. it, it it'll miss. It'll, it it misses a, a smidge. So you're uh, when you're setting the time on ProMash, you're actually mm-hmm. putting it five or ten minutes instead ahead of, one of schedule. Minute. Yeah, and and, and on my recipe, I see it as ten minutes, and I know that that's a minute. That that's and a I, one I minute. put it at knockout. Because you got to remember that, that you're getting isomutation, and that's the breakdowns of. I, mean, I don't need to explain isomutation, but um, you know that it's that's going to allow um, those hops that you've added the last knockout in the boil to sit there and and be able to be broken apart while it's sitting in the whirlpool. You know, we're going to spin it in the whirlpool to get all those proteins and vegetable matter from the hops to allow centrifugal force to pull everything down to the middle and the bottom of the kettle. So we're able to pull, pull off good, clear wort to, you know, pump into the fermenter. 
Um, but that time spent in the wort is, is there's ice fermentation going on, and it could be a good. Like I said, you know, it take. I said earlier about pumping, uh, you know, fluids around. It takes a good forty five minutes to an hour to pump, you know, fifteen seventeen barrels worth of wort. Yeah. Um, you know, you have ice fermentation going on in the kettle, and so, um, you know, we're not using an immersion chiller, of course, and so as it. <laughs> um, you know, it takes. You know, it, you're you're getting utilization in the kettle, so okay. you have to learn how to calculate that. So, is that calculation that you do in ProMash, where you just go ahead and add it, make it a ten or fifteen minute mm-hmm. hop addition? Is that across yep, the board? You exactly. Do for every recipe you do. Uh, pr- yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yep. And you feel that gives well, you more accurate. More so for like my reds, my w- beers that I want to get a good hop aroma. Okay. I'm not going to do that for my Mars and you know Double Bock and things like that, where you know we're not trying to achieve any type of aroma. Yeah. Know? And do you think that would apply to us on our five ten gallon batches too? Uh, uh sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't. I mean, it's definitely it's a good point that I've thought of. Where mm-hmm. even though I've got flame out, I'm still mm-hmm. looking at high yes. temperatures of that yes. word for another twenty minutes yes. at there least. Are, yeah. There, there are. It's, it's definitely proven yeah. um, in the lab and spectrograph that um, there is utilization going on. Um, it does not just because it's boiling. Yeah. You know, you're not achieving any type of utilization. So the more that you add um, at the end, you know, and that's the same thing with the dry hopping. You you know they say uh, you, there's a you know a lot of back and forth uh you know stuff written about the utilization that you'll get in dry hopping you know you will achieve a, a portion of bitterness towards dry hopping it's not just 100% towards aroma you will get flavoring and bitterness yeah um so even mis- Jamil's great at talking about that too he's not only mentioned that you'll get bitterness but You'll also get the perception of bitterness, mm-hmm. even if there are not actual sure. IBUs. Sure. Mm-hmm. If you're adding those mm-hmm. things to the end, well, there, it's just so. that great grand freshness of yeah. adding, you know, whole hops or you know, hot pellets straight to a fermenter. Okay, is, is flame out like when you go from gay to being straight? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, once you but the you got fine line and threshold. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But there's still some heat time that you have to get rid of. It's going to take some time before you're totally straight. Is the point? Oh, it's not just like a overnight. You can't just snap no. your fingers and you're not gay, JP. It's <laughs> yeah. just ask Schumann. As much yeah. as you uh, may like to snap your fingers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as much as you, it's, as good as you are, yeah. snapping. Schumann uh, and John Edwards are having yeah. issues right now. By the way, uh, Schumann's 2008 New Year's resolution was to not blow dudes anymore. How's, and, uh, how's that working out for you, buddy? I'll tell you what, it's not really working out very well, right, Schumann? It's doing okay uh, so far. It's rough, but I'm doing it. <laughs> so, uh, Sirachi. <laughs> Back to what we were talking yeah, yeah. about. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really pleased with it. You so, well, what you, now, excited. where we kind of left off, because we, we got into the calculation, which I'm really glad we did. Uh-huh. Uh, so you uh-huh. just kind of, you, you just added more. We added more? Yeah. Well, that wasn't enough. And right. then what Back happened? to the drawing board. Did you add friend? more again a third time? Sure. Or are you yeah. still not? Oh, really? oh, yeah. A little bit more. Let's like, okay. So, well, we're gonna, we're, we want to go from, okay, first we started with an IPA, and then we went to a pale ale, and then we wanted, well, what, what else is there? Hmm. Go imperial, okay. So let's bump it up and go all the way, and let's see what the bitterness is all about, and really what the flavor is all about, and bump it up, and you know, let's go, you know, let's make an imperial IPA out of it. Okay, so which I'm really sorry I didn't bring. I you know, oh, <laughs> bring me back again. I guess I see. I, I'm it's the the hook. I'm going to guess it. So the only sort of concern and issue you were having with this particular hop was just how to get the the, the aroma that you wanted. Bitterness yeah, was yeah, a piece we're of all cake, real big like. about aroma, especially with our okay. IPA. I, all right. we take a lot of time in that. And how about flavor? Yeah, oh, of course, flavor. But okay. we get a lot of the flavor from uh, Chinook. We really enjoy the the harsh bitterness of the Chinook. So okay, so for you guys, Sriracha is going harsh, to be a bittering hop and an aroma hop, and you're still going to stick with some of your other hops for for your flavor. Yep, yep. Uh-huh, okay. Absolutely. Yeah, we got a good uh good bank of hops right now, so 
I'm I'm confident we're gonna have enough hops here for the next year and a half, and you know, and that's kind of we. I get creative, you know. Yeah. Now, did okay, we're gonna have an extra pale ale this summer, you know. Yeah, you're gonna like it. Well, why not? <laughs> you're, and if you don't, too bad. Yep. Did any one of these uh, five gallon batches you're doing in the basement, the experiment, just come out badass? That you love it. Uh, the third, the third one I did. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and that was an IPA. That was the IPA. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm thinking Which, we did uh, like three IPAs, but like the third one I did was really good. It was really good because we always try to get a recipe out sure. of our brewers that come oh, in, uh-huh. and that might be a good one since it's a five gallon already. Sure. So sure. we don't even have mm-hmm. to convert it. We're, mm-hmm. We all tend to be pretty lazy, mm-hmm. and uh, I think we we might be able it's to fun. get a hold of Sriracha packs. You've gotten it somewhere, right? Yep. At yeah, a yeah we talked about that from, earlier. A, from a pro. It's good stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm real pleased with it. You got it from a male place. And like Mike was saying about Hef, I mean, we haven't really even talked about that. That <laughs> and they're really good. It's you know it's from a noble. It's a it's a noble hop. Yeah. So. Sapporo. As much as okay, a noble hop can be as high alpha like it that. It can't be. But, it's from Japan. But it has. Well, it's been spliced in Japan. Only the Germans have the noble hops. <laughs> it's spliced in Japan. And if you, you think I am wrong, let's go shower together. It's a strain of one of the noble hops. Then. Mm-hmm. Well, Sapporo yeah. supposedly yeah. uses yeah. this hop. Yeah. Sapporo, aha, Sapporo. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm like I said, I have not got enough information on sriracha, and I'm glad to get as much more. Yeah, and I can see that definitely. Bit. It's pretty limited, but mm-hmm. it's a fun mm-hmm. hop because anytime that's, you want to add feel, that citrus flavor to, mm-hmm. a I'm going to be low on hop. Give me something new and fresh, and that's the other thing too. It's 07 crop. Oh my god! Uh, you know, as as long as it's I've like been crack. a brewer, I've never had hops fresher than this. I mean, they're so green and wet, and even in the pellet form, they're like mush. I mean, they mush. It's, it's, <laughs> really, it's <laughs> awesome. Uh, they're so fluorescent green, and they're dank. Oh man! You want to make brownies with them? Yep, they're diggity dank. <laughs> Most diggity, yeah. That w- oh good good bit of it beer face. Tasty doesn't know what we're talking about. Maybe we should explain it to him. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> I have no good idea. Bit of face. You need to start drinking. I Justin. am clueless. And I, my you are not drinking too quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this show's getting out of hand already. Doc's oh, not here. Yeah. I tell you, it's funny. Yeah. It's going fine. Is Doc still in the chat room with you? I haven't seen him emerge. He's probably passed out. That guy's on a lot of meds right I'm now. Take a pill. Yeah, he's going to be our druggie of the week. Yes. <laughs> All right, need a good beer geek question. <laughs> All right, you need a good beer geek question. Well, one of the things I want to start talking about, uh, we've got two more big topics with you. Uh, we're going to talk about right. how to start a brewery because you've uh, oh, been in the process fun, fun. a little yep. bit. Um, so I want to talk about the steps you're taking. But first, um, we deal. had we had mentioned talking about um, dealing with errors in the brewery. Sure, house. okay, sure, okay. The, yeah. uh, the shit happens interview. Yeah, it happens. Um, shit happens. One of the things that you talked about off the air that I thought was kind of cool uh, was was running out of things. Uh, your example was uh, running out of O2. Mm-hmm. And Shat and I have this. That was an time. example that happened. Um, example. Because Shat's terrible at keeping supplies around uh, when I'm brewing. I'm good not to have kettle coagulant sometimes, yeah. Oh. Once or twice. Really? So what yeah. do you mean? Like Warflock, things like this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Irish moss, man. We just use Irish moss. Like so what will you do? We, so we switch over to something else, but we, I do use Irish moss. So here's a good example. Let's say you're, you know, you're, you're at the point in the boil where you have to add that and you realize mm-hmm. you don't have any. Oh. What are you doing? Dumbass. Uh, what do you, <laughs> uh-huh. Looking, just, looking after, for a new job. Go uh, to yeah, Safeway. Put my I'm finger in the kettle and go, oh, good stuff. <laughs> I'm having good. a cloudy beer. That's what I'm doing. Uh, yep. d- is yeah. there some way to compensate for that? Tighter filter. <laughs> is that what you, what, you do something like that? Yeah, that's all you can do, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as a homebrew, we might have a filter, for example, or instead of the no filter. use a fighting agent or something, too. You yeah, yeah, we do. We Actually, that's a good point, too. We were experimenting uh, uh, recently with some... Uh, gelatin, uh, things like yeah, that. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so, so success. Okay. We've done those, again, on five-gallon batches. Yeah. 
Uh, we haven't, you know, committed it to a full batch, but... You ever run out of O2 on a big batch? You had to air it? That was, no, that was just an example. It was just an example? Just an example. That didn't happen like today, for example. No! Oh, no, 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 <laughs> definitely not. No, you know, it's like... Uh, because we know, would just like, then, like, shake the crap out of it if we <laughs> ran out of O2, if there was nothing else we could do. Sure, yeah, you can't do that to a fermenter. That looks really weird in yeah. the middle of the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone should make a fermenter, like, on a belt. Yep. You know, one of those <laughs> shaker <laughs> belts. <laughs> yeah, when I'm punching the fermenter, that doesn't do any good. Yeah. Look like you're humping it. Better than punching the clown. That's freaks, hot. <laughs> freaks people out. What's he doing to that thing? <laughs> He's making beer, folks. You guys do uh, inline aeration, though, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely. you're going from the kettle to the uh, yep as it's cooled vessel. down, yeah, as you know, it goes through the heat exchanger, it gets cooled, pump it right in there. Yep, yep, yeah, big old giant. Isn't there a homebrew version of that? The inline, uh, it's like some some fancy fancy thing. Yeah, I've seen yeah, it. like some inventor has one. No, it's not even that with much a thermostat money. on it as well. JP, you know what I'm talking about? You seen this thing? Yes. Like a, the guy who deal. makes it, he wears a Hawaiian shirt all the time. That's all I've seen his card. He's like a big Hawaiian shirt guy. And he makes a thing where it's inline aeration for home brewers, but it's just a Oh, is it the wart wizard or something? Yeah, that's what it is. Where it's, it's, it's like around. a pump. Yeah. You use your, your water from your counterflow. Ooh, I like. You use your water from your counterflow, and it creates a siphon to put in the fermenter like from your vortex. oil kettle or something like that. Yeah, is that what Crazy you're talking about? madness. Yeah. You ever used it? No. No. Me neither. Yeah. Nah, just, just Shake your carboy. It's good. Shake that bitch. It works. Yeah. Well, I got a story about a carboy, too. You got time for a story about Go a carboy? Go for it, yeah. Oh, man. Not allowed to use carboys anymore. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you picked, only use Picked up a carboy. I, you know what? I use a lot of... Well, I got stainless steel, too, but, you know, yeah. I, use, I, you know what? I, I'm a strong believer in the bucket, especially at high volume, doing 20-gallon batches. You've always been a bucket guy. You know what? Because not... To say just as much because carboys are expensive. I got a lot of carboys, you know. Don't get me wrong. Two um, brewers, one. But bucket. I've had I've had a hundred plus gallons of you know beer fermenting in my house, but you know my shed at one time. Wow. You can't have carboys of that mass kicking everywhere. Um, so with buckets, it's nice. You, know, you can stack them up, and you know they do their thing. You can get them out of the way. And um, but yeah, I had an accident one time. You know, picking up the carboy, wet hands, slippery, slipped out of my hand about an inch off the ground. Blam, cut my wrist. Uh, rush to the emergency room, get really? twelve stitches. Yep, uh. out of work for two, three weeks. Brewed beer the next day though. Did you? Oh yeah, I had my neighbor come over and I'm all bandaged up because you were pissed that you well, lost all that work. Well, I wasn't going to be out of beer, was I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had yeah, I had my neighbor come over and he helped me brew beer and. You know, back in the day when we first started beer, that was a big deal. You can't be out of beer. You yeah. can't go buy beer. No. You gotta buy beer. So it just shattered oh and sliced you right open, huh? Oh yeah, and it, it exploded all over the backyard. We just finished eating a nice barbecue. Uh, uh, I remember the first thing thinking, oh, five gallons of you know nut brown. Oh, there it goes. And then I'm seeing black blood yeah, shooting right. from my wrist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, JP's oh, cut his. Grab the beach too. towel, wrap it around. He was just go to the front yard, try to get a breath, and go. You know, so I don't have to hear what happened. Are you okay? You know, it's like okay. Yeah. <sighs> yeah oh, open it up. Oh God. You know. Yeah. I mean, I'll show. I'll pass the scar around here later. So you've yes, never used a carboy since? Oh, then? I do. Oh. oh yeah, we got a bazut load of uh, no, carboys good. down at the brewery. That's so. gonna call you a pussy for now. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Shit, we got we have like twenty carboys at the brewery that we do a lot of experiments with. Then, but well, I've learned. See, as a brewer, you learn from your mistakes and learn how to make things better. Grab the old milk carton, put it the carboy in the milk carton. In it, yeah. Oh, there you go. You can tote they it make around those all day. Carriers too, you know, little cloth carriers. Those cost money. I got milk cartons, you yeah, know, in my way, actually. 
Here's a question for you from the listeners. You're talking about inline O2. Fun time. He wants to know if you inline carbonate between the fermenter and the bright tank. Ah, uh-uh. no, but I I do keep the uh, the carbonation stone on in the bright tank as um, you're filling as, it's, it? as I'm filling. Yeah. Does Under anybody pressure. inline carbonate? Because I've never yeah, heard sure. of that. Yeah, sure. They do. Know. Yeah, Morgan that sounds does. Sounds like yeah, a great idea. Fair. Oh yeah, yeah, sure he does. Yeah. Um, Personally, I, I do believe there's a, uh, a certain amount of loss. It's great when you're in a pinch, though. I mean, that's what it's about. You get that shit done and get it get, get it, it in. done quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, getting it, you want to get it. It can kind of mess up with the transfer a little bit because you real. I mean, transferring beer. Talk about stress in the brewery. Yeah. All right. Here's an example. Um, if you don't have your fermenter and your bright tank tied together with a, a balancing arm, and you're pumping. From you know upstairs, from your fermenter downstairs in the basement into your your serving tank, your bright tank, um, you know you're going to create suction on that fermenter, and oh, it's called implosion. Yeah, very scary thing in the brewing industry. <laughs> Nobody wants to ever admit they imploded a fermenter. You know, it's one of those things you'll never Seen get out though. of. You'll never get it out of the facility. It's a wasted piece of equipment that now sits there and isn't used. And didn't it just happen so. to Flying Dog? Yeah, a couple. Uh, well, a couple months ago, I think. Oh. I hate to say any names, yeah. but it was all over the news. Anyway, yeah, everybody good. knows about it. There big, were pictures, yeah, big, everything. Big fear on transfer day, definitely. Yeah, you want to make sure you have your, you know, same pressure going on. Mm-hmm. See, this is the whole stressful and not to thing we're talking about. Free CO two. You know, you have, uh, you know, CO two that's been captured under pressure as you're fermenting, as you cap your fermenter, so you retain that, and then as you're letting it maturate and you're letting it go through its diacetyl rest, and you begin to slowly crash that beer about 10 degrees each day to get it down to close to 32 as you can, mm. you know, to get that yeast to drop out, to allow gravity, um, you know, to, to help work that yeast down to the bottom of the cone in the fermenter. Um, you know, that's one, you're getting a oh, great more yeast to pitch back into your next, your next batch, but you're clearing the beer and you're, you know, allowing that CO2 to absorb into solution so that when you do transfer it, you're not going to have that um, O2 um, absorption that you would normally get because you will have CO2 break out of solution. And so if CO2 is breaking out of solution, um, oxygen is not going to be um, absorbed into it, you know. And we haven't talked about um, hot side aeration, but, you know, if a caller wants to call in and Are challenge, you, uh, challenge me against hot air side aeration, I don't believe it. Is, so you can you ask don't. me why. No. It is a controversial thing. That, yeah, uh, and I don't want to start, you know, so much controversy my first time on your guys' show. But no, we appreciate yeah, it. We can bring it. Sure, fine. Whatever. Yeah, so you say, Porter. so we can shake it up as much as we want uh, when we want it's hot. Bring it, yeah. Out of the out of the uh, what, well, do we while I'm boi- while I'm boiling in the kettle? Do I keep a a cap of CO two above the boil to keep the oxygen no. out of it? That's a good point. Do, does any uh, brew house on this planet have a type of brew house where they keep CO, a CO two cap on top of the boil? They don't. Absolutely not, because CO two is not going to be absorbed into solution unless it's at a cold temperature. Any type of gaseous is going to be absorbed into a solution at hot temperature, especially boiling. I mean, come on, that's a rip roaring, rip roaring boiling. Yeah, yeah, all you jerks. Tooth. Two thirteen, come on! I thought it was O two that they're worried about getting in at the yeah the O two. That's what I'm talking about. No, the O two. Well, but what I meant by having CO two on top of the boil is so that it's capped blanket, so that you're not absorbing oxygen. So when we're transferring from the mash and things like that, I mean that's when people sort of worry about the hot side aeration. Uh, You know, you don't just want to dump it in; you want it to pour slowly. Sure, sure, I agree with that. Sure, Uh, but what they're afraid of is having oxygen molecules attached to. Um, you know, polyphenols or different types of uh, protein molecules, you know, left over in the wort, um, 
to attach to. And yeah. they're afraid that in the process, it's going to create some type of staling effect in the bottle, in the product, in the keg. Something later on. Later on down the road. Yeah. And you know what? And this you say bollocks. It's something. Bollocks. Excellent. Yeah. Top, top. Yeah. There's no, there's no, this is something that the top breweries of this, you know, this planet yeah. have nothing else to worry about. And so the le- the last thing that they have on their agenda and list, oh, hot side iteration. You know why? Because they've nailed every other thing. Yeah. And they've nailed how to get yeast to drop out of solution. They've nailed how, you know, to get utilization. Right. Um, you know, there's a reason why some of these breweries on this planet are own 51%. Right. Let's put it that way. Uh, this is Augie. <laughs> Listen, we have figured everything else out. Do not transfer the vote when it is hot and there is oxygen present. Please. Yep. Thank you. There's no flavor in Beachwood. But yeah, you know, like flushing a, a a bright tank full of CO2 to purge it, you know, make sure you don't have, you know, O2 inside the tank. That's big, you know, that's that's a big deal. You have to make sure you do that yeah. sort of thing. And a little tiny minor things, you know, that on a full, you know, brew day and transfer, got to make sure you remember to do that. Did you purge your tank? Oh, uh, uh, I'm going to. You know, yeah, you got to make sure you do that, definitely. Yeah. There's no excuse not to do that. Okay. So no hot side aeration for this guy. Nope. Yeah. Not worried about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a couple more things to cover that we need to do. Um, We're going to be doing Stump the Brewer later on. You going to be able to hang with us for a while, Jason? Yeah, Stump the Brewer. Okay. So we'll do that a little bit later on in the program. Give me your questions now so I have time to write them down. Yeah, do it now. We're going to do it later. We always like to play Stump the Brewer when we can. Um, Let's talk a little bit about... I live for it, actually. I'm glad you brought it up. Okay, good. good. Uh, I I got Mike here, so if I... Feel stupid McDole all the time. can't son. help. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you're, you're solo on Stump <laughs> the Brewer. Oh. So I have well, no JP, idea. I, mean, I got JP on my right. You yeah, know, Mike on my left. You. Come on now. Yeah. You guys? Yeah. This, this is, is like having a, power in here right it's now. having a short bus to your right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to help you at all. And Jason knows me, too, so I think he's just making fun of me, that no. jerk. Good stuff. <laughs> all right, I want to talk a little bit about your plans to start your own brewery. You sure, work for Lodi Brewing Company yeah. now. Uh-huh. and uh, It's by a stone, and they know that. You know, if day one they ask me, you know, you're going to want to be a brewer for the rest of your life. No, you know, I, I wholeheartedly have the, you know, aspiration to open up my own place. I have my own ideas. I have my own labels. I have my own thoughts and marketing and, you know, the whole gambit. I mean, that's so part of what's great about bringing entrepreneurship. That part out, sure. How do you, uh, everyone's worried about the equipment and the money and the getting started. Sure. What do you Capital. do? Uh, yeah. How are you planning for that? Uh, you gotta meet a lot of people. You gotta you have a lot of people believe in you. It really is what it Hand boils jobs. down to. They have to meet you. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, bring it. Yep, yep. You gotta be able to look you in the eye and say, okay, you know, I, yeah, I can see this guy. He's got, you know, passion more than I have ever seen in I somebody. Could and totally jerk this guy off. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm looking for. You know, I want somebody to, you know, to meet me and say, hey, you know what? This, okay, he's not, he's for real. He's off the hook. And, he can do it. Yeah. Um, you know, I want people to believe in me. And I want people to believe in me when they taste my beer. That's what it's about. Yeah. I want them to That's to a ta- true happy ending. To taste it and say, you know what? That's some good stuff right there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to tell my friends about it. And same thing with having your own in your own place. You want people to tell their friends about it and say, man, oh, I check out this place and good stuff and cool people. And yeah. And are you already uh, you're sort of acquiring equipment and things like this? Yeah, I got a couple of Grundies in my garage. I admit, yeah, um, yeah. there might have been a time in, uh, you know, not the 
far off future that you know I you once used to say I might have been like the biggest home brewer in California at one time. Sure. Yeah. No. <laughs> yep. You don't mean you were like the fattest. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I yeah. You're just under the. I brewed some beer at home in my day. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I hate to say how much I brewed my first year, even, but it was probably illegal. It was in Barrelage. Yeah. Because Shat's still the biggest home brewer in California. Oh. Oh. Cool. Oh. We'll arm wrestle later. <laughs> not not once he's on the low die light diet. <laughs> oh, it's coming up. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> I'm bringing it. Hey, I'm coming back to town next week, so I'll bring some low die light. There you go. What is your? Uh, I want to hear your thoughts. What's your starting plan? Like, are are you on a? I'm going to start this thing within a well, year. Well, I mean, yeah, it's like a five year plan right now. I okay. mean, working at low die right now. I mean, is a, a really good gig. I, um, you know, very thankful that the owners have you know allowed me to kind of. Um, have good fair of open reign with you know what i'm doing great um you know that's a big part of the craft and the art form i mean it really is um you know it's definitely both of those yeah, i mean you're getting um, paid to uh experiment with uh being a professional brewer in a sense yes but you know I, i've been told you know that it's not my personal peachy dish, you know. Uh, so I'm not, you know. You've there been to, talked to. I've not, you know. I, you know, <laughs> you have to, you know. I mean, you can't just, you know. I got an idea, and let's do this. And right. you know, we have we, we we're very methodical. We okay. think it out, and we we plan it. like like with the whole test batches. Yeah, we go crazy with the test batches, which is great. You know, that was an epiphany for me not too long ago about being down in the basement. And yeah, I know I'm like, probably got uh, what I personally feel better things to do than to be brewing five gallon batches. But you know what? That's a part of the gig and the job. And I'm down there, you know, I brew, you know, three, four, five gallon batches, you know, in a 10 hour day and thinking, you know, that, uh, you know, I'm getting paid. Someone's paying me to homebrew, basically, do at their place, do, yeah. and, you know, and whip out five gallon batches of it, you know, experimentals and, um, can't wait to what they're going to be like in two or three weeks. You know, right? It's such that wait too. I mean, well, I got to say, know. as a consumer, I like to hear that they've got you down in the basement brewing. Oh, five down in the basement. Batches. I call it the beer I hole because to me, I think it means it's that they dungeon. they really care about what the th- what oh, the outcome oh, is. Yeah. Gonna, I mean, obviously, yeah, they don't want to waste six hundred gallon batches, but I think they also really care about what the beer tastes like mm-hmm. in the end. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, they figure if if we're going to just why I'm there, you know. I mean, I, I people I like who that. know me, uh, you know, I. I go beyond in so many ways that that whole you know beer geek you know my wife calls me a beer psycho it's really like that you know you know and it it we live for it you know yeah. I used to say before I was a you know professional and you know I dream in stainless steel I can't wait till you know I'm looking up on two big giant fermenters that you know I own and these are my beers that people are tasting and they are my beers now I mean same thing at Lodi but yeah. Um, you know, that's what really what it's like being in a band, you know, producing music. Um, I have something for everybody. You may be into country, you may be into heavy metal, you may be into reggae. I have something for everybody. You're going to enjoy something I have here. You know, I have 12, 15 beers on draft. You're not going to miss something. Yeah. Schumann's into the Carpenters. I just wanted to point out. Got something for everybody. Whatever, I mean, like, like, whatever like actual is. carpenters or like the band carpenters? Like the band. Like, Plumbers, uh, like I walked electricians. Down, yeah. uh, like I walked down the hall the other day, yeah. and Schumann is dancing and singing in his room going, uh, what's that stupid song? Superstar. How does it go, Schumann? Uh, do you want me to sing it? Yeah, because you were singing it the other day like a homo. I thought you just had a thing for tool belts. Don't you remember you told me hold me, baby? Have you ever oh, wow. heard karaoke of, a, night. of a 28-year-old dude rocking out to the carpet before? It's not the porter, before? I swear. Not with that dildo in his ass, no. Did you even get some porter? You try porter? 
What's that? Try the porter. I'm not. Okay. Well, it's not the porter. Jason's telling people to drink his beer. It's not the porter. I know. Have you drinking my beer yet? I'm a beer pusher. Yeah. I'm guilty. Guilty as being a beer pusher. All right, folks. I got to take another break, and we've got a special uh, special guest, a surprise coming up when we come back. Jason's going to hang out with us so we can still wrap up. If you've got more questions for uh, Jason Brett from Lodi uh, Brewing Company, go to LodiBeer.com if you want to learn more about the company and the beers. You can check it all out there, and uh, Jason's going to stick around with us. So uh, stay right here, because when we come back, a very special guest and a bit of a surprise for you all. You're going to be happy about this. Plus, the Brewing Network Awards, the second annual BNAs are coming up uh, very shortly. We're going to be doing those about eight. A word from Dr. Scott. He's going to call in and give us a little update. So tons left to do here on our first show of 2008. Stick with us, kids. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. If you like the prices you get from the major homebrew shops but live on the wrong coast, or if your local homebrew shop doesn't carry what you need, or if you just want a shop where you are appreciated as a customer and treated like a friend, head on over to the Do-It-Yourself Brewing Company at DIYBrewing.com, the new local brew shop for you and your beers. They have an extensive selection and are bringing new products in on a daily basis. In fact, if you need something they don't have, just let them know, and they'll get it for you as soon as humanly possible. Check out all their products, recipe kits, winemaking supplies, and specials at DIYBrewing.com. With everything from ferminators, wort chillers, to carboys, DIY Brewing either has what you need or can get it fast. At DIY, they're homebrewers helping homebrewers get what you need. Visit them in Rollinsworth, New Hampshire. Call 603-205-4168. And stop by DIYBrewing.com and get brewing. Do it yourself with a little help from DIY Brewing.
hardest nuts in town selling nuts. Hot nuts, you buy them from the peanut man selling nuts. Hot nuts, anybody here wanna buy my nuts selling nuts. Hot nuts, I've got nuts for sale. When a hog gets hungry, he begins to grunt. When a man gets hungry, he begins to hunt hot nuts. Hi, I'm Sean O'Sullivan, the brewmaster and co-founder of the 21st Amendment Brewery and Restaurant in San Francisco. Six years ago, Nico Freccia and I opened the 21st Amendment on 2nd Street with the intent of bringing back the local neighborhood brew pub. Well, the neighborhood has really changed over the years, but the 21st Amendment still remains a great place for people to meet over a terrific meal and a tasty pint of beer. In the past, the only way you could enjoy the 21st Amendment's handcrafted beers was at the brew pub. Well, all that has changed. Now, the 21st Amendment beers are available in cans. That's right, cans. When was the last time you had a great beer in a can? Well, that day has come. We're offering our world-famous watermelon wheat and 21A IPA in cans. Cans are a better package than glass because cans keep the beer fresher longer, but you can also take cans to places where bottles can't go, like the beach, lake, golf courses, and sporting events. So join us in the revolution to take back the can from the big breweries and crack open a cold 21A craft beer in a can. The 21st Amendment, 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giant Park. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the whole Melage Beer Radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. stuff to keep doing tonight. we got to get to the Brewing Network Awards, and Dr. Scott's going to be calling in, and uh, we're going to do Stump the Brewer with Jason Brett from Lodi Brewing Company. Fun, fun. But first, before we get to all of that, a very special guest, guy you've been asking for us to uh, get back on the show since we screwed it up back in uh, 2005, and uh, joining Sean Paxton here with his uh, very special beer, Saucer Full of Secrets, our first show in 2008, uh, it's Matt Brindleson from uh, Firestone Walker Brewing Company. Matt, how are you, my brother? Um, very well, very well. Yeah, Matt. you and uh, are, are you drowning in San Luis Obispo right now? Yeah, you know, high seas, but it's it's okay. We're alive and well. The brewery is still functioning. That's good. That's really all that matters. I kind of cared about you, but mostly the brewery. Work production. Thank, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I just went through um, Santa Barbara on my way back. I was uh, we're driving back from Southern California just a couple days ago. And I'm walking through downtown Santa Barbara, going to get something to eat. And I look inside one of the, uh, you know, 200 trendy clothing stores that are on the strip there in Santa Barbara. And I see a Firestone Walker bicycle shirt. You know the the spandex ones uh, that you like. Your like you guys are an official sponsor of a bicycle dude or something. 
Well, I know you don't you don't go out and buy clothes very often, but the Firestone Walker Ow. swag, Firestone, Firestone Walker swag is the height of all Santa Barbara fashion. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Good I stuff. will say Good this: stuff. I when we got on to the, the forefront of fashion, they are. I, I, de- I designed that shirt myself. Sweet. Did you really? <laughs> Rhymestone's not necessary. I went into Photoshop game, and put huh? the logo in and yeah. sent it to the shirt people. Hi, but does it glow uh, in the dark? Matt Brynaldson, uh, brewmaster, fashion, fashion designer. designer. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting busy. out of the beer biz. I'm getting into fashion. He's busy. In a big way. <laughs> Puffy combs, huh? <laughs> it's that food that he's got going. <laughs> well, I did. Uh, we went to this restaurant, too, and she. I said, what do you got on tap? And she lifts off, lists off like 10 beers. She's very straight-faced and serious about it. Was and one hot? of them was Firestone. She was hot. Uh, and I said, I'll have the Firestone. Big smile on her face. Like, yeah. that was the right beer to order in Santa you Barbara. must be cool. And yeah. then what happened? Yeah. And then, well, uh, actually, in throat. all seriousness, the Santa Barbara is kind of the nucleus of most of Firestone's activity, and is it? we still sell seventy percent of our beer in Santa Barbara, Ventura, and Slow Counties. Sweet. Don't you guys like outsell the big boys in that area? <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about it very loudly, but uh, oh. Firestone <laughs> Double Barrel out outsells uh, Bud Coors and Miller on Draft in the Sweet. Central Coast. Does it really? Cheers. How badass is that? That's something that you should make a shirt out of that. Forget about this not talking about it. Pale ales and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's best just to keep that on the down low. You should make spandex biker <laughs> yeah, shorts that say that. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with the Firestone Clean logo. Wife beaters with that on the back. Cross of it. logo. Nice. Yeah, with the Firestone logo right on the package area. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> now a little marking. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Wood aged. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Matt, I want 10% of that idea. Uh, if you yeah. go with it, it's, okay. it's wood aged. Wood aged. Well, I'm really glad to have you, Matt. Uh, the reason we're talking to Brynaldson from Firestone here is uh, he brewed a, a pretty special beer with Sean Paxton. We talked about it in our last show of the year. We just never got the chance to really get into it, and we wanted to have Matt on the air to talk about it as well. Um, Had to have the man. It's it's Paxton's own recipe, the saucer full of secrets. And uh, Brynaldson, how did it come about that you wanted to brew this beer and that you ended up talking to this crazy dude about doing it with you? <laughs> You know, over the course of the last couple of years, I think I, I don't know when we first met Sean, maybe you can fill us all in on that, but I know that um, we we hit it off at Northern California Homebrew Fest. Oh, um, I sat time. Sean's dinner a couple of years ago and was pretty much blown away. Yeah. And we Great continued, uh, you know, staying in contact and talking about beer. And Sean uh, had me over to the house showed me his setup, tasted me through some beers. I had saucer full of secrets at some point. And I said, I said, you know, at some point we need to make this beer in the big system. And he and held you uh, to it. I happen to be yeah, drunk, but I don't when you said it. And then I became the stalker. Yeah. But I don't break promises, so we did it. I don't, think, I don't think he had any idea, though, like, you know, mocking up a five-gallon oh. homebrew recipe up to a 50-barrel system oh. making... 1,700 gallons of this recipe. One, what it might cost. Yeah. To supply the raw materials. Yeah. 
and and two what it's all about but you know it's a lot of fun it's um it was a great day okay oh and i just have to say thank you matt i mean you and your staff i mean it's just really impressive i mean you know the eskimos have 50 different words for snow and i can say 50 different words for thank you it was just such an awesome day i mean your staff is just so professional and i mean i can see why you are so decorated as you are because your whole team just it was such a pleasure the whole day was just amazing cool facility too oh yeah you was there you know i got to throw hops in a beer i'm sure it came out great (laughs) yeah it was well and i think um most brewmasters or head brewers or people that are in charge of breweries, you know, one of the goals is to kind of put a program together and a staff together and, a, you know, the equipment together, not only to make your house beers, but something that you can input other recipes and and produce really good beers. Um, you know, so it's nice to test that once in a while, and this was a great opportunity. Sounds like a good test. You guys do do several different beers, though, and you do some experimental beers, too. Is this maybe one of the wackiest beers you guys have done in a while? (laughs) Making cookies. I think from a a raw material standpoint, yes. Um, We've always been a straight-ahead West Coast brewery that's influenced most by English brewing and English brewing tradition. And, of course, we incorporate a lot of oak and a lot of wood into the program. But we've never done Belgian ales, so this is a first. So it's the first time we had Belgian yeast in-house. Well, second time, but first time we made a full-scale brew with Belgian yeast. Uh, first time, it was first on time we used these Belgian sugars uh, to this degree. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it tested us. It was, it was good. The, the system was built to brew 5% to 6% alcohol beers, 12 Play-Doh beers, and... What did this thing start at, Sean? I mean, it's kind of a It was uh, 1,100 or 23.4 Play-Doh. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we maxed the system. I mean, really? Matt's so like, it, you could put 4,300 pounds of grain in the system. And I'm like, okay. And I think I worked it down to 400 or 4,380 pounds. Oh, <laughs> man. The mash mixer was actually covered. 20-barrel batch out of 50-barrel 50, 50 system. The, the, the grist case actually will only hold about 3,800 pounds. So we ground that in, and then as we were mashing in, we fired the mill back up and started throwing <laughs> more grain. Wow. And that's without sugar. Yeah. That's without sugar. Another 600 pounds of sugar. Was it creaking under the strain? Were you ever worried it was going to blow? <laughs> there was some no, stress. You know, that, 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 that's what's beautiful about this brew house is it really has flexibility. And, again, you know, we were testing it a bit, but I had full confidence. We wouldn't have. You know, attempted it if we didn't think it was going to work, and uh, yeah. I was really happy with the way the brew house performed. Um, mind you, we we threw this brew into a normal brewing day when we were going to do five batches, so this was just uh, one of what? five turns of the brew house that day. It didn't slow us down at all. It really uh, it, it went wonderfully. It was that was amazing. really the thing I was curious about too, because when I was there. Um I just crashed the place. I, I think I had left Brindleton a bunch of messages. He never called me back. And uh, so I said, well, F it. I'm going to show up anyway. And the, the poor bastard. You're he's, always welcome, my friend. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> the poor guy, he's running around. And I. that's when I realized the, the operation that goes on at Firestone. They're bru- you know, Amazing. you've got one mashing while one's boiling. And, and, yeah. it, and this goes on all day long. So... When I when Paxton was telling me that you did this beer down there, I was trying to you know picture it in that setting. That's a tough thing to fit in there in between all that brewing you guys are doing. Let's just say that I got at the brewery at seven in the morning, started cracking grain. They'd already had a beer going, 
Sure. And so that was Take a 50 back. barrel batch already going. Right. And you were the latecomer. Yeah. It was done by 11. I see. Oh, he just woke like, up though. <laughs> so he was. <laughs> you kidding? I hardly slept that night. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Ask my no, wife. that's like yeah. <laughs> and uh, what was great though is is that you know I mean after my beer there was already another one in the in the tank or being mashed and it was just it was impressive. I mean just the the fact that that much beer was brewed in one day. Yeah, and mine was just a blip. <laughs> right. Not Even really. with all that grain. <laughs> we'll see how it turns out. Appreciate when you when you walk into a, a you know and ours is a very small brewery by large brewery standards. A fifty barrel brew house is you know a tenth the size of the average AB kettle, so it's still not that big. Yeah. But I think you get an appreciation that. Um, you know, there isn't just one thing going on, and there's a lot of people, a lot of machines, yeah. uh, and just a lot of processes all going on at once. And it's really an orchestra, and you can't let any one thing stop. Uh, the whole thing you know, stops. And, and <laughs> I think, I remember back to when you visited, actually, now, I think the mash mixer took a shit on us that day. It was the, and, uh, uh, I was the trying pump, to stay calm and cool yeah. in the midst of that. <laughs> he was. The pump took a, and I could sort of see the look on Brindleton's face. I'm there, and, and, the, and he's hitting buttons. Sweat on his oh, brow. And they're not doing anything. And he just kind of looks at me. It, Matt's a very laid-back guy, as it is. And he just kind of looks at me. He's like, yeah, that thing's not working, and uh, that's bad. <laughs> but Talk what I realize is, earlier. if you know, he needs it to get the next batch moving into there. I was there about the middle of the day, so uh, I have a feeling. Even though your face looked fine, your pants were full of shit. Uh, yeah, you're like, usually you're not even thinking about that brew. You're, you're thinking already about the one that's coming behind it and how you're going to make that happen. What had happened in that case is the mash mixer. We have a gravity system, so it's kind of nice once you put something in the front end. You can at least get it through via gravity, but it's the next one that you worry about. And I, I think that's what had happened that day you visited. I had a stuck mash, and yeah. the mash mixer drive fried. Fried. <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> yeah. But we're a, we're a step mash brewery, so we'll go in at a low sacrification temperature, take it up by agitating the mash and adding steam, and then mash off, and everything runs off fine. And after you left the rest of the week, we were a single infusion mash brewery until uh, that part came in. <laughs> Is that right? Now, yeah. let me ask you this just quickly about that. Could you taste the difference in those beers that were a single infusion? Well, we, um, you know, and I'm blessed. I have an amazing team that I work with, and uh, Jim Crooks, the quality manager, and, and Jim Sivak, one of the brewers, and Dustin and, and Will and the rest of the team, uh, as soon as something like that happens, we'll all get together and, uh, you know, really try to focus on how we can best replicate with other means. And, uh, okay. no, I, you know, we have uh, a great team and they pulled those beers off and I don't think anyone knew the wiser. Very nice. Uh, these guys, there, you know, there was a bottling line going. There was transferring to, uh, you know, from, from fermenters to bright tanks to barrels. I mean, I got to talk to the barrel guy, uh, because I saw their whole barrel thing happening and I was asking Matt about it and he said, well, just go ask that guy. He's transferring them right now. <laughs> See, there's just so, like he's yeah. saying, there's so many things going on. Always. Oh, it's impressive. There is, but then, you know, again, in retrospect, you know, taking it in the big scheme of things, it's a small brewery, relatively speaking, and. Sure. I, you know, I, I really feel blessed to work in a place like this because I still get to, you know, have a little influence in all departments, um, and yet we're big enough that we can afford to have a good team like that, and, 
you know, that's the difference between craft brewing and the big leagues from what I've seen thus far is that really passionate people are drawn into the craft scene. And the guys who are working in our plant, and I'm sure a lot of the other craft breweries out there, you know, they're there to make good beer. They're there because they love beer. And when things go wrong, that's when people get excited. And, you know, they, they, that's when you really test the metal of the team. And it's a lot of fun. All right, so Saucer Full of Secrets packs. Help us just briefly, uh, you know, uh, what's the beer? And and sure. aside from the massive grain bill, you guys had to put some Belgian sugars in there too, I would have thought. Well, the beer originally, um, when Sid Barrett from... Uh, who started Pink Floyd when he passed away I, I kind of had to do like a special beer and so there is that Pink Floyd reference and Tribute. I felt that it was uh, very appropriate to uh, do something wild something crazy something Belgian and and uh, so it's kind of a Belgian strong dark um to scale it was huge. I mean, Matt was, yeah, let's go ahead and scale it. I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was a real trip and it was a great exercise. And, uh, to go, you know, from five gallons all the way up to, you know, 50 barrels and, and, uh, to, to really start thinking about things because if you scaled the recipe that I have online up, um, that would have been, uh, 1,450 pounds of sugar. <laughs> wow. And uh, you know, what's like, the website? Everyone can go get it. Give us the exact uh, it's, link. Uh, homebrewchef.com, and if you go under beer, uh, there's a whole list of the recipes, and you can actually see this whole entire brew day. It's all up there, and uh, cool. it's really kind of a fun. And all I can say is mouse over. So okay. it's a lot of fun. Okay. But, uh, anyway, so. We went through and uh, talking to Matt and kind of asking those personal questions about his efficiency of the system and, you know, what kind of hops he has and what kind of grain Those are very use. personal questions. Yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. He was kind of quiet and shy about it. And <laughs> yeah, Really? It's that high, huh? <laughs> so, uh, so when you scaled up... A very up, large efficiency. Yes. <laughs> it was huge. Yeah. And by the way, uh, Matt's like the size... Like a dog. mofo. It's just a little guy. <laughs> Yeah, but he's got big feet. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Paxton, when you, your hose. when you scaled this beer up, were you just as high then as you were when you thought this beer up? Oh, man. And the I thing mean, let's was, let's be too, honest here. There was... Uh, Pink Floyd inspired. Exactly. And, uh, well, it was it was psychedelic, too, because not all the grains that I've brewed with were available. Okay. At that quantity. That, and, is, that uh, is psychedelic. You're absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> what was the color again? Well, like, there was no aromatic. Uh, so we had to use something different than aromatic, which uh, when you're using several hundred pounds, <laughs> you know it's going li- to leave a flavor. And to be honest, as the brew mashed and it, it uh, sparged and we were tasting it and all the way through the boil, I couldn't believe, and even as I taste it now, I can't believe how close this is to what I brewed at home. And are you call when you're realizing that these grains aren't available? Is is Matt Matt? Are you then suggesting something different for aromatic and and? Well, it's more like what was available. <laughs> yeah, here's that. I mean, how do you yeah, figure but, that I mean, out? To take a to take a step back, I mean, part of the pro part of the the fun of this was I I wanted to have as little influence on Sean's creative side. And I really wanted to just take his recipe and input it in our system and try to replicate what he wanted rather than myself get too deeply involved and, you know, just becomes another Firestone beer. So, you know, I really stayed out of it. But let's face it, most of the maltsters out there are making similar products. So I think we did a good job uh, covering the bases. Is Paxton going to get his own uh, bicycle racing jersey now? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There it is. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, like Jason was talking about earlier about stress, and you know, it, it was stressful because I mean, it was a big batch of beer, and you know, that's a lot of money, and and I really wanted it to come out well, and yeah, and uh, I think no it's smash, amazing. No smash. I think it's amazing that you uh, stopped being esoteric long enough to brew this beer with me. <laughs> we did amazing. talk a lot about it. It was it was kind of some fun discussions. And Matt really went home with much? his head on backwards. I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember back to you know it wasn't that long ago that I was a home brewer and had someone giving me this opportunity. Um, you know, and then have you know somebody's you know got the nuts to step up and say, yeah, I think my home brew recipe is good enough to make a fifty barrel batch. Yeah, I would have yeah. loved that opportunity. Well, that would have been sure. awesome. It was a huge honor. Is uh, this something that we we would see in you know one of these pro am competitions at the GABF or something? Or what? Do you have any plans for this beer other than just to sell it and get it you know drunk? <laughs> We're I, think it would on be, it. Uh, I think it would be great to enter it at pro am. Um, I mean, Sean can tell you more of the details. We we barreled down a lot of this beer, so a lot of it's sitting in our oak aging cellar right now. Oh, great. Uh, we, we released uh, a small portion of it, uh, just straight stainless, as I think Sean probably intended the original recipe. But in the back of my mind, uh, I intended the majority of this to go into our oak aging program. Yeah. So this beer will surface in uh, next year's anniversary beer. Great. This beer will surface, it already surfaced in our winter holiday beer. It's about 15% of the blend of our wow. uh, saucer, saucer full of nectar, or saucer oh, full oh, of Mercans. Oh, oh, that's a Floridian. Saucer what? full of Mercans, yep. Okay. <laughs> so and, that actually uh, was really nice. And the Oak Aged, you know, the nice thing about that program is we can pull out of it uh, and enter those beers into the different uh, festivals around the country, like Fobab, Festival of Oak Aged Beers in Chicago, Strong Ale Festival down in San Diego. So I I anticipate this beer will surface in a number of different places. It probably will not surface as a Firestone-labeled product um, as things go. That's interesting. It's it's tough to appreciate until you get into professional brewing that you can come up with a wonderful recipe, you can come up with a lot of cool conceptual stuff, but to talk owners into releasing new beers is kind of difficult. So okay. we haven't gone there, but I think it'll surface in a lot of different places. That's great. Well, even though, Paxton, for you, that this beer is being blended with some super beers he's talking about. Oh, and the... That's kind of cool. The... The winter beer is, I mean, Matt did this just amazing oatmeal stout that he put in bourbon barrels for three months, and it's just phenomenal. Yeah. Coffee, chocolate, roast, lots of vanilla, lots of bourbon, and it's just balanced. And that little 15%, it just rounds it out, and it just makes it, it gives all that kind of dried fruit flavors in the middle, and it just balances. And, you know, Matt's really, I think, becoming a master with blending, you know, with his experiments with the 10 and the, the 11, and it really showed. And it it just you know even when he first mentioned it to me i'm like that beer into a stout wow okay you know and then the fact how it worked in the final product i mean it was just awesome yeah well this is a great beer matt we're tasting it right now um we brought the keg in matt oh nice (laughs) (laughs) yes augie i can hear you this is augie Go I'd just like to plug in and say something here. I'm tired of all this ass kissing going on between here. Why is Matt kissing Sean's ass? Then is somebody going to kiss my ass? I started this whole thing with the whole beer. Who cares? Who cares about you guys when it's me, Augie Bush? 
has spoken. Yeah, I like that Augie has a natural <laughs> echo to his voice. <laughs> his. Just like you. Your Augie's impotent. My client's is here. I must leave. Okay. <laughs> Helga's calling. See, Matt, you've now you've pissed off Augie. Oh, oh man, I didn't want to do that. No, I, I, it's, right. it's going to get ugly. He's going to go after that Santa Barbara territory now. <laughs> I, I already have questions uh, from the chat room for you, Matt. Um, okay. So Firestone 11 just came out. Yes, it did. And by the way, you sent a keg or something to City Beer here in San Francisco. Or not you, personally, however it got there. Uh, and I go there. I knew that it got there the day before. By the next <laughs> afternoon, it was gone. Uh, all of the cases he had was gone. The keg was everything gone. Yep. So is My Firestone Eleven? Out. Is it like, uh, like Vamos gone? Finished? Done? Um, I believe there is still some floating out there. Although the brewery's supply has been tapped, um, uh-huh. other than our library, so it is it's officially sold out. But I think there is. Hidden. Still some out there. I, I couldn't tell you exactly where, though. All right. We had to do one of our guys, uh, Push, uh, listener, he creates uh, audio for us and stuff. I was at his place. He had bought a bottle of it, and we drank it. I thought it was great. He was not impressed with it, thought that it needed to age more. Um, and now he's pissed because he wanted to age it, and we drank it. And, <laughs> and he wants to know where he can get more so he could age it. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I we we only made I think we made about 560 cases, which sounds like a lot, but um, and it's only sold in California. But it went very quickly, which is always nice to see. We don't do a lot of specialty beers. Now that beer we actually I learned from from Ten the year before. We bottled that and then released it immediately. And I and I actually thought like a wine, it kind of went through bottle shock. So with Eleven, we bottled it a good month or month and a half in advance, let it sit in the bottle before we released. So okay. I felt it was in really good shape. It's interesting, though. I mean, everybody's got a different opinion. I think when you get into the extreme beer realm, a lot of people are looking for you to really, really push the envelope and, you know, really assault their palates. And that's not what this project's about. It's really about balance. It's really about trying to create new flavors. Yeah. And so, you know, I feared when we released 11 that people were going to want to see, you know, 10 amplified, but that wasn't the case. I think that the program's really matured, and it's a, it's a better beer, in my opinion. Okay. Well, that's good to know what you think of it, too, because it's a very different beer. I, I enjoyed it, although, personally, I would have let it sit for a while, too. What do you think about aging that beer? Do you think it would get better with age, the 11? Yeah, it's really hard for me to say because... You know, I'm trained not to like old beer. Of course, yeah. But <laughs> well, there's there's components of that beer. The the parabola, the Russian Imperial Stout component, was in barrel for 18 or 20 months when that blend happened. So I'm learning that yes, some beers really do improve with age. Yeah. It's so hard for me to say how these beers are going to. I, I think 11 will age better than 10 did. Okay. Um, and that's all I can really say. It's it's tough. Yeah. Now you said that Saucer Full of Secrets will end up in the anniversary beer. Is that to say that Firestone Twelve will have some blend of Saucer Full of Secrets in it? Yes. Yeah. Very nice. Ooh, no, how cool no doubt. Is that? I just there I couldn't is. tell you how much, but um, what I really like about that beer, it's so much different than anything we made. And the the Belgian sugars bring this. I mean, you can say sweetness, but it's it's. It's different than a malt sweetness. It's it's a different complexity that I think is really going to be awesome. 
in the blend. Uh, it proved to be a good blending component in our winter seasonal. So, yeah, I'm pretty confident it'll be there. Okay. Well, beautiful. Brindleson, that was great. thanks for coming on and talking about this stuff, thanks, man. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Well, people have been bitching at me since uh, we had you on for the drunk show and not had you on since. So, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I missed that. Thanks, uh, we were We're going to plan another drunk show. Maybe I'll book you for that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> on the phone. I mean, I love to disappoint. So, I'll make you dinner, uh, Matt. I'll bring my air mattress. <laughs> yeah, see, as long as you stay He's the next thinking. time, He's thinking. it's fine. <laughs> we'll make you dinner. Anything you want to tell us? Uh, maybe some secrets going on at Firestone? Anything new to be maybe expected? A, maybe uh, a saucer full of them or something? You know? <laughs> yes. Uh, we always no, I mean, the brewery's growing. We're, uh, we're going to hire a couple new brewers this year, and I'm always, uh, you know, we, we like to say that we're somewhat of a training ground, so rather than looking for experienced brewers, we're looking for, you know, new out-of-school guys or, oh, or great. people that are passionate about beer with a little bit of experience that want to learn on a bigger system. So, you know, this is a building year for us. I think you'll see a lot of growth, but... Uh, Maybe we should do like an American Idol type of competition <laughs> on the air, and like winner gets to gets hired on at uh, Firestone. My twenty fifth. Like like far. Matt can be on the. This panel. is long as I don't have to behave like Donald Trump and say you're fired. <laughs> you're fired. But this it might be kind of cool. You know, we get the owners of Firestone involved. You know, so everyone has some input. We get a panel of judges. This and, is the uh, story. It's a great idea. Twenty I don't brewers. Know about that. I'm having flashbacks to yep. the Bachelor or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, that's where it started. With we can get some battle. hot chicks. Come on, it's fun. Oh eight. We got a stripper pole here. Winner goes home with Brindleton's girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get the point here. He's got to got to make the stakes high. <laughs> All right, my brother. Well, uh, I'm glad to hear you guys are doing well. I always uh, Firestone beers are amazing, so it's great to have you on the air with us, man. Glad you're not drowning down there. It's uh, it's, getting, it's getting ugly. That just means there's more water to brew with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a lot of water in beer. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, we're gonna take it easy. We will. We're take gonna put the show with you soon. So uh, uh, keep in touch, will you? Yeah. All right, thank maybe, you. Maybe another two years. Take care, Matt. How'd <laughs> it go, dude? Later, Matt. Brindleton, always oh, fun, and you can find him uh, at uh, you know if you go to the the homebrewers conferences, he's uh, always involved, just like Jason here. Always really kind of giving back to the yep, to the homebrewers. The word. Uh, not one of these guys who became a pro and says yeah. f this, you know. He he sticks around, so yeah, uh, get him on. Yeah, kind of a cool thing, and he's a fun guy. And uh, what a good thing for you, Paxton. How exciting that is, you know. It was huge. I mean, this beer came hey. out great too. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Justin, what, what about this beer? What does everybody think of it? Anybody, good color. Uh, yeah, good color. Nice ruby very, uh, red. Very wow, sick. it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It is very Beautiful. Doppelbach ruby red. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, There's a bit of a Doppelbach flavor going on, too. I think there's some caramel. They're actually, red here. I don't know. We had to substitute a lot of German malt, so there is a little bit of that flavor. Yeah. I and even the of, head is actually, uh, it's not white. It's uh, kind of a, a, a tad creamy. Yeah. And tan, a little amber. A tan. Yeah. Jason, you enjoy it? I love it. It's good. Very sweet. Very malty. Good stuff, man. Yeah. What's yeah. the the sugar? The sugar in it is good balance. And we're talking about balance. it is right. Yeah. And, and Matt, and it no. sounds like well, it's your recipe, Paxton. But <laughs> but Matt, like oh, like yeah, he said, that's right. they're <laughs> they're, they're real into English brewing and balance. Good, yeah. So what a great combination between the two of you. It yeah. is a very balanced beer. Uh, well, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of fun too because you know the fact that we're using that much malt, that much hops, that much sugar. Sure. Uh, it was really big, and you know between help with. Brian 
Mercer from Dark Candy uh, Sugars, you know, he was really helpful with sugars and and uh, getting what we wanted, and and it was really kind of neat too because to work out his system and his efficiency and how we can extract it. I mean, the one thing I I really wish I brought some carboys up because we were throwing away <laughs> eight degree <laughs> play to wort because yeah, it was. The, the boil pot was full and we were still pulling off this just beautiful work mm-hmm. and it was just amazing. And, uh, I mean, his system is so friggin' efficient and, uh, I mean, we just maxed it. But, uh, really it was a lot of fun and, uh, it's great to actually try my beer from him and, and, uh, I mean, even like Jim Crooks, I mean, he was just such a, a great QA guy because, I mean, we had a 12 barrel batch of starter. Oh, <laughs> really? Just, just the starters, know, 12 barrels. Nice. That's great. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? He's like, well, that's what we needed to have, 15, yeah. you know, million oh, cells per. And, and, I mean, he went through the whole thing. He checked the beer every day. Oh, I mean, we were able to work about, you know, the water that we wanted to use. So we used Rochefort's water profile. We were able to hmm, cool. propagate the yeast right to where we wanted it, oxygenate just where we wanted it, the whole mashing system to do the step mash, the whole bit. And then to see the final product, you know, even the temperatures that we fermented at and you know we had Garrett Oliver involved we had a few other people and it was just really amazing the fact that you know <laughs> this is their first Belgium that they've ever done and so this was completely outside of their realm and that's great so can you say that, uh, where were you guys fermenting at what range you go that uh, we actually did a couple different things we started at uh, 62 okay. uh, yeah. degrees after uh, nice and whirlpool low, kind of and, and uh, born slowly but, you know, that yeast was going nuts, oh, and sure. uh, on my page, you can actually see me pouring it into Matt's mouth. <laughs> we were taking samples and drinking yeah, it. And so it was, yeah, start at 62. That, and then we good. went, um, we kind of took off the jackets and just went nuts. And um, it was interesting because in the beginning, the 3787 from my yeast uh, had a lot of phenolics, and sure. it was a little bit of a concern. And uh, Not at all. Finished I looked at awesome. uh, Stan Hieronymus's book and uh, Brew Like a Monk, and he had the the sure. mash temperatures for both West Vlederen, um Ockel, and Westmall, mm-hmm. and that was really really helpful um, to have that to look at to compare because you know each of those breweries use the same yeast, but it's all completely different yeast profiles, mm-hmm. and you know Stan talks yeah, a lot about has a that. Great deal to do with it. <clears throat> so sure we actually about that plenty on your show. Let it go all the way up to eighty four degrees. So that was pretty interesting too, because uh, you get all those fruity esters and sure. that, that dried fruit. Good balance, uh, huh? It's a good beer. Thank you. Definitely, by far. Tastes so. like more. Nice work, Paxi. <laughs> good Thank stuff. You, sir. Thanks for coming in with it too. It's hey, you uh, know great what? beer. Fill up your glass. Yeah, because yours no way you're going to be drunk of the week. So you got a five gallon can. I know. I started out yeah. strong, and I've been kind of mellowing out. I still got time. We we got the BNAs to get to. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We got our first drunk of the week uh, call right now. Uh oh. Want to take that? Uh, caller. Uh, is he a friend of mine? Um, You're on the I, I air. Told him I'm Who are we talking to? Hey, caller. He passed out Hello. already. You there, brother? Hello. 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 I can hear him. He's like laying Hello. on the bathroom floor next to the phone. Hello. I'm talking into the toilet. Hey, I can hear myself, but there's a bit of an echo. Yeah, maybe it's because you're on speakerphone in the bottom of the basement or Low. something. Okay, okay, okay. He forgot how to use the telephone. The broken carboys. I can barely hear you. What are you calling me on? Uh, I'm calling you from Skype. I see. This is weird. He's calling from Germany, though. Oh, you are? All right, long yeah, distance. Yeah, yeah. What's happening in Germany? 
It's dark. Um, actually, uh, one time ago, I put on the forum that I was going on an internship. My internship tended to be a little longer than I thought and I ended up here for a while. So, hmm. uh, just calling in, fucking my birthday, and wanted to Cheers. be drunk and call in tonight. Is there a birthday dancing around here? You guys doing nothing? No? Yeah, okay. yeah cool. Bevo strips on the pole. This is a pretty mellow crowd. Thanks for having me. Happy birthday, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you. What is it, like 3 a.m. there or something? It's actually 4.34 in the morning. It's 4.34 in the morning. I'll give you Daniela's phone number as a birthday present. Hey, are you in the chat room? Uh, I tried to be, but uh, I really can't manage my beard and chat at the same time, honestly. I hear you. Uh, you doing all right right now though? Yeah. Okay, sleep is good. I just can't. Like I totally want to talk to this guy, but I, we can hardly hear it. It sounds awful. Yeah, uh, sleep is good. I want to hang with a brother, but I'm trying as best as I can. I, I, I should get on the chat, but uh, it won't be the same. I know. Go Bears. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I remember that time in the newspaper too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just it doesn't sound good. But right. how about this? Happy birthday, my friend! Happy birthday! I'll tell you what: if you get on Skype and you uh, and you uh, text me a landline, I'll call you back. But you gotta, but you got to give me a landline. So just uh, send me a message on Skype. You see me on there, right? All right, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do. All right, brother. Cheers. Yep, he right. is not drunk of the week. No, no. Yeah. he's not. But he might work. I mean, the guy is in the middle of the night. Uh, he could get there. And uh, it's the, uh, I like talking to people who are alone in other countries. That's he's fun. American, right? Where are my beer cans? He's an American, and no, he's alone on his birthday I think Lodi in Germany. Well, we think he's alone. Have you heard from D lately? I don't know. It was pretty quiet. Oh, oh did I say that? JP, what the I'm fuck? Sorry. Where's Lodi right now, man? They know I'm out here right now. <laughs> Let me search through up. the BNAs where I gave JP an award and fucking burn that. <laughs> we like yeah. to win awards at Lodi. Good fest, huh? Yeah. Come on, caller. Uh, you know who you are. Come on, call me. What's um, up, dude? I suppose we got to get Doc on the line, huh? Yeah. We're Doc. Supposed to, let's do that Doc. before the break. And Doc. He's still hiding out in the Doc. shed yeah. from his wife. Before the break. Is it was he calling in or something? Let me do this. Let me take a break. No, let me not do no. that because I got a ten minute break lined up, and I don't want to do that right now. What happened to Stump the Brewer? Well, we got Stump the Brewer. I'm cocky now. Fear not. And by the way, uh, don't get too cocky. <laughs> you will be stumped. They will stump. No, yeah, they're they gonna the yeah. Brewer. Bring it. That's cool. I promise I need to be you. Be humbled. Uh, I got a lot of uh, a joke calls you know coming through now. <laughs> it's gonna get ugly. All right, type me who that is. I got to answer the Skype here. Oh, we got Tor on the line. Oh. Hey, Tor, what's happening, my brother? Hey, it's Tor from Denmark. Yeah, what's going on, man? Hey, I'm I'm well. You're still up Sitting and here uh, with my rogue Shakespeare uh, stout. How'd you get that? Enjoying myself. Shakespeare. How the hell did you get that out there? Hey, we got rogue here for I don't know. No, half a year now, I guess. Sweet. Oh, you're a lucky guy. Yeah. You drink it up. It's going to get stale. <coughs> Good deal. <laughs> Can right, you send so, us some um, McKellar beer? Yeah, I could. Sure. Please. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm drunk. I'll send, yeah. you, I'll send you my wife. Anything. I could, but I won't. Beer Geek Breakfast, that's a great send beer. Send that McKellar. They're on the yeah, show. Yeah, it is. It's really good. You got good. McKellar? Yeah. Sweet. Send that beer. Hang on, yeah, you just uh, drop me an address and I'll I'll pass it along to you guys. Nice. Hey, hang in there, Tour. Hey, don't hang up. No, Sully, Sully, you're on the line. What's happening, brother? Yeah, hey, 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 Sully. Oh, I heard hey, 
Heavy breathing. Well, you like every. Uh, nobody knows how to use the, the fucking phone tonight. Being the subway. Same thing when I answered, he was like, Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. I can you hear me now. Hi, Sully. Continue. Hey, I just heard uh, Augie in the last segment talking about kissing Sean's ass, and I thought I missed something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he just. I don't know. Like, uh, everyone's kissing Paxton's uh, Sean, ass. Sean, I tell you. Yeah. But you're a number. And I thought four. I was gonna have to kiss. It's ass. just that Shit. it's up higher than everybody else's. Hey, why are you not here? You know, I, uh, it's a long story, and I don't want to bore the listeners because it wouldn't be good radio. But, That's a good uh, idea. But I'm going to tell you anyway. I am but it would be a flimsy participating okay. uh, from within. Well, thank you for that. Are you going to stay tuned for the BNAs? I'm going to hang out for that. Okay, good, because the BNAs are exciting, everybody. Uh, and they're coming I'm up. looking coming forward up. to that. Okay, they're coming up right away. I want everyone to stay tuned. Tor, are you going to stay tuned for the BNAs? Well, actually, I'm thinking about going to bed since it's almost 5 a.m. Wimp. Don't be wimp. Well, Tor, I don't want to give anything away, but I suggest you stay tuned. Okay, I will. I will. Okay. Uh, I don't want to... uh, uh, Yeah, be that way. I'm not not wanting to spill the beans, but I would suggest you stay tuned for the BNAs, my friend. Okay, I just want to say happy birthday to my uh, German friend down there. Ah, very good. That's very nice of you to say happy birthday to him. All right, brother. And I want to say okay. happy birthday to my dog. Yeah. Sully's dog. Wonderful. <laughs> why does a guy from Denmark sound like he had throat surgery? <laughs> because uh, they smoke a lot in Denmark. I don't I know. The restaurants right. smoke. Yeah. High altitude. All right, I'm hanging up on both of you at hey, once. I'm awake and I'm okay, listening. Cheers, you guys. All right, bye. thanks, Tor. Thanks, Sully. We'll, we'll send you an address. I guess. <laughs> Okay, very exciting phone calls there. Okay, hang on, I'm working on getting Doc on the line here, and we'll uh, we'll take care of that real quick. Do we have to go through the uh, the home line? We do. Thing is, I kind of want Doc on for the BNA, so we're going to call him. We're going to check in, and we're going to find out if he's got time to like stick with us, and then we'll okay. take a break and come back, and uh, you know, kind of keep him on. You know, do you think Karen's going to answer? I hope not. <laughs> I no, that'd make great radio. I mean, yeah, that's true. I, I love the woman myself, but yeah. she doesn't like me so much. No, welcome yeah. to blame her. Doc wouldn't like that, I don't think. If she was right, I, it would, yeah. I don't, Doc wouldn't care. Are you kidding? What? It's her. She doesn't. Get, she would well, not she like would that know. very much. Yeah. Yeah. She won't have to know. Yeah. Right. Your URL's blocked. Hey, Doc, are you there? I'm here. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Hi, Doc. Doc's alive, everybody. I got a gift for you. Make sure that Justin brings it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give. Uh, I'll tell you. Be a good thing. I'll it trade you. I'll trade you Paxton's gift for some of those meds you got. <laughs> okay. Does that sound like a fair deal? You can yeah. always get more, right? <laughs> Why not? I, say, since I haven't been drinking for a while. I can't get drunk of the week. I, can, I bet I can get junkie of the week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's funny, yeah. Doc. Uh, you, can get, you can get pill eater of the week. <laughs> we were we were thinking the same thing that uh, we could give you a junkie of the yeah, week. <laughs> sounds like you're right on track, Doc. <laughs> what are you on? Yeah. Uh, Percocets right now. Oh, perks. Yeah, I don't even want to get started with that. Got enough addiction problems. Yeah, two problems. at a time, man. <laughs> two at a time. Good Lord. Doc's floating above his couch right now. <laughs> oh, I am. Are you in the room? Are you in the Am living room? Are you in the living room or in your bedroom? I'm back in the bedroom. And have you been listening I'm, to the program tonight? I listened to the very beginning of it, uh, and then I had to go. So. D- did you listen with headphones? No. Shit. Because we, I hope we didn't, sp- hope we didn't spill any beans or anything. No, no, nobody was on. That's cool. Oh, good, good, good. Because <laughs> yeah. I meant to tell you earlier in the day, if you're going to tune in, we're going to be talking about the events. So do not oh, have I it on the, on the public speakers. 
<laughs> yeah, that's one of the reasons why I got off the phone anyway. I see. Uh, so here's the thing. Um, I want to talk to you, and I also want to get to the BNAs. So you got to be front, uh, be clear with me. Can you can you stick around, or yeah. should we do a quick interview with you and let you go? No, I can stick around. I think. How long do you think? Well, here's what I'm thinking. I want to. I'm going to hang up on you and take a break. Okay. Because it's a long break, and I got like a nine minute break, so we can uh, regroup for the BNAs right here. And then I'll call you back right for the BNAs, and we'll get going. Okay. Will that work uh, for you? Thanks. Yeah, it should be fine. So I'm going to call you back at 8 o'clock is what I'm saying. Okay. Let's do yeah, that. All right. All because right. people want to know how you, How are you feeling, by the way? Are you in pain right now? Not right now. He's on two Percocet. What are you talking about? I'm on two Percocet. Yeah. I'm good. Because <laughs> uh, we miss you in the studio here. Yeah, I was going to try to make it in. I really was. And then, you know. Yeah. It would be better you, if I just did, huh? By the, way, not, uh, by the way, Doc, your chair is maroon. Is it? Oh, it's that, yeah. uh, I don't know. All I know is the, the right arm uh, armrest comes off. Well, the cool thing, that's true. It is half broken. We've also, we've left your chair empty all night, and we've pasted your wife's picture to it. This is true. <laughs> so, she looks very happy. So for the evening. I'd like to say, at least she's smiling. She's yes. very, oh, she's all smiling. She's, she's smiling. So she's very smiling. She's and so now, hot, too. Every time I look over, like usually I look over at you, you know, for moral support. Um, and now I look over and there's somebody good looking sitting there. <laughs> Not concerned at all. <laughs> I look over for you for moral support. Now I look over for a boner. <laughs> yes. Hey, you know. Oh, man. It, it works. Yeah, at least My mom's listening. Come on. <laughs> uh, all right, Doc. Uh, let me hang up on you. I'll call you back in 10. All right, cool. All right, brother. Bye, Doc. Cheers. All right, the good doctor. I told you he's alive and okay, so uh, everyone can relax. Lives. Pop it pills. He'll be back. All right, let me take a break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up. We're going to do the Brewing Network Awards. You're not going to want to miss this. A lot of good awards to give away this year um, to some good listeners and uh, a lot of good support from different people. So stick with us. We'll be right back with the second annual BNAs. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Did you know that every day a brewcaster goes to bed hungry? Did you know that that brewcaster is silently calling for the help of people just like you? Do you know that every day the unicorn and the rainbow have to blow sailors for loose change? For less than the cost of a half-calf, quad-shot, venti, extra-hot, soy milk, triple-pump, hazel, low-fat foam, double-cupped macchiato a day, you can help starving adults in Pacheco. Your love can be felt for as little as 7 cents a day. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate to sign up today for as little as $2 a month. Private first class in the BN Army. Buy your way up the ranks as corporal, sergeant, ranger, or colonel with an easy-to-do monthly donation that keeps brewcasters alive and your favorite internet radio station broadcasting. No donation is too small to help those in need. Can't you find it in your heart to share your love with a brewcaster? In return, you will enjoy the wealth of knowledge that comes with every episode of the session. The Jamil Show and Yes even that other show. Thank you for listening, and please sign up for your donation at thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate today.
love the smell of a burning cross in the yard. You do goose step salutes in your Doc Martin boots, and you quoted Mein Kampf in our fifth anniversary card. I think you're a Nazi, baby. Are you a Nazi? You might be a Nazi, baby. You keep extensive files on the Nuremberg trials. I should have known when you bought a new bone for your puppies named Gerbils and Gehring. You showed up late to our very first date. I said, how are you? You said, white power. Call me paranoid, but I'm not overjoyed. When you ask me if I want to shower, I think you're a Nazi.
I used to have a friend named Ray who walked that evil way. He cursed and drank and broke his neighbor's fans. You know Ray was full aware that some sheep were over there, and he knew them in the biblical sense. God fucked him up. He went and fucked Ray up. When paid him back for all his wicked sins, he fucked him up. Fucked that boy completely up. Now he's married to a Presbyterian. Mix me your 100-grain amber recipe, and I'm going to eat it. And then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich. Your colon won't know what hit it. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Thebrewingnetwork.com. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. What have you gotten out of a vial of White Labs yeast? WLP 001, Cal Ale, baby. 23, Burton Ale. 008, East Coast Ale. Cal Common, WLP 810. It's going to be WLP 400 with beer. I got a sweet hoodie for my vial. Huh? White Labs, your source for great brewer's yeast, would like to invite all homebrewers to join the White Labs Customer Club. Redeem your empty vials for great White Labs merchandise and products. Free yeast, glassware, t-shirts, baseball caps, sweatshirts, polo shirts, and you won't believe what you'll get for 5,000 vials. Members also receive a newsletter packed with White Labs updates and facts, interviews with professional brewers, brew your own clone recipes, beercook.com recipes, and customer club stories. The White Labs Customer Club. Save your vials and get in the club. White Labs. It's all in the vial. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Children. We're back. we got to get to the BNAs. Lot to do. It's late in the evening, and we still got a bunch to do. i got to call this Germany guy back. I just feel bad. Guy tried to call us. Uh, like hanging out lady. in Germany. Hello, Germany. You know, by himself or <laughs> something similar. I love Mike McDowell. I think I've got his landline here. Hail nope, he gave me an invalid phone number. What a so, jerk. Uh, all right, that's the best I can do. So here's what we're gonna do. Instead, we're gonna uh, we're gonna call back Doc and uh, just make that happen. So he's having a good time right now. Yeah, hanging out. Doc's feeling nice, I'm sure. Yeah. He's having a good place. I'm surprised he's not here. It sucks. It does suck. Too many I haven't perks. Seen Doc in a long time either. Hello. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Doc. Hey. Hello. Woo. Hey. hey. Pick up the phone too fast. Hey. Hey, 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 we hey, should hey, have a hey. contest between who sounds higher, Paxton or Doc. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guarantee Doc is higher, but Paxton often sounds like it. So. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, he's just enthusiastic, that's all. Yeah. I'm just sitting in my seat, dude. I'm not floating. There's no levitation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Doc. Uh, you want to do the BNAs with us? Sure. This is a fun yeah, thing, and Doc yeah. was a little bummed he couldn't be here for this, so I thought it might be cool that he gets to uh, hang out. Uh, here we go, folks. Let's begin the second annual Brewing Network Awards. 
And now, live from sunny Pacheco, California, it's the second annual Brewing Network Awards with your hosts, Justin Quick, pull it out, Crosley, Jason, I hate peanut butter, Petros, Doc, the package, little guy, and in the chat room, Bevo. Now, here's Justin. Yes, thank you very much. Welcome to the second annual Brewing Network Awards. That was a good intro. Yeah, you like that, Doc? Yeah, that was pretty good. The package. Doc, little guy. The package, little guy. <laughs> and Bebo. Like didn't get a cool name. Well, because sometimes... Bebo is a cool name. When you Bebo, Bebo. Come on, it's yeah. like right there. It's like Cher, you know? That's it's uh, okay. it's okay. one word. It's good enough. Yeah, it's your uh, it's this cable right here that's pissing me off. By the way, you're not sounding good. I'll have to replace your cable next week. Yeah, you're Whoa, right. yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, you'll, you're gonna have to uh, hearken back to last year's uh, Brewing Network Awards for some of these yeah. things. Uh, they were our first official uh, BNAs, and some of the awards are repeating, and some of them are new ones. Um, you can go back and check it in the archives if you don't know about it. But we do have a lot of good things to give away. Uh, first, we give away awards to listeners and characters, and then later we go on to uh, Brewing Network staff, uh, kind oh of the second part of the BNAs. Yes, Doc. You, you so. said staff. <laughs> Doc, you didn't get staff while you are at the hospital, did you? No. No, no. That's good. Hey, did you have any hot nurses? Um, no. Unless you count Kevin as hot. No. Big hands. Not unless you're Schumann. You don't count Kevin as hot. Uh, you know... Yeah. What was Kevin like? <laughs> Did you get his number? You know, uh, Shat's crazy bitch is a nurse. I wonder if you uh, ran into her. Oh, oh I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Not That's unless he's having respiratory right problems. Yeah, unless you're having respiratory issues. Did the surgery go well? Did the doc say it was a success? Yeah, four and a half hours. How many, uh, really, how many uh, 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 bolts did you get in your foot? I don't know. I I didn't get a chance to talk to him. I went and talked to the wife about that. Oh, really? Uh, yes. I was recovering. Um, I got this huge cast on my foot. Oh, man. Uh, I'm sure tons of stitches, too. Yeah, we can we can all sign it? Yeah, we can sign that shit, right? Oh, uh, this is just a temporary cast, so it's not that much fun. Wait till I get the other one. Oh, you uh, get, get a real one later? Okay. Yeah, I get another one a week. This one's... This one's not going to be around too much longer, maybe another oh. 10 days or so. Once okay. you get that other one, I'm going to draw so many penises on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking... Oh, yeah. I'm thinking... Daddy, who did that? <laughs> yeah, what is that? Yeah, who did that? The creepy guy you should never go near. Yeah. <laughs> you have to like, have a Velcro flap on there where you can have like a special section for the... Uh, oh, a secret compartment. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just put the eight, that's where I can wrap the ace bandage around. There you go. There you go. Yes. I'm thinking we ought to do a brewery tour once you get the real cast and uh, have a little... Uh, like it's like Doc's Foot Tour 2008 <laughs> sympathy beers. Get it? Yeah, you take you know you can take my wheelchair. We can get uh, in places. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Disneyland. Oh, yeah. parking. Have you got parking? Oh, I, I do have the placard. All right, nice. Hello. Chat can get you Road one trip. of those uh, um, mechanical wheelchairs, dude. So that you don't even have to. Get we don't even have nice to push. Scooter, yeah. Get to the scooter. Can, and they don't want to say anything when I'm drooling on myself. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think yeah. we have bibs for that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to our uh, uh, first o- award of the night, um, the second uh, annual Brewing Network Awards. The first one we have to give away is Best New Character of Whoa. 2007. If you listen to the show regular- regularly, 
And if you're regular. <laughs> you know that uh, often people kind of come and go, but we end up with some sort of regular characters, people that really have an impact on the program. Good, bad, or indifferent. Exactly. They're not necessarily people we like, but they're characters <laughs> nonetheless. Um, and the nominees are this year, your first nominee... Is Icky. Oh. You better have Icky in there. Yeah. yeah. Gotta have it. You guys all remember Icky. He's our uh, Reno, Nevada listener who uh, has that name for a reason. He kind of makes you feel Icky. <laughs> <laughs> icky. I thought it was yeah. something else. I mean, a couple minutes on the phone with him and you feel pretty Icky. You gotta go shower. Yes. Uh, <laughs> our second nominee is our very own Bevo. Whoa! Yes. Nominated uh, for Best New Character on on the Brewing Network. Now, keep in mind throughout all of these awards, just to be nominated is is really you're a winner. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are so many characters to choose from, and and in all the awards, there's so many different people. So just to be in the nominees. Our third best uh, nominee for Best New Character of 2007, our very own Tasty McD. Whoa! Wow. Oh, yeah, right. Good work. Good That's work. a character, tell you that one. Well, if you remember, uh, for the first two years of the BN, Tasty wouldn't have anything to do with it. He nope. would hang out in the background. He would not see the microphone. Uh, he, he wouldn't do it. But in two years. The longest time he wouldn't even come to the show. Yes. Uh, yeah. we, in fact, to yeah. get him to even come to the show the first time, we had to convince him we wouldn't make him talk. Yeah, and, uh, I thought we tricked him. We did we trick did, him. Yeah, he oh, got yeah. me drunk in that. Definitely yeah. be tricked. <laughs> that, I remember talking to Mike. I'm like, Mike, you got to come to the show. No, I, you know, I, I feel like I'll just get in the way. Right. I don't. I do. You're funny on the microphone. Yes. Yeah. No. So and he shows up with beer, and yeah. I love it. What an honor. Yeah. So Stuff. we've known him for a while. He's been around the BN uh, since the beginning, but he's just become a character in 2007. Well, so thanks for that nomination. He's established. And our fourth and final nominee for best new character of 2007. Shat's crazy bitch. Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, we've never even heard from her. I'm pulling for her. <laughs> of course you are. Isn't the, uh, other way around? Isn't the other way around? I thought she was pulling for you. But such an I, impact. I, I, did you say, just say you're pulling for her? <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't been around in a while. So he's been pulling for her. Pole yeah. vaulting. Yeah. Pole vaulting. Pole. Yes. So now here's a character who you've never even heard from. No one's ever seen her. We don't know who this person yeah. is. Right. But had such an impact on the program that uh, she was nominated for the best new character. Her presence still reverberates throughout the army. And the winner, best new character of 2007, ladies and gentlemen, is none other than Tasty McDole. (laughs) Tasty McDole. Now, you have to realize that this oh. is, you know, contributions to the program and entertainment value, information, the whole thing. And I bring beer. And he brings beer. And he brings You're beer. The, <laughs> the total package. In fact, if He's I go down... I think it's to bring beer that starts the whole thing. That's if, if you look down the rest of the list, that is the one variable that nobody else has. That's right. <laughs> I missed it. So that could have been the win. Yeah. Bevo just Bevo, you got a brew some beer. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? You deserved it. Oh, thanks. Bevo. Absolutely. Oh. I, you got my vote in the chat uh, room. Oh, really? Oh, thanks. By the way, we do um, encourage acceptance speeches. Yes. Well, I just gave it. Uh, thanks <laughs> a lot. Uh, thank, and I uh, congratulate all the other nominees. They're all uh, great in their own right. And uh, <laughs> got to thank your mother, dude. And uh, if yeah. they could bring beer, I'm sure they would. <laughs> yes. Well, um, while McDole brings beer... Shad's crazy bitch brings the clap. <laughs> yeah, I don't bring any sort of like you know, STDs. Or anything like so yeah, hey, thanks a lot, guys. All right, very. So there you go, your recipient of the nice. uh, best new character wow. of 2007, Mike Mitchell. Thank you. Ooh.
Okay. Congrats, Mike. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> Our next award, and this one is a prestigious one, uh, created last year. It is the one of the most coveted Brewing Network awards goes to a very dedicated listener. It's the No Pants Award, given to the BN listener whose brutal honesty, strict adherence to the code, overall disregard for moral decency, and straight kick-assness lends him to win the 2007 No Pants Award. Your first nominee, and he won it last year, Bub. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. Bub brings it strong year after year. He was our recipient of the 2006 No Pants Award, and he again is nominated in 2007. Your second nominee, Zymergist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Doc, let's face it, Zymie, uh, he's pretty dedicated and brutally honest. Oh, yeah, definitely. we got to put him in there. Your third nominee, Ragdy. Ragdy's the guy who yuked on the air a couple of weeks ago. That's bringing it strong, a complete disregard for moral decency. He fits a lot of those brewers. Absolutely. Yeah, he fits a lot. He set out with a goal, and he achieved it. Yeah. (laughs) And finally, and that's exactly. And your last nominee, and I have a a few things to say about this one because he's nominated uh, for special reasons, is uh, Brew Bum. You know him as Brew Bum in the forum. And let me tell you why Brew Bum's nominated. He is nominated for uh, specifically the strict adherence to the Brewer's Code portion of this award. Whenever there's a fight in the forum, when people start bitching and whining about all sorts of stuff and they're going at each other's throats, Brew Bum's always the guy who gets in there and's like, dude, will you relax a little bit? This is beer. Like, what are you guys fighting about? He's the kind of guy who makes everybody laugh. His avatar's got a fat uh, Will Ferrell dancing around in it. Uh, that reminds me of Shat every time I see it. <laughs> Why are you being so mean to Chad? I don't know. I just I told you, it's kind of the year of effing with Shat. So angry. I think that 2008 is going to be the year of making Shat kill himself. <laughs> That's what I'm... And it might happen. <laughs> it happen. Just but you now he'll talk about his feelings. Yeah. Just remember, Chad, it's down the road, not across the street. <laughs> you see it. All right, so that's your final nominee. I think that Brew Bum really kind of brought it strong, at least in the one thing. So of those four, the winner of the 2007 No Pants Award, and I don't think I have to explain why, once again is Boob. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, at the bub timer. Anybody who needs a timer uh, to get him off the air before he gets indecent, uh, obviously. Uh, I know he won it last year, but the man is, he practically invented the award. Uh, how do you compete with, with a guy who paints himself with lipstick for the month of Lips December? Uh, he he created uh, at least a brewing network's Movember and encouraged a bunch of people to get along with it. Um, he just, uh, in general, week after week, continues to uh, disappoint me. He he <laughs> he planted some of his child's umbilical cord in a tree. Uh, he Remember did that? Do that. Yes, when he, he planted the tree, put a little bit of his umbilical cord in there. Yep, he like did a that creep. in the backyard. Boob, if you'd like to call in, call the landline because I got Doc on Skype. So, 888-401-BEER, if you'd like to give your acceptance speech for... Uh... I can just imagine what his next avatar is going to be. <laughs> and, Chad, Mad Dog 
I'm sorry, Matt Town says he loves you and that you shouldn't kill yourself. Uh, and that you respond to his emails promptly and he I likes love you that. too, brother. Yeah. At least not till you go on the low to light diet and uh, yeah. we figure out uh, if that works or not. <laughs> it's better than the South Beach diet. <laughs> it's much Shut better. Up, I'm on the See, South Beach drink. diet. <laughs> Maybe we ought to put Bevo on the low light diet before the wedding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that would probably be better than the regular beer I'm drinking, which is not okay on the South Beach diet. Are you drinking the saucer full of secrets? I'm drinking a lot of different <laughs> Good for you. Everything put in I front really, of her. I have drank everything put in front of me, and I had a piece of bacon today. That's it. One piece? Don't worry about it. You can't start with one piece of bacon. No, there's nothing absorbed. <laughs> Sam. Yeah, you can't start with one piece of bacon. No. Hey, Doc, are you eating on all that medication? Uh, eating what? Uh, anything. Yeah. <laughs> besides more pills. Yeah, besides pills. Yeah, when I can remember. <laughs> right, Got to be careful. I know. Doc, if you need, if you need some uh, brownies, I'll bring them over, Doc. So. Need brownies? Oh, excellent. Yeah. Oh. No, I just uh, got rid of the mother-in-law uh, this morning. She and, was hanging uh, out, huh? You know, Jewish mother-in-law. Eat something. Come on, you got to keep your strength up. Don't be a big shot. Don't be a big. Don't be a big shot, Scott. Yeah. Hey, stop trying to be so cool. Yeah. Percocets don't make you cool. Yeah, what's inside that makes you cool? Is that Boob for his acceptance speech? Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. Boob, congratulations. Uh, two-time recipient of the No Pants Award, my Boob. friend. Yeah. Well, it's easy when you don't wear pants. Yeah, I guess it is. I mean, you really kind of own this thing so far. I tried really hard to pick somebody else. Well, you should have. But, you know, yeah. whatever. Would you like to give your, uh, uh, your traditional th- uh, thanks speech? Um, what, now, what were the uh, criteria for this award again? Uh, so brutal I, honesty, somewhat. strict adherence to the code, overall disregard for moral decency. Okay, well, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. Thanks, Bob. There you go, the Bob Timer. <laughs> and you know, little known fact, we invented the Bob Timer. On last year's award ceremony. Yeah, I think that's right. Was it last year's award ceremony? Yeah. The Bub Timer is officially one year old. A bit of yeah. trivia there. Really? Yeah. yeah. I will give you an extra few seconds, even though the Bub Timer came off, given that you've just won the award, if you'd like to thank anybody in particular. Uh, brutal honesty. You know, hey, a little alcohol does that. Anybody can be brutally honest. Yeah. Uh, absolute lack of morals. That, that takes a little training. Yeah, you know, you should work on it. But, um... You know, looking through red tube enough will get you that. <laughs> okay. And, uh, that porn. Yeah, the rest of it I don't really remember. I got to take a shit, so that's kind of the first thing on my mind right now. <laughs> All right, and uh, we'd expect nothing less, ladies and gentlemen. Bub, yeah. uh, second year recipient of the uh, No <laughs> Pants Award. Thanks, brother. Thanks. All right. Ooh, that was a bad part. Sorry, guys. Oh. Bye. <laughs> There you go. That's Bub. And uh, Bebo just threw up in her mouth just a little bit after uh, hearing that. She's literally puking right now. She's puking. Come on, swallow. she got to put it back. To- oh, she's got to puke. Go ahead and put it on the floor. Oh, oh Bebo just there it goes. The floor. New award. New award. Did she? Re- is that puke? Beer. Oh, it was beer. I see. Wow, because that would have been... Oh, oh, poor Sam. Oh, man. Uh, sounded awfully worried there for a minute. I know. I was getting concerned, because, especially because if it, like if I would have smelt her puke, then I would have puked, yeah. and uh, it would have gone all around. Just like I had a self-esteem reaction. I couldn't. 
Oh, she was spitting beer, that's all. Tastes so good on my lips, not so good on my nose. <laughs> okay. I bet your puke smells like roses. <laughs> wow, listen to Shad. Oh. <laughs> hitting, wow. on, hitting on Bevo. So yeah. That's the line he uses with crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, while Sam's not in the room, uh, you want to go in the corner like and uh, throw up on me? That is his crazy bitch line. Don't worry, sweetheart. I JP, bet you give her your puke shirt. smells like roses. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our third award of the evening, another one of our highly coveted awards. This of one. Of course. A lot of glory involved with the person who wins the Ass Hat of oh. the Year Award. Yeah, that's right. Whoa, this one's, whoa, 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 whoa. This wow. one's important. This award goes to the Brewing Network listener who is so geeky. Such a consistent listener in the chat room as much as possible, contributing, helping others, really giving back to the BN community week after week. That's who gets the ass out of the year in 2007. And the nominees are Bad Rock Beer. There you go. Yes, yes. Bad Rock out of Colorado nominated not only because he got us the stripper pole, Doc, yeah. 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 Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. Sounds like F that dude. Yeah. Uh, but also... No, I actually saw him, him and Vanna's picture in the new beer magazine. That's right. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, we'll have to check that out. Uh, also, that dude. this guy is so BN geeky that at the Great American Beer Festival, before any of the brewcasters woke up on the final day to go tear down our booth, him and Vanna had already folded up and torn down our entire booth. That's how dedicated this man is to the, the BN Army. That's good people right there. Uh, he's in the forum all the time and just week after week really contributing. Your second. Go ahead. And he, he also gave us uh, Vanna's cleavage. And we got some cleavage yeah. from Vanna. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Big round of applause. Yeah. Much appreciated. That would have won it right there. Yeah. Your second nominee, once again, Zymergist, nominated oh, yeah. for two categories. Wow, two categories, yeah. Well, this guy, uh, he's uh, always in the chat room, and he's in the forum all the time. He often calls yep. into the program, you know, like it or not. And uh, just an all-around good dude is really dedicated to the BN Army cause. And right. uh, he, he is definitely one of the nominees. Your third nominee of the evening, and somebody who I think everyone knows the name and doesn't always think about the contributions that this gentleman makes, Bug Eater. Out of, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, Nebraska. Yeah. Bug Eater. Now, Bug Eater's been around since uh, the beginning, uh, back in 2005, and he's another guy. He always meets us at the events that we go to if he can make it. Yep. Uh, at the GABF, he stood around uh, almost as an employee talking to the different people who would come to the booth, which was good because he'd talk to them and bad because he's really ugly, and he knows that. Uh, but uh, really a dedicated guy. Doc, you got to agree with Bug Eater being... Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. And it was great because yeah. uh, he would introduce himself as Bug Eater, and, and people would know him. And they'd know him. Yeah. Absolutely. So everybody knows Bug Eater. Just a really dedicated Book. Okay. And your fourth and final nominee of the evening, um, none other than Boob. Once again. Oh, yes. Yeah, sure. Yes. Uh, nominated in the dedicated ass out of the year. I mean, the guy, he gets a, he rallies people in the forum to get involved in disgusting events and, uh, really just kind of keeps people involved. He's always welcoming folks in the, uh, in the new user portion of the forum and, and a, and a frequent contributor to the program. He is certainly. He's looking for friends. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Certainly a brewing network geek. And, uh, okay. The official winner. Of the Ass Hat of the Year, 2007. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Bug Eater. Hey! <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well deserved. Well deserved. Good job. Bug Eater really deserves this award. Uh, he's uh, helping people with brewing questions and, and the whole thing. Is he in the uh, chat room with you there, uh, Bevo? Get Bug Eater to call in if you would and uh, accept his award. Uh, this one is a big I mean, ass hat of the year. Let's face oh, yeah. it. Uh, yeah. You know. How many hats are there, Jerry? <laughs> what a soldier at JBF, too. I mean, he was all about it. He was really helping out. Oh, yeah, big time. I think that last year, Push won ass hat of the year. Pushed it. Yeah, can I can I give uh, Chad a special uh, middle finger award for bringing up something we just talked about two fucking minutes ago, Chad? <laughs> <laughs> what a man. What a man. Thank you, JP. Thank you. Thank you. Chad's going to get the... You're welcome. If this year keeps going like this, Chad's going to get the laid-back dude of the year. I mean, <laughs> Chad's going to get the, the two barrels of a shotgun eating his mouth. How many times can you insult a guy and he just goes, yeah, you're right. Right on. You're dude. right. You're right. Right yeah. on, man. Yeah. You're next. <laughs> you're on my list. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> my headphones just fell off. Doc, I'm going for drunk of the week. Oh, good. Not there to watch it? No, and it could be the first time ever. Uh, I was slacking off there in the middle of the show. I'm getting back on the horse right now. You're still slacking. So. You don't know how much we're drinking over here, you know. You guys are really pulling <laughs> oh, yeah. away, huh? I feel responsible. Oh, yeah. And check this out, Doc. We're also busting into the new Glarus, but I saved most of it for you. We only got two bottles. I was going to say, you see my finger? <laughs> I know. <laughs> now, well, well, Shat comes in here. He's got all the bottles of Nuclearis on the desk. And I went, whoa, hang on just a second. Uh, whoa, 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 there, soldier. Yeah. Now, he just wanted to give me our, uh, my choice of, of which ones to taste. So uh, we put away some for you. Bug Eater, is that you, my friend? Yes, it is. Me. All right. Congratulations. Ass Hat of the Year 2007. <laughs> Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, listen, uh, your contra- great Ralph Olson. <laughs> he does do a really good Ralph Olson as well. We could have given you an award for that, Bug Eater. Hello? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, your contributions uh, to the forum and to the network are uh, uh, really unparalleled, and we wanted to award you with Ass Out of the Year. If you'd like to give an acceptance speech, uh, the floor is yours, my friend. Uh... I guess it's all due to all you great folks out there and the fact that I don't have a life, so I guess I have to contribute. Perfect. <laughs> so thanks again. Well, you're just like the rest of us then, Bug Eater. <laughs> Congratulations, my friend. Ass hat of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Later, guys. Later. Take it Bye. with pride. We should have had, uh, since that's such a prestigious award, we need to have the previous year's winner, I think, give that, you know? Like oh, to push, give it out, yeah. yeah. Have push call up and give it out and or, hand it down. Yeah. yeah. So next year, bug eater. Give him the tiara. Yeah. So yeah. don't die on us, bug. Hey, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Town said that he's going to send you some new Glarus Belgian Red, and it's just for you. Cool. Don't right. thank you, thank you, thank you. Son of a bitch, we didn't even get that. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, let's move on to our next. Thank you. Award. Uh, this... my foot feels better already. <laughs> This one's important. Sounds sad. Well, it's... It's uh, like the Dead Dog of the Year Award. Around here... All the brewers that have left us. (laughs) Yeah. It's for our fallen doc. (laughs) Well, this one is really uh, something close to home around here. It's uh, not something we toss around lightly. We mean it. Sounds. When we call you the douche of the year. 2007. Yeah, that's right. I mean, 
There's a lot of douches in this world, let's face it. And in we, this room. In this room. In this room. Yeah. And we often like to point it out uh, when you're being a douche. Yeah. Is Sam nominated? Uh, Sam, <laughs> I'll tell you what, he was a forgotten hero in the douche. He yeah. goes to show how tough the competition is for douche of the yeah, year because he was not yeah. nominated. Well, I'll tell you what, he's, he also hasn't gotten married yet, and that makes you a big douche. Well, and there's our hey. douche of the decade, too. You know, he's holding off. But yeah, we can still get that. I'm awesome. Imagine the BNAs on our 10-year anniversary. The uh, oh, when it's the of the man. decade awards. Ooh, yeah. Good Douche lord! Of the decade. Oh man! And the nominees are first nominated once again. Oh. I think in his third category, Zymergist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's face it, that guy's a douche. Yeah, that's the root of his problem, I think. Yeah. That's why we love him. I mean, uh. It's just an honor being nominated. <laughs> that's right, Doc. The second, song. the second nominee, week after week, bringing the doucheness, our very own Dr. Scott. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> As I said, it's just an honor being nominated. Yeah. I mean, you got to admit, uh, to be a, to be a douche, it's when you're kind of insulting and re- kind of ridiculing and really digging it into other people as well. That also makes you a douche, and Doc's very good at that. Well, and the fact and the fact that he broke his heel falling four feet in the air. <laughs> yeah, that'll make him. That's a douche. pretty douchey. Yeah, four feet's a long way to me. <laughs> Your third nominee for douche of the year is me. <laughs> I am nominated for douche of the year. Yeah. Uh, Mostly, yes, it is, isn't it, Doc? Uh, mostly for how I treat JP in chat is yeah, why I'm yeah. nominated for douche of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure. Justin, I mean, douche. Justin, yeah. I don't think we have to give any examples of uh, why I, I'm in this category. And f you guys while I'm at it. Your fourth and final nominee for douche of the year is every other beer podcast out there for douche oh, yeah, of the year. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, for all of the copying and pretending that uh, that we didn't start this whole thing and make it badass, That's right. every yeah. other podcast out there. Yeah, Biscuit, what do you think of that? Oh, oh very good, Biscuit. <laughs> and the winner, and they should wear it proudly as a badge of honor, of the 2007 Brewing Network Awards Douche of the Year. Pausing for a <laughs> for dramatic, dramatic effect. Okay. Dramatic. Is every other beer-related podcast out there? Yeah. Yeah. Well done, well done. Thank you. Yes. And I'd like to congratulate all of you for being the douche of the year. Fantastic. I know they worked hard at it. <laughs> week after week, or at least once a month, or whatever it is you guys do. You all work hard at being douches of the year. And I congratulate you. Okay, Doc, now this is one everyone's been waiting for, and I'm, and it's one of your favorites, too. One of the most coveted Brewing Network awards. In fact, probably the most. This one is the one. They go for this all year long. It's the 2007 Drunk of the Year Award. I mean, this is the one that really drives it home for the Brewing Network listener. Uh, All the other ones are almost meaningless. (laughs) Compared to this. Jason, uh, as a guy who's not listening to the program, you'll have to understand, this one is... Yes. Oh, this is off the hook. This one means something. I'm honored to be here tonight. Just to to be a part of it. Just listen. And this one... Oh, by the way, uh, Jason. Yes. I wish I would have been there. I I didn't even know it was you going to be on there. Oh, thank you. That's all. Last minute replacement, and he came through for us, Doc. 
Well, it's a wee guy. I'm glad I was, you know, asked in last minute. And but of course that. Yeah. Well, I'm thank sure, you. Uh, I didn't get to listen, but I'm sure it went great. It did. It's actually Jason's been great. He's I only embarrassed myself once. <laughs> well, then you better come back. I know. Well, I'll see what happens. Okay. The nominees for the 2007 Drunk of the Year. Number one, and I'm going to play you. Why? Oh. <laughs> Icky, ladies oh. and gentlemen. Yes, our first nominee is Icky. Yeah, that guy can be smashed. And he is nominated for things like this. Caller, who are we talking to? Yeah, it's uh, Funky Bucket. Funky Bucket, where are you calling from? Yeah, Reno, man. You guys are coming through for the burning... Shit. Wait, wait, wait a second. How high are you right now, Funky Bucket? Oh, well, we're um, we're about forty three thousand feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we're at sea level. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys are coming up here to burn stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We are. Yeah. So, so when you come through, we have the uh, ass funk bucket for you. But if you don't like that stuff, we have some other decent stuff that Jamil's been helping me with. Yeah. I'm not sure I follow you, and it also sounds like you're having a conversation with yourself at the same time. I just want to point. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> So do I get drunk of the week or what? Man? I would give it to I think you get drunk of the week. That you get. Oh, man. I was yeah. going for it. I've been pinned up for like a year, year and a half or so. In the pen. I'm yeah. I've only been listening to you guys for for like three months. I met you guys out Bad at, internet uh, connection at in the, prison. the NHC. Yeah. And you guys rock. I Thank asked you. you to see if you can turn down the chandeliers in the middle of like Vinny's speech. Yeah. And, oh, I do man. It? You guys rock. I had a really good time out there and and uh, we've been brewing up man can i change your name to icky i just want you to be icky from now on uh, yeah too, i'm not asking they make a good beer but i like funky bucket yeah funky bucket's okay and what by the way when i ask if i can change your name it's kind of a rhetorical question i've pretty much decided now that you're icky and <laughs> i think that you should call it more often icky because you're a fun dude oh, man i'm gonna wake up my kids i'm laughing so hard <laughs> Oh, he has kids. All right. Wake up. is drunk of the week. And uh, thank you, my brother. Cheers. And I appreciate the phone call. Okay. Come through and we'll we'll uh, we'll meet at Silver Peak, right? I'll see what I can do. I'm with a whole crew of people. I don't know if I can uh, stop. Yeah, well, yeah. you got to be honest. Stuff, I understand. Right. Yeah, I'm, it's not my thing. Like, I'm a tag-along in this one. So uh, maybe on another trip through or maybe the way back or something. Maybe you'll see my flame through on there and, and from 80 and you can just stop by. I'll follow that. Dude. Thanks, Icky. Peace. Later. So there you go. Your first nominee, Icky, in his uh, first phone call, where his name originated from. Uh... You know, we had to... Uh, Well-deserved. Yeah, he's, so he's your first nominee. I mean, Doc, you got to put uh, Icky in the drunk of the year, right? I think, you know, he should be nominated twice. <laughs> yeah, he almost did get uh, nominated twice. It's true. Okay, your second nominee for drunk of the year happened very recently. Ragdy called in just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, man. And this was Ragdy. This was the... Sorry, Bevo? Is this the, the puking one? This is the... Okay, Ragdy called in and puked one. on the air. Really kind of brought it in late in the year. He called in December and really cleaned house with this one. This is Ragdy. Not his whole... His entire phone call. No. But uh, just the important part. The part that got him nominated. Yeah. Ragdy. Oh, and by the way, as a requirement, you have to have been drunk of the week. 
to be nominated for Drunk of the Year, right. by the way. So right. uh, this is Rag D a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Brewing Network first, ladies and gentlemen. Our Drunk of the Week is actually going to Uke on the air. Uke of the Week. <laughs> That's funny no matter how many times I've heard. Yeah. He's laughing. He hit on me for lying. Yeah. He's laughing. I think it's the puke and then the BN Army for life that yeah. really gets him nominated. Yeah, the, the 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 puking is is just gets him, you know, as a thought. That yeah, the BN Army for life that secures him. Yes, a nomination. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and your third and final nominee. I have to say, last year's competition was uh, there was a lot of people to weed through. Drunks of the Week brought it a little weak uh, in terms of quantity this year. Although quality-wise, it was pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. Quality-wise is definitely up there. Here is your third nominee. International from Denmark. It's Tour, who called in also just a couple of weeks ago. And here is his phone call. Thor, what's happening? Are you there? Yeah, hey. Hey, what's going on? I just want to call in as drunk as the week. <laughs> He's as drunk as the week, he even yeah. says. I, I heard strongest of the week. There was a whole uh, forum discussion just before the show I was reading about the requirements for who would get drunk of the week. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I read that one. Did you? Well, I'll tell you right now, so far, you sound, where are you calling from? Uh, Denmark, it's Tor, sorry. Oh, it's Tor. <laughs> That's why I didn't say. Uh, Tor from Depp, what is it, like 4 a.m. there? Yeah, well, actually, it's 4.30. And I've been drinking for three days now. <laughs> really? Yeah, I got the day awesome. off tomorrow, so... Oh, that's great. Oh, I yeah. really need to get my drinks on. <laughs> and she who must be obeyed is not too pleased right now. She came in, when are you going to bed? It's like, hey, man, I'm listening to this show. I can't go to bed now. Yeah. Uh, well... When you're in, I'll be waiting. Tour, I think it's time for you to sleep now. No way. Yikes. This Sad show way. is this show is still coming over the internet and I must listen to it now. Please go away. <laughs> oh, dude. You and got it. Have you been drinking homebrew for three days or commercial uh, brew? Uh, Well, actually, homebrews and commercial brews. There you go. I see. Well, that's good. I like to mix it up myself. Tour, I can't believe it. She likes the Americans, is that what you said? No, I like them. Oh, you do? Well, I like you guys, so. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, the rest, I don't care about those. <laughs> that's good enough. Neither do we, for yeah. that matter. <laughs> True. If you're not in the studio, we hardly like you. Unless you donate. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. We've gotten some pretty weak uh, drunk of the weeks for, for the last uh, month or so, I'd say. Mm. Yeah, uh, you're uh, you're you're on top of the list right now, my friend. I would agree. Uh, if things okay, keep up well, right now, I'll give you drunk of the month. Oh, <laughs> that sounds great. Well, I just want to Did challenge Code because he was like, "Oh, like, oh yeah, I'll call him as drunk as the week, and I'll just you know, okay, be all over your guys." And I was like, <laughs> Hell no! Grod wants to be all over the guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah typical. Right. I think Tor should be our new uh, one of our new co-hosts. Yeah, he should just hang out. <laughs> the, the Denmark, uh, what are they called? Uh, like an analyst or something? Yeah, you know, yeah. check in from Denmark. Whatever. How's the beer scene? I don't even know. <laughs> I haven't left my house in three 
days. Yeah. I haven't even blinked. I've been drunk all the time. I don't know. Yeah. I'm so Anything drunk, I, I don't blink. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, brother. Well, you're at the top of the list right now. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. All right. We'll see you, man. Thanks for calling. There you go. Your yeah. third uh, nominee. Oh, I, am, I am really funny. Can I just say that? JP, you are funny. I'm so drunk, I can't even blink. Doc, that's tough competition, huh? You know, that is. That's three strong runners. Icky, Tour, and Ragdy. All of them uh, really competing hard. Oh, yeah. We're drunk of the year. Now, before I announce the winner, <laughs> I don't know if you remember from last year, but there's a drunk of the year song. Oh, there is. That's right. It Are we going to sing it? It has to be oh, sung. Oh, yes. Daniela would have it no other way if we did not sing the Drunk of the Year song. She would be very upset with us, and we cannot have that. So we will sing the song for Drunk of the Year. Schumann, so that you know, it's to the theme of the uh, of the Imperial Star Troopers. Darth Vader's entrance theme. You'll get it. It's a piece of cake. Just yeah. follow my lead. And everybody, please, is going to have to sing along. I'd love it if Schumann just couldn't get it. He's like, Dang. The musician guy going, I have no idea. Um, Doc, you remember the tune, don't you? Oh, yeah. I, every time I, I think of it, I think of Daniela singing it. Of course. She did great. If you listen... Listen to last. It was the cutest thing. I was listening to Daniela doing the BNAs last year. I almost cried. Uh, she's singing this song like all by herself. The rest of us would stop, and she would keep going. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah, it was fantastic. I remember a couple of times her singing it to me, and she's halfway through the song before I knew she was singing, even singing it. To me. <laughs> right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. The 2007. Drunk of the year. The drum roll? I, I think it's. I don't. I think it's no surprise goes to Ragdy for oh, puking on the air. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A late entry, much like when uh, during the Oscars you put the movie out in the, you know just before the end of the nominations. Ragdy came in there. He really scooped it up. He puked off of his deck. Can we uh, hear it again? And he also yelled out. Uh, BN Army for Life. Here is Ragdy. Uh, Brewing Network first, ladies and gentlemen. Our Drunk of the Week is actually going to Uke on the air. Uke of the Week. Army for Life? There it is. That's what I've said right there. Well deserved. Is Ragdy in the chat room with you, Beavis? You don't see him there. That's wow. you. Bill. How? What a shame it would be uh, not to accept uh, his no, award for the most. He's there. Yeah, well, he, should he, he should call in and accept. I mean, that's the most. Because uh, we have to sing to him if he calls in, right? Yeah. Yes, we do. Then we'll have the singing. Yes. Okay. While we're waiting for that to happen, I have another very special award to give out. Oh. Uh. That's not the music I want. This is the music I want. Another very important one. Yeah. Skipping ahead a little bit here. This goes to the person involved with the Brewing Network who really lays it on the line. Who really just goes all out 155% every single time. It doesn't matter what's happening. It's the Purple Hop Award. The Purple Hop goes to the BN Army soldier who's not afraid to risk his or her own life. Not afraid of heights. Not afraid of drinking too much. (laughs) 
Not afraid of being ridiculed or or wives yeah. who might divorce them. <laughs> the Purple Hop Award goes to our very own Dr. Scott <laughs> for his oh, performance thank you. Thank you. in December of 2007. Oh, yeah. Injured in the line of duty. Where he was injured in the line An of historical duty. historical event. Yes. It was all for the sake of good radio. The man has come to understand good radio. As much as I do, he knows that we don't do anything here unless it's good radio. He has proven that with the stripper pole and has won himself the Purple Hop Award. Congratulations, oh, okay. Dr. Scott. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Now, if we didn't do good radio, we'd be just like all those other douchebag guys. We would. We could have won ourselves the Douche of the Year Award. Exactly, because... We know what good radio is. That's we bring it every week. Every single week. Rain or shine. Yeah. Broken bones. Don't matter. If it means taking a little fall off a stripper pole, so be it. You know? That's a mile. It might happen, but... That's a mile. That's a mile. That's a mile. one. <laughs> so congratulations. And by the way, it's a brand new award. You're the first recipient. You will go down in history as the very first... Purple Hop Award recipient. Oh, boy, I'm honored. Can you smoke that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think the Purple Hops are the kind that you smoke. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right. And we've got Ragdy on the line to accept his uh, Drunk of the Year Award. Ragdy, my friend, how are you? Oh, speechless, my friend. <laughs> Can you even I believe it? You put, you put me in a category with uh, some of the best there. Uh, <laughs> I've got to give congratulations to everybody else who was nominated. Yeah. It was oh, tough. Man. Tough competition. Uh, and the sad part is I have to be sober tonight to accept it. Well, it's okay. I fact, in fact, I think in, it's kind of the tradition for Drunk of the Year. MedTech, who won it last year, um, also was sober accepting his award. So you're, you're kind of falling right in line with the troops. Uh, well, I've, I've been at work all night long, so I've actually got off work about an hour ago, but I had to hang around because I couldn't make it to the house before the end of the show. Okay. Well, you know, it, it, it's acceptable, but by no means encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. I, I'd, I'd like to dedicate my award to the JP Appreciation Thread and all the turtles out there. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. That's really great. Thanks. Wow. All right. Well, congratulations, Ragdy, and uh, we hope to, we, you know, we have uh, big plans for you in 2008, my friend. Be an army for life. Right? <laughs> <laughs> boy. All right, brother, cheers yeah, and congratulations. Yeah. Everybody out there in the chat room, I'll see you guys uh, some other week when I'm drinking. Approached, <laughs> <laughs> brother. All right, bye-bye, guys. All right, there you go. So I've got a question. Uh, do these awards uh, also get somebody an advancement in rank? You, you know, JP and I had we were discussing that when we were going through the awards this week too. Uh, we don't know. We're gonna have to. We'll talk more about that, Doc, with you and and see what we think. I think uh, they certainly give you. Isn't there like things where you don't go up in rank, but you get? Um, it's like service medals and stuff. Like don't you get ribbons? And they're called yeah. something else. They're like yeah. marks of honor or some shit. Badges, maybe. Accommodations. Not just accommodations. Yeah, accommod- yeah. Accommodations, yeah. yeah. Not accommodations. It's, it's accommodations. Yeah, because that would be like a hotel. Accommodations. Yeah, you get like accommodations. Yeah. <laughs> Winner of the Purple Hob gets to stay at two nights at the Sun Valley Inn. <laughs> yeah. All right. couple more. Just two more awards in the listener um, uh, segment. Uh, 
just a point of uh, protocol here. Yes, please. Were we going to Tasty. sing Drunk of the Year? Oh! oh. Shit, and, we, and he's not on the line, but well, he is he's listening. listening. Thank you, McDole. Right. God bless McDole. God, see, and this is why he's best new character of 2007. <laughs> Bring that strong. I didn't know to bring it up again. All right, Doc, I expect you uh, to sing along, even if you have to do it quietly. Uh, just follow my lead, everybody. <laughs> Why would he have to do it quietly? Wait for my cue, and this, Ragdy, is for you, my friend, and also for Daniela, because she'd have it no other way. Now that everybody knows it, we'll give it to you one more time before we uh, go off the air so that you get an official everybody singing version. you got to have your own song. All right, our next award goes to... This is the BN Army Loyal so- Soldier of the Year. Oh. Yes. The new guy category. who's really... It's a brand new category since the BN Army's kind of new. Who's just really dedicated to the army and advancing the, the presence of the army and uh, kind of like a Nazi, if you will, you know, <laughs> really sort All of the party. shoving it down everyone's throat. Yeah. Yeah, whether you like it or not, yes. you will shower, <laughs> drink a lager. There is only yeah. one person who was qualified to be nominated for the BN Army uh, Loyal Soldier of the Year. He is our only nominee and our winner. He's got so bad if he was nominated and didn't win. That would, <laughs> that would suck. We're not here. It does happen at the GABF, like where there's no first yep. place. Yeah, first place, I, nothing. That's rude. <laughs> it is just rude. Rude. Your winner, with both of the Brewing Network's logos tattooed to his body, is Mr. Henning, oh. the BN Army Soldier of the Year. Oh yeah. yeah. This man has the uh, the Brewing Network regular logo uh, tattooed to one leg, and the and the hop grenade tattooed to the other with the words "BN Army." Uh, there is no compare to the loyalty of any of our soldiers than the one and only Mr. Henning. We're not worthy. Yes. Have Plus, we seen pictures of those recently? I know we got to see them right when they were done. Like yeah, I don't think old. we've seen any healed photos. They're on the, the hair on. Aren't they on the chat? Or Did he put some forum? new ones up there? I think that's his avatar. There might crust. be some. Yeah, there might be some new ones up there. Is Did he in crusty? the uh, chat room with you there? He usually is. Mr. Henning. Uh, the, I mean, I'm telling you, the man is without compare. He's got tattoos of the BN. Yes. That's it. That's why there were no other nominees, because it was just, me. it was like going to be. He used the different body parts instead of, you know, putting them right next to each other. No, he went one for each yeah. leg. Like, this guy walked like it goes ba-boom, ba-boom. Like, each ba-boom is a brewing like, network. Like, really? You uh, don't even have tattoos of the BN? I don't. I'm not that crazy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying the man isn't insane. I'm saying he's one of the most dedicated. He's the most uh, yeah. dedicated soldier yes. in the BN well, Army. Yeah. Fan is short for fanatic. And I believe we've got him uh, on the line now to accept his award. Is that him there? Okay. Mr. Henning, my friend, uh, congratulations. BN Army Loyal Soldier of the Year. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I- I just want to put this out that I really want to 
remind everybody about the cause behind it. About what? About the cause behind it. I don't want anybody to forget about Linda. Thank you for that. Mm. Uh, Mr. Henning's absolutely right. If you listen to our last show of the year in 2006, we were doing a fundraiser for Linda Stark, uh, part of the uh, Brewers Association. And uh, what Mr. Henning did was he said, if on this night we raise $2,000 for Linda, I will tattoo the Brewing Network's logo to my body. And the listeners came through and donated a whole bunch of money. And Henning followed through with his commitment. And uh, a few months later, got not just our Brewing Network logo, but both logos tattooed to his body. And yes, it was for a very, very important cause. And I'm really glad that you uh, included that here, Henning. That was awesome. Yeah. Well... I'll try and get some new photos up, too. <laughs> yeah, get us some new ink photos. We want to see that. We want you to wear those things. Pr- now, do you wear shorts often so everyone can see oh, your shit? Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your BN Army loyal soldier of 2007. First-time recipient. <laughs> Henning, thank you, uh, not just for your loyalty, but also for the cause that you did it for. You're a brother, man. Thanks. Thank you. All right, Later. There you go. Kind of a somber uh, yeah. man. Don't sound so excited. But, uh, he's a he's just a genuine guy. He's yeah. just calm. He has a lot of he's a lot inside him. All right, another brand new award, ladies and gentlemen. Doc, I think you can appreciate this one. We often uh, wonder about these people. It's the BN Army MIA POW Award. Oh, yeah. Yes, for our f- some of our favorite uh, contributors of yesteryear that have gone missing. And the nominees are, of course, Ozzy. Oh, yep. Yeah. Miss that guy. Now, Ozzy was a big contributor. of the, He was at our first anniversary party in 2006 and uh, really was kind of involved a lot. He's come around a little bit lately. He's poking around here and there. He went on the wagon. Well, that'll do oh. it. And we missed him for about a year, and then he kind of poked his head around. He's been around a little bit lately. But still, worthy of nomination for the MIA POW Award. Yeah, these guys have gone, gone into hiding. Yeah. Got their virtual Geely suits on. <laughs> yes. Your second nominee. And we mentioned him earlier. I think everyone can agree. Where is this man? MedTech. Yeah. I mean, he won Drunk of the Year last year. Uh, the reason he won it was not for one drunk phone call like our winner this year. Right. Oh, no. Won. He got drunk jangled. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He was in year after year. We have not seen or heard from him since the uh, 2007 anniversary party. Right. Med yeah, Tech, he got drunk jangled. He oh. has <laughs> fallen off the map. I buried that game in the backyard. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> and our third nominee for the BN Army... MIA POW award is Crotch Rot. Yeah. Now, Crotch Rot, I say about a lot of listeners, they've been around since day one. Crotch Rot was around the day we put up the forum, which was about a month before day one. We never even went live before this guy was contributing and here, ready to be a part of the Brewing Network. And over the last, I'd say, six or eight months, maybe even the last year, he's kind of gone missing. We've heard from him just a little bit. He was sending me a message or two tonight, but I've not heard from him in weeks. Yeah. Don't forget the 100th show. Yeah, I was really surprised to see him in the chat room earlier. 
Yeah, he was hanging on the chat room. He At did first contribute. I it was somebody else using his moniker. He did help do our 100th show. Um, he uh, organized something that I still cannot believe he pulled off. Which is all the more reason that he is uh, one of our beloved missing persons because of these contributions. But uh, we just haven't heard from him too much uh, other than that. So he is nominated. Yeah. And can I say um, uh, we've all suffered for it? I mean, he was putting up some great audio. Really yes. good pictures. Yes. Contributing a lot. Yes. All right. And the winner of the 2007 BN Army MIA POW Award goes to Crotch Rot. Oh. Whoa. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Crotch. Just a big contributor that we miss having around. Um... I'll tell you, that was tough competition between all three of those guys. I wanted to uh, give Ozzy the win because he was really around a bit, but he's kind of shown up again, so he lost a little points there. Mm-hmm. MedTech missed the hell out of the guy. He could be dead. Yeah. If I knew he was dead, he would have won. Oh, easy. <laughs> Hands down. And, yeah, I'd give it to him in a second. Uh, but it goes to Crotchrot because of his contributions that have been sorely missed. I uh, haven't seen him around uh, in, in quite a while. So congratulations, uh, Crotchrot. All right, uh, so what do I got? I got a Drunk of the Week call, and then I got to get to the BN Staff Awards. Coming up at 9 o'clock here. Let's do this quick. Lord Bia of Berkeley, I think it's our uh, German-American uh, calling in. Lord, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, so you, now you're back in action. I tried to call you back, man, but your phone didn't work. I don't know really what was up with that. I, I was given my... I was given the phone number for where I was at, but whatever. I call sober. It's all good. Uh, that's all I need it's to hear. Good. The man's sober. Listen to him. Nah, I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to make it resemble. He just sounds like you have a permagree on what, what are you doing in Germany, anyway? Uh, I came here for an internship. Internship uh, tanked, and I got into grad school, and that's where I stayed. Yeah, I see. And which part of Germany are you in? Bremen, northern Germany, just south of Hamburg. A lot of uh, northern German beers, which are really kind of sucky. <laughs> no. I see. There's some good northern uh, German. Isn't Schwartz beer in northern Oktoberfest and, and the Munich southern German beer, so That's you know, good I'm stuff. sure Daniela can, can, can appreciate my my uh, my love for southern German beers, but yeah. Yeah. So, but tonight tried to pull off uh, an Imperial Heifer after the last couple of um, after the last couple of shows that you guys been doing about the Heifers and it didn't work so well. <laughs> Trying to brew it, you mean? Yeah, it didn't really work out so well for me. All right, well, you know. I ended up with a regular Hefe. Really? What'd you mess yeah. up? Yeah. Don't know. Uh, I think it took the third, it was the third yeast starter that actually took catch. That to, to begin with and ran out of ingredients and, and the, the temperatures were off and it was just a big you know uh, shit storm from the beginning and eh, it was fun <laughs> drank a lot of hefe though picked up a whole selection to try to figure out what I wanted to brew in the beginning and ended up drinking it way too late so yeah I drank a lot of beer after the fact and it it, it, it kind of calmed the nerves. All right. Well, I'll tell you, uh, your last little bit there uh, gives me a little faith in you. Right now, you're our only drunk of the week, so I'll tell you, you're winning. Oh, yeah! 
<laughs> there you go. That'll that'll bump you up a little bit. You're competing with me so far. So uh, I, I think hey, you're in the I Clearly you're winning. I can tell you all the different beers I've drank tonight, and I can do it without any hesitation. <laughs> Plus, it's like... Uh, I think he's going through puberty, too. It's very early in the morning. Screw <laughs> you, Doc! Or JP, or whoever you are. Oh, Crotchrot's calling in for his acceptance speech, but Crotch, you have to call in on the 800 number, dude. Sorry, because I can't. Uh, will you tell him in the in the chat room there he has to call in on the landline? Because I got Doc on the Skypey. So, all right, brother. Well, listen, happy birthday! And uh, right now, you're our winner for Drunk of the Week. So if nobody beats you. <laughs> You could get it. <laughs> you just woke up all the Germans in uh, northern Germany right now. They're not used to yelling anymore. They Damn straight. They're not used to sleeping anymore either. It's, it's true. They haven't yelled since World War II. You know what I mean. I hear you. I don't know. All right, brother. Cheers. Cheers, man. Later, my brother. All right. Our long-lost uh, brother in Germany. Okay. Oh, yeah. Tell. See, he's still calling on Skypey, and uh, all right, I'll tell him over here. Justin, this is Augie Bush again. I had to pin up my cards, though. the names. But I just wanted to say I agree with this guy. Northern Northern deals suck, which is why I'm not sure if you know, but I invented. Augie's getting angry. <laughs> and he's getting feedback. Thank you. Thank you, Augie. Thank you, Augie. I'm surprised you didn't say he was the luckiest man on the face of the earth. <laughs> All right, we've got to move on now with our official uh, Brewing Network Awards. Is that crotch there? Because Crotch needs to accept his uh, MIA POW award. I told, him to, I told him to call on the landline. Yeah, all right, we don't know. So I'm going to move on. Here we go. Now moving on to the uh, Brewing Network staff and guests and people involved in the program um, on this end of the whole thing. Our first award. Is it Crotch Rot Beavis? No, so it's just somebody else. All right, put him on hold and let me know who it is. Ladies and gentlemen, the 2007, a brand new award, the Geekiest Guest Award. Yes, here on the BNAs. Yes. All right. A lot of guests come on here, and some of them are cool, and uh, some of them are real brewing geeky. And, uh, some are both. Some are both. Now, keep in mind, this uh, this cannot be staff. It has to be a guest. So uh, I would have liked to nominate Jamil in the Geekiest Guest Award. He can be pretty geeky about beer. Your first nominee is Drew Beecham. Yeah. yeah. Captain, I mean, yeah. Captain Binary. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's the guy Captain who binary. tried to give us his beer recipe in binary code. And uh, that's about as geeky as it gets. Thank right you. Here. I feel like I was set up here so great. <laughs> Our second nominee and a beloved friend of the Brewing Network, the great John Palmer. Yeah. Oh. Author of How to Brew, Is There a Larger Geek yeah, in Homebrewing? He's a total geek. I don't know. Yeah, he's a, much yeah, better his Hawaiian shirt always has a pocket protector. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Our third nominee, and uh, you all knew this was coming, the oh, mad yeah. scientist Colin Kaminsky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
of Downtown Joe's. Jason, you know Colin? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, uh... Downtown Joe's. What a geek this man is. We love We love water. That's it. I don't know that there's anybody who sits next to Doc in the yeah. studio and geeks out more than Colin. Yeah. And, uh, he had an appearance this year that, uh, yeah, really, you know, got him nominated here. Uh, your final nominee of the year. Is it about water? Another late entry. <laughs> Mr. Ian Ward of Brewer's oh. Supply Group. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good job. Yeah, good guy. Now, Ian's one of these guys who borderlines cool, also because yeah. he was a lot of fun, a very cool dude. I think it's the guy? English part, you know. But once he started talking guys. about uh, like how to predict weather systems and brewing and weird shit like that, uh, <laughs> I think Doc and I knew he was one of the nerds. Oh yeah. yeah. Nerds. So those are your nominees. And the winner of the nerdiest, geekiest guest of 2007 here on the Brewing Network goes to the one and only, the legendary John Palmer. Yeah, the man's an engineer, yeah. and uh, is my Skype working? Sponge. It's some, Sh- sometimes Sh- it's hard to even have a normal conversation with you guys. <laughs> Chef's new nickname is Ogre, by the way. I mean, yeah. I mean, when we tried to junk uh, drunk Jenga, John Palmer, he was uh, giving us the. Uh, he was a ninja. He well, not only that, he was giving us the like the geometry of drunk Jenga. Uh, <laughs> That'll never stay on me because it's <laughs> it's too obtuse. Which, by the way, JP was. Crying like a little girl with a skinny going, You can't drunk Jenga and John Palmer. <laughs> you can't do you can't that. Do it. Can't do that I'm not kidding. I have that buried in the backyard. They want to pull that out. I, say, oh, I don't know where it is. I, I, <laughs> ah. All right. So, John Palmer, congratulations. You are the winner of our geekiest guest of 2007. All right. Our next award. Another important one. We have a lot of people on the program week in and week out. How many shows do we do a year? This is a lot, isn't there? At least 12. It's like 38 or something like that. At least. Oh. Takes lots of beer. This award is for the best guest of 2007. A tough uh, category. This is a hard one. Yeah. This one's tough. And the nominees are Ralph Olson of Hop Union. The Hop and Malt Show, the same show that Ian Ward was nominated for. Nerd, nerd. <laughs> yeah. Good show. Uh, Doc, you got to agree, Ralph was great on that program. Oh, yeah. yeah. Brings us strong every time. If you think back a few months uh, early in the year, a show, uh, a guest we've never had on before, kind of surprised us with how cool he was. Homer Smith. Yeah. Oh, Homer, yeah. yeah. How great was Homer? Now, uh, go back to the archives. Homer's a guy who works at, uh, what's the shop? In, oh, in the, the Oak Barrel. The Oak Barrel oh, on San Pabby. Super wine dude. Had some of his wine after yeah. the program that he was on. This man can make some serious wine. He oh, gave yeah. us his table wine. He called it crap. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, and barbecue. And barbecue. He made us a great barbecue, too. Uh, this guy was just great for his storytelling on the program. Just kind of the history of home brewing. He was t- telling us about uh, uh, brewing at home when he was 11 or something, 12. Yeah. He was brewing his first batch. Like, at least. It was, cool. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, your third nominee, and in this case, nominees. Oh, oh I know who this is. The Brothers White. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You knew that, right, Doc? Yep. The White Brothers, Chris and Mike White from White Labs, been on uh, a couple of different shows in the Brewing Network throughout the year. Not just the session, but also the Jameel show. And uh, always great contributors to the program. Not only are they some of the geekiest guys we get on the program, but at the same time, some of the most fun. They have a good time hanging out here. So I had to nominate both of them because Chris White's not the same without Mike White hanging out next to him. The Brothers White, your third nominee. The twin geek You think they dress up like black people for Halloween? <laughs> I think you ought to propose that to them, JP. I'm, I'm sure they to. have never thought of that. And the fourth and final nominee of Best Guest of 2007, longtime friend of the program and uh, just an all-around good guy, Chris Graham. Oh, that's right. Now, Chris Graham is nominated in this category not only because he always comes through in a pinch, but uh, because he's generous and uh, tons of good information come out of this guy for for the home brewer. Like, he's really uh, the kind of the guy who's not here to sell anything, but the guy to uh, to, to talk about home brewing and prove your, your home brewing. Doc, you can vouch for this. Yeah, because he's a friend of mine, too. <laughs> he's one of Doc's best friends, if not his best friend. And he's easy. You, you get him drunk, and he'll give away half the shop. That's the other thing. He starts giving away a bunch I'm, of shit. I'm good. I'll, I'll, I'll up that, too. I don't even I care. Yes. Thanks, Chris. And the winner of the 2007 <laughs> Best Guest Award. This is a tough one. This was hard. Yeah. The Brothers White, ladies. Oh! Chris and Mike White. Mike White. Their contribution for the Yeast Show this year was uh, unbelievable. So I uh, had to give it to them. Just good stuff. All right, our next award for Brewing Network staff. Uh, this one is interesting because the people who create it, um, well, they're, they're the same two people. So whoever wins, it doesn't matter. They're getting congratulations. But uh, wouldn't mind a little input from the studio before we uh, uh, decide on the winner. This is for the Brewing Network production of the year. You know, the different promos that we do, yeah. which we try to make funny and fun and uh, do different things. Uh, a late entry, but probably one of the best. Our first nominee for production of the year is this one. Did you know that every day a brewcaster goes to bed hungry? Did you know that that brewcaster is silently calling for the help of people just like you? Do you know that every day the unicorn and the rainbow have to blow sailors for loose change? For less than the cost of a half-calf, quad-shot, venti, extra-hot, soy milk, triple-pump, hazel, low-fat foam, double-cupped macchiato a day, you can help starving adults in Pacheco. Your love can be felt for as little as seven cents a day. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate to sign up today for as little as $2 a month. Private first class in the BN Army. Buy your way up the ranks as corporal, sergeant, ranger, or colonel with an easy-to-do monthly donation that keeps brewcasters alive and your favorite internet radio station broadcasting. No donation is too small to help those in need. Can't you find it in your heart to share your love with a brewcaster? In return, you will enjoy the wealth of knowledge that comes with every episode of the session. The Jamil Show and Yes even that other show. Thank you for listening, and please sign up for your donation at thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate today. Not bad, huh, folks? That's a good one. That's great. Very professional. Yes. Your I love that s- nice one. guitar work there. Your Make second your nominee for the Brewing Network anniversary show was this promo. Somewhere in Bandurma, Turkey, 
Kelly Beck, what you do? Oh, hello, Diego. I hack into Brewing Network again. Big party coming soon. Not again. Look, I am into Brewcaster Skype account. What? Call someone. Hello? John, John Palmer. Who is this? Oh, this, um, producer Shat. Right. You go to anniversary party at Bistro in Hayward on June 3rd? Yeah, I'll be there. In fact, I'm taking Bart. Bart? Yeah, there's a discount on your first beer with a Bart ticket. Who is this Bart and why he give us discount? Yeah, <laughs> and not do sexual performance favor again. My throat's still sore. No, no. Bart is the public transportation. And the Brewing Network wants everyone to use it getting to and from yes. the anniversary show. Big show? Yeah. Great beer? You bet. Live music? Yep. Okay, I hack airline travel website next. The Brewing Network second anniversary party. You never know who you'll see there. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com for more details. Yeah. So, would you like to divide hotel room? John? There you go. <laughs> That's a good one, right? And John Palmer did show up at our anniversary party, too. It was very nice of him. Your third nominee for production of the year. This fall, the most anticipated book in home brewing will be available from just one place. Uh, no, did you can get it in a lot of places. Well, the most anticipated book in home brewing will be available for pre-order from only one place. That's not true either. All right, smarty pants, but only one place will have it signed. Oh, that's cool. TheBrewingNetwork.com offers brewing classic styles by Jamil Zanishev, the most awarded homebrewer in history, and homebrewing expert John Palmer. Available now for pre-order from the Brewing Network store, signed by Jamil himself. It's every BJCP style. Every recipe is extract and all grain. Every single one has won awards. Every style has some tips on how you brew the beer, what to focus on, what the key parts are of brewing an extract version of the style. Available this fall, Brewing Classic Styles. Pre-order your copy today. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com for more details. Not bad, huh? Yeah. One more nominee. Another Brewing Network anniversary promo. This summer, an imperial caliber event will change the face of live beer radio forever. If you attend one beer event this year, make it the GABF. But if you attend two, it better be the Brewing Network Anniversary Party, baby. The Brewing Network Anniversary Party at the Bistro in Hayward, California, USA, planet Earth. Great beer, great surprises, great Scott. Augustina Barini. <laughs> Visit thebrewingnetwork.com for more details. Doc, that part makes the whole promo, don't you think? <laughs> I didn't know that was coming. Up, huh? <laughs> All right, Bevo, of the four that you heard, which would you nominate as the winner? That's you, Bevo. I'm thinking. Should I come back? Come back to JP? Um, I would go for the second one because uh, the Turkish the uh, Turkey, yeah, because they hacked, because they hacked our website, mm-hmm. and then uh, how cool! Just a great reference. Okay, you know, Shat. I say dose because I'm in there. Okay, he likes it because he's in there. Jason, having never heard any of these, uh, would you oh, nominate? Oh, good stuff. I don't know. Uh, Jamil's was pretty good. Uh, three or t- four. Three or good four. stuff, yeah. Pick one. All right, three. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Schumann. 
I like the first one, the donation. To donate. That's just because it was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like the ladies. No, it, it's because they said blowing sailors and Schumann got aroused. Tasty? True. You got a vote? I, w- I was a big fan of number four. I liked the uh, theatrical quality of that one. It was okay. really good. I like that one too. That one was real professional, yeah. I thought. Just good theatrics. Paxi. You know, the first one I thought was great because, you know, anytime you can get a $12 Starbucks coffee, you know. So you're voting the first one. I'm going number one. Okay. And now back to Beavis. I'm going to go to two. You're going to go to... Is that the one where they said um, something about sexual favors? Beavo loved number two. Swallowing... Uh, no, that was one. Okay, no. <laughs> yes. No, yes. no that was number two. One. No, that was no, two. number two said that. Yeah. I th- well, well, I mean, number no, one they said blowing sailors. The man sailors said something about his sailors. throat being sore, and I thought that was funny. The I man. I like that one. Oh, okay. Because in, in Donate, it's uh, the, 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 the rainbow and... Uh, oh, no, no, not that one. Not that one. The blow sailors. The second one. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. We've got a two-way tie. You didn't even ask me. Oh, Doc, go ahead. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. <laughs> You're dead to me, Doc. Nice. Oh! Nice. <laughs> oh. Okay, your vote, please. Uh, uh, number one. Number one. See, oh. Doc liked that the was, that blowing sailor stuff. That made me want to reach into my pockets and donate. It does, Seriously. right? It's um, very Sally Struthers kind of pulls. Makes you want to reach into your pockets things. and pull out your dip tube, Doc. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm glad that you voted and, and that uh, I remember you, to Justin? ask you to vote uh, because, uh, along with my vote, that makes the donate the first one our winner of production oh. of. Woo! And that's uh, Push and Sven uh, producing the donate uh, uh, spot. If they would like to call in, either one of them, I don't know if they're in there, but they uh, well, pushes. They push is welcome to call in and uh, talk about uh, the you know the hardships of producing audio for the BN and uh, give his acceptance speech. All right. And uh, while we are doing that, we'll get him on the line. Oh, it's ringing already. Uh, that might be the man right there. Yeah, it was. Well, let's roll the winning number. <laughs> the winning. It's called blinking, Bevo. Sometimes it's on. Sometimes the light is off. Is that the is that the push? Oh, it's drunk of the weeks calling. We've got drunks calling and trying to uh, do that. All right, let's move on to our next award, which uh, is an interesting one and uh, one that's important among the BN staff. This one. Is for the most dedicated brewcaster. Whoa! Yeah. Now, last year, Daniela took this award with no nominees in her category except for her because of her dedication to the Brewing Network. That's right. The amount of work that she put in and uh, time spent and reliability and the whole bit uh, just earned her the win, hands down, for most dedicated brewcaster. In her boobs. Of 2006. Her boobs helped as well. I have to say that the boobs of the 2007 brewcaster also helped. Whoa. The winner, and there is only one nominee of the most dedicated brewcaster of 2007, is none other than our very own Jason Petros, JP. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that blows me away. That's right. You deserve it, man. Is that douchebag of the year? (laughs) (laughs) It's very close to douche of the year. Well, here's the deal. Uh, Just like I said last year, uh, what happens with most dedicated brewcaster, this is the person who spends so much time, is always willing to to be here to put forth ideas and to hang out. I mean, JP's got a full-time job, uh, and yet he's here uh, uh, several weekdays and uh, every Sunday. He never misses a show. Uh, He... 
he's always ready to go. Uh, JP has certainly, since uh, Daniela left, uh, really kind of filled in the shoes, it jumped into the chat room when we didn't have a chat moderator. Uh, he brings me too. He takes our ridicule week in and week out. Uh, really, you're the new Daniela, just a lot uglier. Oh, thank you very uh, much. And your boobs are nice. Are not as impressive. Not as impressive. Um, well, you know, it, it's kind of weird. I, um, I had a feeling I would win this category. I actually have a speech. Wonderful. You want? Okay, I would love to hear. Hang on, let me let me pull it. Okay, great. <laughs> the speech is like a scroll. It's the size of uh, Gibraltar. Okay. All right. Perfect. Four score. Um, distinguished guests, uh-huh. panel, judges, and doc staff, <laughs> listeners, my mom. <laughs> there we go. Thank you very much. Love me. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. JP, most dedicated brewcaster well said, of the well year. Said, yes. And I mean it. That uh, really. Thank you very much. That was very surprising. Uh, thanks for your help, my brother. Anytime. All right, uh, Doc. This one uh, is near and dear to your heart. You won it last year, and it's an important one. It's the Freaking Out Award. Freaking oh. <laughs> Out. Now this one is up there with the drunk of the year. This one is highly coveted, and uh, as it should be. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> Last year, as I described it for Doc, this one goes to the person whose contributions to the Brewing Network are so vital that the show would not continue without them. We would have had to stop a long time ago or at least take a really long vacation (laughs) and hang out at Doc's house. Yeah. The person who really kept things moving when we needed it most and did the most behind-the-scenes work, the Freaking Out Award, goes to... The one and only the gigantic producer Shat. The freaking out award to producer Shat really stepped up this year. Bring it strong, man. She's giving high fives all around the studio. Oh, and he broke a glass. He's breaking glasses. Still bringing it strong. Who yeah. threw that? <laughs> well, pal. here's the deal, Producer Shet. Uh, you took on all the booking. You uh, went out and got us some sponsors. You busted ass at the GABF. Uh, I got to say, no one has done more behind-the-scenes work than you this year. And uh, people don't even know about it. We just make funny and call you a douchebag all week long. Uh, I mean, and it not, def- giving the, not giving the award for douchebag. <laughs> and, not, and we don't even give you the award for it. Uh, <laughs> you, sir, above everybody else, deserve the freaking out award. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. If you'd like to give an acceptance speech, the floor is yours. I just want to say I love all the listeners, everyone in the studio. It's all love. Doc, I love you, brother. Yeah. Hey, I love you, man. There you go. Lots of love. Fucking feelings, Chad. (laughs) Fucking feelings. Bring them strong. (coughs) I'm a little choked up right now. (laughs) (laughs) Just a couple of more awards, and we're going to be done with the uh, second annual Brewing Network Awards. And you got a new glass, Chad. Look at that. (laughs) Push is on the line to accept his award for the uh, production of the year that we did just before that one. Pushy, what's happening, brother? I I don't even know why I'm I'm calling in. Uh, Are you not listening? 
No, I am listening, but I realize this is the one the one spot that Sven and I are not on. Oh, that you guys didn't do, yeah. No, we did do it, but we're not the talent. Officer. You're not the talent, but you produced and I feel, it. Well, I feel somewhat embarrassed. That's why you... JP award, JP's award. That's why you guys won. But the category was production of the year, not voicing of the year, so... Wasn't she great? Oh, yeah. Oh, are we still talking about the award? The award. I thought she was really effective. With oh, her. yeah, yeah. She was good. She was good, Sally too. Sally Struthers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Vivo, I'm sorry, Vivo is fixing her cleavage. I stopped paying attention whoa, 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 there for what, a second. What? What? Yeah. I, we can stop the entire show down for however was, long that takes. She was playing with it. I couldn't. I was it. fixing my shirt. You were oh. so dirty. Shirt, cleavage. It's cool. She's Same difference. Push kind of sounds like Bub right now. Yeah. No offense. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reclining. Uh, would you me, like to? Yeah. yeah. Lose a few pounds. Would you oh. like to thank anybody? Oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, dude, uh, we, we, every single piece of audio we do is for how freaking cool this show is and the network is and everybody out there who bothers to chime in in the chat room and in the forum. It's just a freaking cool group to be a part of. And uh, you know what? I can't wait to see what happens this year. Hey, it's going to be a big year. Uh, listen, if I can make you one guarantee, it's that 2008 is going to kick ass at the BN. So uh, Push and Sven included uh, helping us do that. Uh, they've really been stepping it up lately, and uh, I'm just going to keep putting them to work. So uh, 2008 <laughs> is going to rock, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Push and Sven, uh, you cleaned up the category. Last year, if you guys remember, there were tons of contributions from listeners with songs and uh, different things. None of that happened this year, to be honest. We have more listeners than ever, but they've kind of been laying back and letting us do the work, and that's fine, but that's kind of why Push and Sven uh, were the only nominees in the category, and I thought we'd just do which one they did the best for those different productions. I would encourage you folks at home to go back to writing songs and doing bits and different funny things, because I really like that about 2006 when you guys were uh, coming up with cool shit. Yeah, I think I'll... I'll... Yeah, I, yeah I, I actually, I'm embarrassed to, to hear that, because you're right. Touch the felt and oh, uh, yeah. uh, the dog stuff, all that stuff you guys get on it. Yeah, I think... Yeah. Uh, um, our, uh, she said get on it. Whoa! <laughs> Thank you, Beavis. Yeah. Yeah. She is nasty. <laughs> I need to talk to you after the show. That's a dirty <laughs> bitch. Yeah, um, a lot of our, A lot of our most vocal listeners, you know, they're, they're kind of the newer ones, too, I think, you know, and, and maybe they don't know that they that's a cool that thing should, to do. Yeah. Send it in, man. Produce You got stuff. a song parody or a skit? Yeah. And if it's yeah, funny, uh, we won't make yeah, fun of you too much. Yeah. Don't hold back, uh, especially the new people. Don't hold back. Yeah. Send that stuff in. Do it. Do it. Record it. Mix it. Do it. Cut it up. Send that stuff in. It's all. Uh. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, you know, if you think we're going to ridicule you make fun of you? Of course we are. Hell yeah. Do it anyway. That's right. Absolutely. All right, Pushy. Thank you. All right, everybody. Love you, care. Push. We love you. All right. Bye. Gotta get through this another one of our long shows. Poor Jason. Poor bastard drives out here from Woodland. Doesn't realize he's going to be here all night. Guess what? We got a bed for you, dude. <laughs> Just have another, be- have another beer and relax. <laughs> all right. Two more categories. These ones now are People's Choice Awards. So, Beavis, I'm going to need you to get your pen and paper ready. Those of you in the chat room, I'm going to tell you how to vote for this. And just um, here's what I need you to write down, Beavis. I love JP's. On, on three different lines, I need you to write down Jay Z. Jay Z. On another line, write down 
TS. And okay. on the third line, LM. All right. And you're just going to, as they vote in the chat, you're just going to put notches next to each one of those to make it easy okay. on you. People's Choice Award for the best show of 2007. Oh. Yes. Now, we have three shows here on uh, the Brewing Network, two we that we do. talk about and one that we don't. Right. Uh, we have, of course, the Jamil Show. We have this program, The Session. And uh, what's that other show? I don't even know what you're talking about. Doc, what's the third show we do? Uh, starts with an L. Um, uh, ah, excuse me. Leukemia. The <laughs> lunch meat. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's our third. Nah, nah, that's not it. <laughs> yeah, that's not it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right, that's not it. <laughs> so, uh, of the different programs, there are several throughout the year, and I have for you in the uh, People's Choice category uh, three different programs that were really top-notch, and you are going to vote for the best one of the year. Uh, don't worry about what they're voting for yet. None of those votes count. And you can even type in there, none of these count, stop until uh, I tell you to go. I think we should change the name of Lunch Meat to Daddy, like to Daddy Touched Me in the Bathing Suit Area with Unicorn <laughs> and the Rainbow. Could be. Maybe we should think about doing that. Uh, I think that the chat room's already thinking we're going to vote for the show overall, but we're not. There are specific shows that have been nominated, and here's the People's Choice nominees, best show of 2007. The first one was the Jamil show on 910 of 2007. It was the Saison show where Chris White showed up at the end and talked yeast with Jamil. Oh, nice. So Jamil actually got to do this great yeast interview, and you were here for that too, McDowell. Jamil got to do this great yeast interview with uh, Chris White uh, at the end of the Saison show. Not to mention that his Saison tips were fantastic, too. So your first nominee is the Jamil show, 9-10-07. Your second nominee was the session on December 2nd, 2007. Another late entry. It was the Hops and Malt show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With uh, Ralph Olson and Ian Ward, one that uh, producer Shat put together for us. And uh, it was a great program that really got us a bunch of the lowdown about the hop and malt yeah. shortage. That's your second nominee. And your third nominee is every single episode of Lunch Meat. <laughs> because they're awesome. In a not really very awesome kind of way, and you have to kind of put all of them together for them to compete with one. Kind of unmentionable kind of way. And a surprise fourth entry is the Butcher's Christmas 2007. Yeah, BU. So now in the chat room, you're either voting Jay Z for the Jamil Show 91007, the Saison Show. T.S., which is the session on December 2nd, the Hop and Malt Show, L.M. for every episode of the Lunch Meet ever, ever, or B.U. for Butchers. And that's your first People's Choice Award. Let's find out what happens there. Doc, what would you vote on the best show of 2007? Um, I'd say probably the um, Hops and Malt Show. They were good, huh? Yeah, well, we we hit it from two different angles. We could have made two shows out of that one, and that just a lot of information come rolling out. Everybody kind of got in there first, dispelled a lot of the rumors. Yeah, and that was a lot of good information because people were starting to panic. Yeah, about all this. And they really kind of dispelled a lot of that, and got, and they were just so cool. I mean, just a lot of fun too. At the same time, it was a great show. It was one of those shows that could have bored you to death. 
Uh, but not with those two guests. They were a bunch no, of fun. Not at all. Great information. Bevo's taking down those votes. Uh, let's go to the phones. We got Boob on the line. Let's get his vote, even though he doesn't care. originally called in to bitch about stuff, which I don't care about. Hey, Boob, uh, who would you vote for best show of 2007? Wow, that's, it, it really is a tough category. Good uh, uh, good shows, right? They're all somewhat reasonably entertaining. <laughs> they were listenable. Yeah, yeah that's they what I meant. Uh, the Ralph Olson and Ian, whoever the hell he is, uh, good. Good information. Lunch meat, good entertainment. Yeah. Uh, butchers, uh, good. Ian, nothing really. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and Jamel, yeah, okay. I think... Uh, good information. I'll go with good information. Hey, he's a good guy. So your vote goes to? Uh, to by the, the tiniest little margin, lunch meat. Lunch oh. meat. Wow, that's... Let me I write that. I have a that. whole new respect for Bub Let me right write now. that down. And by the way, Bub has now beat out uh, Germany guy for Drunk of the Week. Uh, even though no, he's... Oh, fuck. No, up of the week because he has I to be drunk totally to vote for lunch meat. Oh, he had some ice box, Jason. Uh, had you brought ice box, we would have done the same thing. Poor bastard. I hope he's not cleaning up. He better be getting more beer. I think he's taking his glasses so Shat doesn't break another oh, one. Oh, I see. One tiny little, actually major bitch. Yeah. Where's Daniela in the missing brewcast or brew person or whatever of the year? Oh, the MIA award. Fucking dick. Well, she shows up periodically. Yeah, thanks for pointing that out. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, give a shit. He's a pussy and an ass and whatever. Well, in my defense, it Daniela's was the, uh, the most person ever. Yeah, but she was. Who she's gives a, a shit about medtech. Yeah, I do. It was during the listener awards, not the staff awards, and she's I still don't staff. give a shit. I like that Doc is entertained for a couple hours. You know he's been bored out of his mind over there. You don't know. Doc's like totally trained to avoid the wife. Hey, Parker, Bryce, come here a second. You two fight each other. Hey, Doc, is Karen laying next to you trying to go to sleep right now? No, no, no. If I talk too loud, they'll come through the door. Right. Yeah, of course. Uh, all right, but like point gets over the door and closes the door and shit. All right, point taken. Under the pillow. All right, I'm done with that. I just hung up on boob. Hey, the timer didn't go off. Should have gone off. Thank you. Uh, Bevo, are we ready to... Do you have a tally? You know, yes. <laughs> These guys are idiots. You vote <laughs> once. Once. It's a vote. You don't vote seven times for the president. Jesus. You do if uh, it's idiot. Al Gore versus George Bush. <laughs> and you're dead. <laughs> okay. I'm a little fresh. Oh, you're from Florida. So, can you give me a numeric value, or do you, and just write just write it? Let me look at it, and so we don't. Uh, so don't announce it on the air. Right? Yeah. So I can announce it here and see what we've got for uh, best show of 2007. We've only got one more award. Do we get to vote like in the studio here? Yeah, I might let you guys. Right. Did Jason bail? Had to get home? I don't know. No, I, I don't know. He's probably pissing off the back porch. <laughs> as long as he doesn't fall off it. <laughs> wow, I'll tell you right here, there's a three-way tie among three of the shows in these votes. <laughs> wow. Three-way tie among four shows. 
we'll, break, we'll break the tie here. That's how stiff the competition is. <laughs> you said competition. He said stiff. <laughs> All right, I gotta add uh, boobs here. I gotta to add slashes. One. And uh, let me put this one here. Uh, Four goes after three. Carry the one. Yeah. Let me carry the one here. You want to borrow my toes to count on, did you? And then this one. Uh, let's see. Let me put that there. Okay. Figure uh, in the tip. All right. <laughs> Shit. What is it? What's the tip? How's that with or without sales tax? Fifteen percent. Seven inches. Twenty percent. <laughs> JP, yes, your vote for uh, show of the year. Lunch meat. Okay. Yeah. Or the daddy touch me in the no no place. Okay, carry the <laughs> carry the no no. And uh, okay, got that. Uh, Shat, you have a vote for uh, show of the uh, program of the year. Which one uh, you like there? <sighs> you talking about shows like oh, show God. shows? Right, we're passing up oh, on Shat and. Uh, McDowell. Uh, I like the Jamil, the white uh, program. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like the white program. Laughing Dog. For of course me. he does. And uh, Laughing Dog. Thank you, Shat, for voting for something that's not nominated. Uh, Paxton, would you like to I get... I like turtles. has to be the uh, Hop and Grain. That was just a great show. I'm so glad you voted for that because we had a three again a three way tie there even uh, with all the votes. I tried. Your winner, ladies and gentlemen, is the session on December second, oh. two thousand seven. Ralph Olson and Ian Woo! Ward, the Hop and Malt program. Uh, wow, what a tight! Uh, I have to say, Jamil's not going to be happy that uh, lunch meat as a whole had just as many votes as the Saison uh, show. It was a ten ten tie there. Yeah. He's going to uh, step it up. And and none of those... Actually, I'd have to you say... You demand a recount. <laughs> hang on. i got to throw in a twist here because I didn't vote. That's right. Neither did Sam or Bevo. No, well, Sam doesn't listen and neither does Bevo, so they don't no. count. Well... Personally, I'm voting for the Jamil Saison show, which makes it a two-way tie between uh, the session wait, 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 wait. What about the hanging chat over here? Wait, Doc didn't vote. Did Doc vote? <laughs> hanging chat. chat. Doc yeah, did. He did vote. He's a hanging chat. All right, because I've now made it a tie between uh, the Jamil show. I vote that. and the, Jamil. And the, Evo, did you listen to the program? I did. The Saison show? You sure? <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. All right, then the, then the winner actually is the Jamil show, oh, 9-10-07. Say some. I'm surprised Chad didn't vote for the show that he actually produced. <laughs> yeah, true. That's okay. love. One more People's Choice Award. How am I going to do this to make it easy on you, Beavis? <laughs> Beavis, put your headphones on, please, so you can hear me. <laughs> It's the, mean I'm listening? it's the best song of 2007. Doc, I know you're going to want to vote on this one. Of course. In this case, uh, we'll just figure it out as we go. Uh, let's see. How am I going to do this for you, Bevo? should have figured out how to make it easy on you. Uh, she'll on figure me. it out. She's smart. Let's not make it people's choice. F those guys. It's uh, Brewcast's yeah, choice. They're going to vote wrong anyway. The best song <laughs> of 2007. Best beer song. We always get uh, a lot of different things uh, contributed to us and sent in. And uh, we play these beer songs on, on all of our breaks, except that we don't really play them in all of our breaks, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. And uh, our first nominee is... Songs? The Beer Song. The Beer Song. I won't play the whole thing, I promise. Yeah, well, I met this old man sitting here in this bar. 
He told me stories and tales from afar. I said, for a world traveler, what are you doing sitting here? He said, the beer's as good in here as it is anywhere. I said, have you drank all your life? He said, not yet. I haven't son, but we're drinking tonight. Are we drinking? And he said, I've drank lots of beer, man, I've drank lots of beer. Good From here to Tangineer, man, I've drank a lot of beer. Hold your glasses high in the air, we'll drink a lot of beer. All right, so that's your first nominee. Your second nominee for Song of the Year is Just One Beer. The ugliest women that I've laid eyes on got together and decided to come here. This song's about Bevo's bridesmaid. They're not pretty. They're Just not one of them? All of them. Thank you, Sam. Don't be angry because they wouldn't sleep with you. I am angry for that. I don't mind the atmosphere in well, he sleep with me, though. That's the question. Probably. It must be wrong. It just if you pay him. Combines? Pay him in pork chops? <laughs> <laughs> Potatoes. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. <laughs> Combined, uh, Bevo's bridesmaids weigh as much as like a uh, <laughs> dump truck. <laughs> a producer shed. A, a full dump truck. I'm only having just three beers. So that's your. <laughs> that's it's your like being at a Navy base bar. <laughs> <laughs> that's your second nominee. You mean being at Bevo's wedding is like being at a Navy base bar, or that song? Why? Because there's a lot of semen. I don't get it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, I haven't sent your invitations yet. Oh. <laughs> your third nominee for song your of princess. the year is beer, beer, beer. I'm going for a beer. Beer, beer, beer. I'm gonna drink some beer. I like drinking beer. Lovely, lovely beer. Beer, beer, beer. I'm going for a beer. Beer, beer, beer. I'm gonna drink some beer. I like drinking beer. Lovely, lovely beer. And so it goes. Your fourth. Yeah, that one keeps going. I like that one, even though it's kind of annoying. Uh, and your fourth and final nominee is Beer Belly Blues. Beer Belly Blues. What color are my new shoes? Cause my feet and belt buckle are things I rarely see. My problem is not my glands. It comes forward from aluminum cans. Like that reference, JP. Love it. Tell me when you buy my shirts, make sure they're triple XLs. Four or five people like our listeners. work have started calling me Orson Wells. I got endorsement offers from Michelob Light and Strolls. And Junior Samples family called and they're saving me his old clothes. All right. So those are your four nominees. Bevo, which song do you like? You like number two. Talking. What is talking this? to you now? Now you don't talk. I'm to not me? talking to him. 
She uh, gave me the number t- just one beer. Justin, uh, uh, she was she wasn't voting. She was flipping you off. I see. Her favorite song is uh, just one beer. Oh, uh, because it's the one that's about her uh, bridesmaids. That's of course it was her favorite song. Uh, Doctor Scott, what's your favorite song? Uh, the third one. The third one, beer, beer, beer. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this one's done. Nice. This fall. Not that one, <laughs> yeah, Not that yeah, one but this one. I'm All going right. for Everybody got that? Yeah. All right. Uh, JP, favorite tune? Uh, I, I, I'm i going to go with Scott there and go... Uh, beer, 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 beer. Yeah. Beer. All right. Shaddy. Trace. Same thing. Beer, Trace. beer, beer. Oh, I love it. All right, and that's uh, three votes for beer, beer, beer. Sam, I'll let you vote on this one even yeah. though we uh, don't even like you. Just one fat bridesmaid. I mean, number two. Ah, number two. Number two is a wedding song. Okay. That's going to be our first dance. <laughs> <laughs> Tasty McD. Well, I'm going to go with number four. I, I had to sit out there by myself, but that uh, beer belly one made blue. me laugh the most. It's a good one, right? Yeah. I laughed a lot there. Paxi. McDowell, you're going to sit by yourself. I'm going to go number one and sit by myself. <laughs> you're going number one. The beer song. The beer song. song. But number three is good. It does the whole genre. I mean, it's no Are You Drinking With Me Jesus, but uh, yeah, well, it's a good I song. This old man sit- well, my vote goes for Just One Beer, which unfortunately gives us a, a two-way tie between Bevo's Bridesmaid's song, Just One Beer, <laughs> and Beer, Beer, Beer. That's, uh, they both have three votes. You don't have to laugh every time he says it. Yeah, dude, because it's really funny. <laughs> well, we have Crotchrot on the line who wants to accept his uh, Missing in Action Award. Let's let him vote. Uh, Crotch, hey, brother. Hold on, I'm taking a piss. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> Give it a shake. I hate to interrupt. Uh, this is why This is why he's won the MIA POW Award, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's good Bring to have the you. phone down. Good to have you back, Crotch. There we go. All right. Can you vote on one of these tunes for us? Yeah, I'll go with Bebo's song. I, my personal favorite is Beer Belly Blues, but that's going to make another tie, so I'll go with Bebo's song. Well, it will just keep Thank it a tie. You. So there you go. All right, so the Bebo's Bridesmaid song, Just One Beer, is the uh, 2007 uh, winner. Now that it they won. They don't even drink beer. Bebo's okay. friends are fat. <laughs> just imagine and if every they did one of them's beer. where it's at. Standing at the altar with Bebo. Instead yeah. of one more beer, it's ten more racks of ribs. <laughs> Pork chop in their arms. Yeah. One beer. And you know, in not, rear. They're not supposed to be pretty. I'm supposed to be the pretty one. That's what I was. That was my next line. Shut is up. That you only put them up there to make you look good. <laughs> she, hired, she hired homeless chicks. Just one bear Stick it in the rear. Chad, you did that kind of well, Chad. Chad's the rear for him tonight. Yeah. Chad, I think you and I might be drunk of the week. The wedding day, that much. Yeah. I think Chad could be drunk of the week. I think he's I'm pretty Justin sure that you're uh, just Chad and JP are going hogging at Bevo's wedding. <laughs> what does that mean? That means that yeah, your friends will find <laughs> out. They don't care how much. For cheesy. <laughs> uh, Crotch, would you like to give your acceptance speech for your MIA POW award? I sure would. I'd like to thank you guys just for thinking of me and all that good stuff. Uh, I should get to be online quite a bit more now. Uh, tied up with my house in Tampa, getting it market ready and all that good stuff. So I was eating up all my time. Okay. Well, we've missed you, so, so that's why you got nominated. It's gone, so now I can play. Okay. We thought you didn't love us anymore. Yeah. 
We always right. worry about that. Like when really, like sort of loyalists are hanging out, and then they go away. We're like, "Fuck! What did we do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what did we do?" <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, now, so it was just some logistical issues, and now you're back. Yes, I'm back. And uh, speedy recovery to you, Mister uh, Doc. Thank you, man. All right. How are you? Yeah, here, here. All right, Crotch, thanks, my brother. We hope to uh, see and hear more uh, from you in 2008. Yeah, let me go heat up the Photoshop now. Uh, do it, man. All right, brother. Later. <laughs> Cheers to Crotch. Uh, M-I-A-P-O-W award. There you go. Okay, well, that's going to do it uh, right there. Um, are we leaving now? Well, uh, Jason left, eh? Oh, shit. We want to, uh, like, get off your fucking ass and find out if Jason's still around, or, uh... Not really. <laughs> he doesn't want, want to hang out. Well, because all we would have left to do is uh, stump the brewer if he is around, but uh, That's those, why yeah, ladies oh, and gentlemen... Oh, for that, he'll go do it. That was your Brewing Network Awards. Congratulations to every winner in the 2007 BNAs. I mean, what a bunch of champions, huh, Doc? Oh, yeah. A lot of good winners. A lot of gracious winners. Yes. And uh, tough competition this year. I mean, really. Probably should have heard from the losers, huh? Should have. We had the, the lesser nominees uh, calling. Yeah. That's like a bad chance. Well, like I said, if you were nominated, you got to think there's a ton of people listening and a ton, a ton of contributors. So if you even made it into a category, you know, good on you. You uh, were really right there. <laughs> And my biscuits a little pissed. Tasty McD is beating up my dog over there in the corner. Oh, yo, boy. Mike likes to hit the bitches. I'm pretty sure my dog's dying, actually. Like, the last huh? three days, every time you touch her, she cries. Freaking out. I think she's dying. Freaking out. Have you decided how you're going to have her... Uh Stuffed and stuffed. Position well, I haven't made the phone calls yet, but we've certainly sure. determined that she will be stuffed. Yeah, definitely licking her, licking her crotch. I just can't imagine coming into the studio and not seeing the biscuit like laying in the corner. So we've decided she's going to be stuffed, and we're going to put casters on her feet. What about freeze <laughs> So that we could like take her, you know, like we could take her to the GABF and shit. You need to turn her into like, a walk. Turn her into freeze dry like dogs, you know. Turn her into a hot back or something. I don't want to freeze dry. Then we can't hang out with her. I want her stuffed like a taxidermy. Yeah, you can still uh, hang out with her. When she's freeze dried, it's pretty cool. In the freezer? No. It's no, they just then it's like you it's can, like taxidermy like squared. I see. It's geek. Shat, what's the yeah. verdict on uh, Jason? Gonzo. Oh, he left, huh? Okay. I guess he didn't want to interrupt the show. Or yeah. Or no, maybe that's he was cool. pissed because Chad broke his glass. No, he had the look on his face like uh, thanks for everything. Oh. I gotta go. Well, so uh, yeah, no, he. Yeah, took off. Okay, very good. Uh, well, thank you to Jason Brett of uh, Lodi Brewing Company for hanging out with us. And uh, he did a great job. A lot of good information. So uh, he was stoked about uh, doing the show and coming back. So we'll get him on back here. He kind of left uh, like JP's girlfriends. Oh. Oh. oh! Silently in the night while I'm looking at dudes? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Pretty much exactly right. <laughs> okay. right. Just making sure. Wow. So what do you think, Doc? Uh, is there a chance you're with us next week? Yeah, I think so. Have you spoken to the wife yet about coming back? Uh, I did tonight. And what? Too keen on tonight. On tonight. Uh, but it wasn't as if she said, like, oh, you should never go back there. <laughs> not, not in so many words, no. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did she say something like, do you really need to keep going there type of a thing? Well, no, she would say something like, you're not going back there, are you? <laughs> did she say that? No, no, but she would. <laughs> so, but she thought she didn't. 
Well, the listeners were worried. I don't know if you read the forum, but there was a lot of talk. Yeah, about I've been it. reading the forum. I just been. Uh, I, I can't sit at the computer too long. Yeah, so. I kind of picture it going like this: like Doc would would approach and go, um, "Sweetheart, uh, I was thinking about you know going back to the uh, to the show tonight." <laughs> <laughs> That's now the voice of Doc's wife. <laughs> no, it's usually that the silent scowl. I see. <laughs> uh, I knew that you were going to get the scowl about tonight. That's why I was discouraging you from coming, dude. I knew it. as soon as you said, "Well, you know," but the guys are going to pick me up. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So, Doc, I was uh, talking at the beginning of the show. You know, usually um, Karen and I, uh, we exchange uh, pleasantries when I call. Yeah. And usually I call and I say, how are you? And she asks me back. And then we have a short conversation. And then she gives the phone to you. Well, the other when I called to check on you yesterday or the day before, whatever it was, uh, I, you know, we said hi. And she said hi. And then I was in the middle of a sentence. I was exchanging pleasantries, talking about something. And she just cut me off and said, do you want to talk to him? <laughs> and so now she won't even talk to me, Doc. She just cuts no, me no, off. No, actually, she, she was on her way out the door. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I hope that's the case because I felt uh, like, oh, man, now I've really crossed the line. She won't even exchange pleasantries. <laughs> no, no, no. She was actually on her way out the door. And, okay. Uh, Didn't have time for my antics. Please. I mean, I did mention her panties in the sentence, but uh, that was different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Doc. Well, we look forward to, of course, having you back, and I'm glad you got to hang out with us uh, for an hour or so tonight. That's fine. My ear's sore. I'm <laughs> taking more pills. Hey, at least your ear hurts and not your foot. Yeah. And, and by the way, Shat just almost fell over on his way out of the studio. You're missing a lot. <laughs> he broke something else. He might have broken his foot. All production has stopped here. <laughs> All right. Hey, take care of yourself and stay on drugs. Uh, take care, Doc. See you, Doc. See you. Bye, bye guys. Doc. All right. The great Dr. Scott, ladies and gentlemen. And congrats. Hey, hey, how about a round of applause for him? For yeah, way to go. Can I just announce that Push peed on his foot while he was going to the bathroom? Is that going to go? <laughs> you can certainly announce that. All right. BC is on the line. Another caller just calling in to bitch about things. BC, what's happening? Of course I'm going to bitch. Yeah, yeah, I'm from Texas. That's all I have to do. This is bitch about shit. <laughs> What's up, my man? There was no Movember award. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Movember. I know. And the problem is I didn't look through the thread to... Uh, I did get that message. Uh, I, You know, that's something we have to put, I think, in the forum as a... like a. It's its own separate thing. It had, there's a poll going on. Hey, oh, there it, is already, already a poll? Well, then why don't we just look at the poll and then give it out? I forgot. I didn't. I, post, I didn't post my picture soon. All right, enough. here. Let me poll. look at the poll, and I'll give it out right now. All right, where is I it? think push one personally. His you said manly. poll. I did, and I'd say on the poll. It's off top. Whoa. Okay, Whoa. here we go. November ends poll. Chat needs to. Okay, beer. and the winner is by a forty-one percent vote. BC for the uh, Movember Award, ladies and gentlemen. Oh wait, here. Let me make it official. Also for the shameless self-promotion award. BC, you've just won November 2007. Oh. What would you like to say? Uh, 
would like to thank my father for my manliness. <laughs> <laughs> and being Good from call. Texas helps, too. All right. Well, there we have it. That and, and just one beer was yeah. from me. Yes. Actually, I think about uh, two out of four of those songs were from you, dude. Actually, they were, but, you know. Yeah. I just... I just I grew that stupid mustache, yeah. and I wanted some credit for it. <laughs> As, okay. You know, I don't yeah. blame you, dude. Yeah. You should want that. <laughs> so, absolutely, I'm glad you reminded me. Uh, Movember mustache of the year goes to BC. Good work, my friend. Good work. There we go. Mo, Mo. All right, we'll catch you later. Now I'm gonna go pass out. That a boy. <laughs> so is Chad. Yeah. Excuse me. How you doing, Chet? Terrific. <laughs> Terrific. Terriggity rific. <laughs> so, uh, are you not to be a downer or anything, but are we done? Yeah, it's a five hour show. And we haven't taken a break in like an hour Strangers and a half. Strangers in the night. Karaoke <laughs> <laughs> okay, time. Uh oh. Chet might be. Keep it going, Chad. Give me drink of the week. Yeah. What's Go going ahead, on Chad. over there? Are you just feeling it? You just felt warm and fuzzy? Feeling it. It's one. <laughs> producer of the year, and I tell you. Feeling up strangers in the night. <laughs> Come on, Shimon. You want to do a duet? Duet. All right. <laughs> Two, three. Strangers in the night. <laughs> I am crazy okay. bitch is a stranger in the night. In the night. <laughs> Takes off her pants crawling and through the window. <laughs> stranger through the night. Then she goes to her roommate's room, which would be Schumann's. <laughs> crawling underneath garage doors. It does him real good. <laughs> yeah. So Shat's dad comes out for Christmas. Comes, hangs out with us, wants to go out to dinner and stuff. Love the guy. He's such a fun guy to hang out with. Uh, both his parents came out. First thing his dad says to me is like, "Hey, so I stopped by your house the other day and." uh I saw that the neighbor's garage was still open. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. I thought, yeah, it was. Of course it is. He's waiting for Crazy Bitch to come back. <laughs> Just like Shad is. Shad hasn't heard from her in a while. We had a visit, actually, while you were gone. What? You got oh! crazy? Oh! Do tell. Let's hear about it. You keep that for me. Crazy bitch was back while I was gone for the for the road trip. You guys were like wrecking bikes and shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. Tell the story. Yeah. Details. Details. She just came over. Did she uh, text you first? Yes. <laughs> and came through the front door this time. Really? Oh. Was nobody home? Just you? For cheesy. Yeah, because Sam doesn't Did live you go here through anymore. her back door? <laughs> no. Sam. She came in the front and you went in the back. I don't get it. Kinda, sorta. <laughs> wow, so crazy bitch came back. What had happened to her? Why was she gone for so long? She was in jail? She's got an ankle bracelet. She does? Oh. She's not even allowed to leave the house? It buzzes every hour and takes her uh, BAC. Are you shitting me? No. <laughs> wow. She's a, you're nailing a criminal now. Yeah. yeah. She's got an... Was it? Was the ankle bracelet kind of hot? It, well, it buzzed every hour. Was so it like, it's a, hot. like a conjugal visit or something? Like, yeah. <laughs> what was this? There were a buzzing. So she was sober. Actually, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And still wanting yeah. to uh, get crazy with you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, saying, Chad has animal. going on apparently. She could play footsie with his crotch every hour on the hour. Actually when she came over she's like, Okay, so uh look at my ankle. I was like, Holy shit. Wow. 
Shat's crazy. It just gets better, doesn't it? The woman now has an ankle bracelet. Tasty. Can you believe this about your uh, prodigy? Wow. You must be proud. <laughs> He's have her own website with that. You do, yeah. Ankle bracelet. Anklebracelet.com. Yeah. Oh, wow. Bracelet whore. How is it that I've been home for a few days? You didn't tell me the crazy bitch uh, came back. I don't know. Where's the love? Wow. Maybe because you're always being mean and calling him fat. <laughs> well, he is. Um, so how was it hanging out with her sober? Weird. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Do it again? Were you sober? Had to give her McDole cookies. Uh, <laughs> because the bracelet can't read that. That's no, right. Yeah, He's going to send her back to prison. That's a true story. <laughs> just, that's a true story. He wants, he wants you to know. He's not making this up, folks. <laughs> wow. What a bombshell. you got to be ki- I can't believe you dropped that at the end of the program here. Wow. <laughs> He's trying to win an award for 2008. Yeah. Yeah, he's already in the story. I'm not bullshitting. I'll tell you, had you said this in the beginning, we might have taken the uh, best new character away from Tasty. It might be a good thing. (laughs) Well, I don't know. That's pushing it. Oh, I can't believe it. You got to give her the studio number one, you know. She's got to call in. She needs to call in. Or is it better that we've never heard from her? She should come into the studio. Maybe we should call her right now. Can we? Uh-oh, he's getting the phone out. Uh-oh. Drunk. Uh-oh. This brings drunk dialing to a whole new level. Does wow. she know that you're involved in a radio program? Yeah, but she's angry. <laughs> angry and you drunk know this because? What's she angry about? Because I hit her real hard. Just like in general, you yeah, mean? She's just an angry lady. I might, I might like her, actually, a lot. John no, Foster. don't give me that. John Foster's on the phone. He wants to talk about the Douche of the Year Award. Oh, because I gave it to every other uh, podcast out there. Oh, oh, he's all offended. Oh, yeah. Although, I'll tell you what, I wasn't thinking about his podcast, to be honest. I no. should have excluded it. You know why? Because nobody does. Hey, Foster, what's happening? I'm just happening? kidding, John. Oh, hey, I'm just calling to accept the award for every other <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you know what? To oh, be, to be com- no one else is going to call in. No, you're right. Someone's got to represent. But you know what? To be completely honest, I, I didn't actually include you in the... Do- I mean, if you want it, I'll include you, but... I don't think of you guys as part of the douche of the year award. No, no, but I'm just I'm just calling to accept it because like, you know, it's the the person standing on the side saying, "Okay, they're not here, so we're just going to accept this award for them." Right. Well, not yeah, okay, that you can do. You can accept on behalf of the of the haters is what you yeah. can do. And uh, accept the douche of the, uh, of the year award on behalf of the haters. I will be happy to do that. So <laughs> Beerschool.com is not part of the uh, Douche of the Year category. Don't hate, appreciate. Because they, they don't hate, <laughs> they appreciate. That's right. Uh, there's no uh, uh, there's no hatred between the two of us. That's for for damn sure. So uh, Happy yeah. New Year, John. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Hey, so we're throwing a secret party uh, next week. Well, don't tell How anybody. How secret is this now? That's not very secret now. Yeah, no, no, no. No one's going to hear because it it's five hours into the podcast, and if they get this far, they can come. No. So oh. They have to be on the guest list. So Hopefully email uh, info at beerschool.com and we'll put you on the list. Info oh. at beerschool.com. Is that what it is? Yep. All right. And uh, make the title Secret Party. Okay. Secret. Info at beerschool.com. Make it Secret Party. It won't apparently come through as spam because whenever I see something that says Secret Party, I delete it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I open it and install it, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, JP. <laughs> I haven't, used, Twice. I haven't yeah. used my computer in 14 months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sweet. Thanks, Foster. Yeah, see you later. All right, brother. Take care. Can we go? Yeah. No. You, you can go right there in the glass. The Who's drunk of the week? I'm hungry. 
Drunk of the Week uh, is definitely going to shat the producer. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. By the way, did Crazy Bitch lose any pounds since you can't drink anymore? <laughs> Definitely not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's still a pig. She's gained pounds with that bracelet. Oh, yeah. Oh. Is it like, it's like when you tie a rope around a sapling and it grows around the, uh, the rope? Uh, is it like that? She could, she could be one of Bevo's bridesmaids. <laughs> oh. Sign her up. <laughs> Sammy. Uh, he's supposed That's to stick up for you now that you guys are getting married. I don't give a crap. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> He just needs to know the more of a jerk he is, the less I'm gonna put out. Oh, oh. Whatever. whatever. Like it's any more than I get now. Well, you're getting married, it, but Maybe the point is that it's bracelet. supposed to be more than you get now, Sam. Yeah. Exactly. Once you're married, you gotta start kissing some It's probably not. It's probably not Get an ankle bracelet though; it'd be hot. Yeah. Oh, he likes that. He's more he's, hardware. He's apparently yeah. been to anklebracelets.com. Yeah, yeah, but then, but then you'll have uh, to compete with Chad for her love. I'm a big fan of the Terminator right. movies. <laughs> I'm all about the hardware. <laughs> Paxi, thanks for coming out, my brother. Hey, thank you, dude. Appreciate it. You should win an award. Secrets. Yeah. Tasty D. Uh, being you. We love you, buddy. Tasty, congrats, my friend. Uh, oh, best new character of 2007. Thanks a lot, guys. We expect big things out of you. Big. Big. Thanks Six to Schumann for being gay. I'll Six tell you, Schumann, you just barely missed being nominated for best new character, I gotta say. Uh, you were close. That's super pole. You just didn't have enough beer related content uh, to get you in there. And, and chat's crazy bitch beat you out by a hair. Ah, oh, man. By how many hairs? Yeah. How many curly hairs? Just a couple. Oh, a couple. <laughs> I mean, the stripper pole, last show of the year, that puts you right there. I'm telling you. You were close. You were right there. You worked that pole. Well, I've got a whole new year to work towards it. 2008 I think that's Doc's problem. Work. You worked that pole too much. Yeah. <laughs> Shat, congratulations. Freaking out award. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Hey, it's all love. And the getting some award. 2008, my year. Aw, Nichols. <laughs> That's it. I'm hungry. That's it. See you next week, girls. Yeah, where's the pizza? I love Thanks you. for sticking around, everybody. Happy New Year. Yeah, you know what?